Hello, hello, and welcome to the Mild and Lazy Guys podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Matt. I'm Andrew. And on today's show, we've got a special one for you. Uh, we're back with our buddy Alex. You all guys know and love Alex. But we also have a fourth guest in the house, and we'll introduce him in a second. Um, but before we get started, can I please ask you guys to leave us a rating and review on Apple uh, Podcasts and iTunes. Uh, you can also follow us there. You can also follow us on Spotify. Um, and while you're at it, follow us on Instagram, at Mild and Lazy. You can see some sweet memes that Andrew's been posting um, but yeah, without further ado, let's get started. What's going on, Andrew? Oh, not much. I have a very boring life. So, so th- nothing's changed. No, I say all, all I got written down here is um, dogs had diarrhea last week. <laughs> so between both dogs having diarrhea and Owen, I've just been cleaning up a lot of shit around the house. Cool, taking care of business. Very cool. Um, I accidentally taught Kelly sar- Ellie sarcasm the other day, so we just got a lot more sass in the house now. Um, other I, feel than like that, you, I feel like you, you, you pulled the trigger too soon on that because that comes naturally. Yeah. So you, you just. I just said it. I just said it in motion early. But she's starting school. That was another thing. Is you know Ellie starts school at Marvin next month. Pretty sure she's going to Marvin. I don't know. I want. I want like concrete proof that she's going there. We got like a list, but it's like a generic list, you know, for like back school mm, supplies. Yeah, yeah. And we did a we did everything we're supposed to. Like went to this open school and filled out all the paperwork. So she should be going to Marvin, which is right up here. <laughs> Even though y'all don't know where I live, hopefully. And um, other than that, Owen should be crawling pretty soon. So just gonna be a lot more hectic at the house. Cool. Cool. Yeah. What about you? Nothing. Nothing at all. Working. All right. Till next week. <laughs> no. Thanks for listening. Uh. Uh. Yeah. No. Um. I just I didn't take any summer classes because just didn't feel like it. So I've just been chilling. Um. Feel like there was more stuff that I had to say like before the mics turned on, but I don't. No, that's how it goes. Just, it's, it's been fuck, a long time, it, but it, it's fucking hot. I'll yeah, tell you that. Oh, that that's true. Yeah, two it's guys hot. that don't have AC will tell you that. Yeah, it's hot outside. It's only going to get hotter. Yeah, but there y'all have AC. Well, I don't in my work car, and he does it in his personal car. Oh, yeah. Man. So when I get off work, you know, I blast it, but I live a mile from work, so it's like yeah. a sweet three minute drive, and then I'm home. Yeah, I don't. I I, I know what Paul Walker felt like at the end of his time. Because it's just fucking hot. You love making that Paul Walker joke, man. It's twice, and I twice blew my today. I blew my load and said it too early. I should have saved it for the podcast. Oh, okay. It's a good joke, though, for those who don't know. He, he when died. I worked in the restaurant, when somebody wanted their shit like well, well done, I would write whatever you know. You'd ring up the ticket in the in the machine, <laughs> and then I would write Paul Walker underneath it. Like I would type in Paul Walker, so the kitchen knew it was like extra well done, or like fries extra <laughs> oh, crispy. Think, yeah. Extra, so crispy. extra crispy, I'd put Paul Walker. You know, I hear a joke that my coworker tells me all the time. Yes. All right, so uh, they found out that – you want to know how they found out that Paul Walker had dandruff? They found flakes everywhere. They found his head and shoulder on the dashboard. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I, knew, I knew that was too much. I, I don't even like repeating that, uh, but the way that Matt – So he just did it on live air. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's dark, dude. Matt, Matt, Matt's enjoying it. Though. I am. Hey, I'm here you know for what? it. I mean, it's not like he, like, was saving orphans in a, in a hospital and died. Like, wasn't he going, like, 90 in, like, a residential area? I mean – I don't know about residential. But it wasn't, like, a highway. <laughs> I don't, yeah, it, could, it was. It could I think it was be. just like as if you were down like seventy seven right here. Yeah, he was going too fast for the road. He was too on. fast, <laughs> too, too <laughs> curious. Yeah. Thank you. Somebody, somebody, somebody dunked that lava through. <laughs> Appreciate um, that lava. <laughs> all right, so that was Alex. You heard Alex. Alex, what have you been up to? Uh, 
Nothing much. Just like, making Paul Walker jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually looking up a whole bunch of them earlier when you made the joke through our text thread. <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I'll save y'all the other jokes I uh, looked up. Um, so since the last time I've been on, first off, thank y'all for having me back. Uh-huh. And then uh, I, y'all know this, but I traveled and went to Europe. I don't think yeah, I spoke about that last that's time. That's way cooler. Um, so that was an experience. Am I a bad friend that I didn't know that you went to Europe? Oh, no, you're not a bad friend, but I'm sorry I didn't tell you. Yeah, Alex, where did you go? That's big friend. news. Where did you go to, in Europe? Uh, we The main trip was to Switzerland, oh, but we, nice. we flew in to uh, – we, well, we flew into Switzerland, but our first, like, stop stop was Paris. And yep. then – Been there. Then we went to then we went to Switzerland, spent a bunch of our time there, and then afterwards we went to uh, Rome. Yeah, I've been there. It's nice. And then after that, uh, a few of us went to Amsterdam. Mm, did you partake? Uh, no, I did not. I was I was sick like almost the entire trip. Oh, it, no. was, yeah, it sucks. It sucks. So like the um, the very first night that we were there, everything was going smooth. We were in Paris, took an Uber back to our hotel, about to to catch an early flight the next day to go back to Switzerland. Left my phone on the Uber. Oh, shit. And then, like, literally the very first day that we were there. So I didn't have a phone the entire trip, which was honestly kind of a blessing in disguise. I'm glad yeah. I, I didn't, yeah. like... It's yeah, so, other, other than taking pictures and, like, GPS, just, that's I all you need it for. I stole everyone else's photographs, you know, yeah. afterwards. Everyone else just kind of took pictures, but... uh yeah, I, I'm glad I didn't have it, so I didn't, like, look at it the entire time. I wonder if Uber is, like, a German word. I always picture that being, like, a German. I've, like I'm fairly like certain. I don't know if you're like, being sarcastic, no, but I'm fairly German. certain it is German. It does sound German. Wait. You know continue. what? Look it up. Well, continue. Moving on. Oh, and then I was just, then I was going to say, and I think, I don't know if it was from that and, like, stressing out and stuff, but then I had, like, a sinus infection. Like, yeah, it sounds like you had a pretty shitty trip time. then. I, you know, I pushed, <laughs> I pushed through it, though. I feel like Kayla filled me with drugs. As much oh, as she man. could. That's a good woman. Yeah, she like stopped at every pharmacy she possibly could so that we could uh, get antibiotics and stuff like that. So it kind of delay the feeling, and it just I felt sick, kind of mediocre sick the entire time. And then afterwards, I I was sick as soon as you got back on the plane to America, <laughs> you got better. Yeah. So uh, that was a cool experience, but cool. definitely, yeah. I've been I've been over there. It was probably a decade ago, but. Oh, you there. weren't joking. So no, you had been no, there. I have been there. Yeah, we went to. Didn't you get engaged over there? <laughs> <laughs> Supposed to. <laughs> Supposed to. Uh, uh, we went to Italy and France. So we landed in Rome, stayed a couple nights in Rome, then went to Milan, um, Florence. We visited. Uh, where is Mount Vesuvius? Wherever Mount Vesuvius is. Cool. Uh, I forget where that's at. Not sure. Um, it's in Europe, right? Yep. Yeah. Then we went to Paris, Across Nice, yeah. Marseille. Damn, I went to New Hampshire when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Longest road trip I ever took. I've never been on a plane, but I went to New Hampshire. Yeah, so. Oh, I do. The plane flight is not fun. No, it's like going. 10, 11 hours. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's Defying death and gravity the whole time. Yeah, I was reading a book on uh, debunking 9-11 myths on the plane. <laughs> I got some side eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a how-to manual. It's like the one book not to read. Yeah, what, what so I'm pretty sure how to overpower a flight marshal. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I, pretty sure I, the, the air marshal was on my ass the whole time. So, all right. So let me introduce you to our guest. His name is Cisco, and 
he is a good friend of Alex, now longtime listener and now friend of ours. Um, and I'm sorry, Cisco, but I have to do this. I told my wife I would do this. I've got to do this. What guys talk about? He doesn't have the headphones in. I don't know if you can't, can't hear it. Oh. You're going to hear it on the playback. I'm playing the thong song. Check it out. Because <laughs> you're Cisco. Because yeah. I told my wife, yeah, uh, Alex's buddy Cisco. And I better stop that so we don't get copyrighted or anything. Yeah, but you got uh, like seven minute window, or seven second window. Uh, but you know he's uh, looking for money right now. <laughs> yeah, he's hurting for money. Yeah, he's hurting for money. But yeah, I was like, yeah, uh, Alex's buddy Cisco. He's he's listened to podcasts for a long time. He's going to be on. She's like, are you going to play the thong song? And in my head, I was like, it's not even spelled the right way. And I was like, oh, okay. Thong song, Cisco, Cisco. I was like, yeah, I'll do it for you. So See, that, was, that was for the wife. I went straight to the Cisco kid. This is way cooler. So, yeah, that was way cooler. <laughs> That's what's saved in my phone, Cisco yeah. kid. Cisco, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So how did you get wrapped up with this kid? Uh, what was it, junior high? Junior yeah. high? Uh, D44. <laughs> the trouble bus. That's what you were just talking bus, about. Bus the, route. The bus days. Yeah. yeah oh, I just cool. linked up there and then ever since. I mean... The thing that kind of like bonded us is we were both into skateboarding at the time. Gotcha. And we just kind of, you know, grew off of that. Hung out together. Gotcha. With that. So, what do you do for work? Or if you want to talk about it, can talk about it. Yeah, yeah, briefly. Uh, so I've been in warehousing for for years. I'm a distribution supervisor. Cool. Yeah. You know. How's that OnlyFans going? <laughs> <laughs> That's paying the mortgage. <laughs> No, that's how Alex went to Europe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> feet, feet pics will get you yeah, a lot. Dude, we were just talking about that. Some dong shots. That's like a whole so. side income of feet pics. Like I'd live it up. My feet are angel soft. <laughs> if people have like an earwax fetish, dude, I produce earwax. Like fucking China produces everything else. Cisco is so <laughs> thankful we couldn't get those earbuds to work. <laughs> those things are nasty. That's what I said. I'll have to wear those. Claire is like has to get a toothpick and like clean those things <laughs> out. Yeah, dude, it's bad. Well, I got something for you guys. Alex, you get this since your third time. We're oh, running wow. out of things to oh, give it's you. It's beautiful. Yeah. Is this from Ellie? Yeah. No, it's right. for me. No. Here's your uh, complimentary. <laughs> Holy shit. Coming on, you got the fanny pack, the movie, the stickers, and the Werthers. Yeah, it's like the standard. Ask you about this movie. Oh, it's classic. I've been wanting to see this. Oh, it's. Have you she never seen? My name yeah, I, I had to help her spell all that. Never seen it. Never seen MacGruber. You got to see it. But I was like such a big fan of uh, what is that? The Last Man on Earth. Yeah, was yeah. Will Forte. That was, yeah. that was a really good. Anything game. Will Forte is good. Oh yeah, man. I, I appreciate was telling, that. He was holding Owen before the podcast, and Owen was kind of gripping at his beard. Oh, he'll like, do. He'll just rip that. I thing don't know off. if it was beard or he's going for his throat. You know? I'm not sure how many times. <laughs> man, I'm so proud to hear that, dude. Yeah. That's my boy. Nice, King of the Hill. Yeah. yeah, it's just a bunch of random. Yeah, Pick I've got some on the computer over Grateful here. Grateful Dead and uh, some. I bought like random packs of stickers, so I just give them out. All right, Cisco. So that was the Band-Aid that got ripped off. Don't be afraid. Oh, oh shit! So I actually brought you guys something too. Oh my god! That's a bottle of Gentleman Jack. That was unexpected. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Here. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll make sure that gets properly disposed of. Yeah, maybe maybe after the pod, we'll we'll all take a shot, celebratory shot. All right. So that was Band-Aid. No more nerves. Now we're just. Boys chilling. Just four sweaty guys in a room together. <laughs> yeah, talking, hanging it's out. It's the hottest room in the house, dude. Talk, talking feet pics. <laughs> yeah, talking feet pics. You seen right. jujitsu feet? What? Have you seen jujitsu feet? No, sure. Or gnarly. like hands? They're gnarly. Dude, my, my, like, ever since doing, starting jujitsu, like, I'll wake up in the middle of the night and my hands are just like, uh, closing and like, Cramp, like, like cramping, cramping up, yeah. super painful. Early onset, like rigor mortis or something. Well, it's just you know you're grabbing you're grabbing the geese and you're holding mm-hmm. on for dear life, mm-hmm. and it's like you just don't realize like the sort of uh, damage you're doing to your mm-hmm. ligaments and stuff. I'm oh, assuming. Man. 
But uh, yeah, after you do it for so long, man, you gotta look up. There, some of their fingers are just all twisted. Ew. Looks like um, arthritis. Looks like arthritis. Yeah, at the age of thirty. That sucks. So his feet too. Yeah. Toes and stuff. yeah, you'll get some gnarly feet. Like that, yeah. So, you brought up jiu-jitsu. So, is that uh, kind of a passion hobby for you? Do you do yeah, it? Yeah, uh, so martial arts, martial arts have, has always been my uh, my hobby, or just combat sports in general. Yeah. So, kind of the movie review that we're doing, Bloodsport, mm-hmm. kind of, that's what kind of like sparked it for me when I was a kid. Okay. So, that kind of got me into martial arts, and then it helped that my school offered it. But, right up? No, no, no. Uh, before I came to Red Oak, I went to Dallas Public Schools. Oh, okay. gotcha. So, yeah. Hey, that was, like, mandatory there so you could fight for the game. <laughs> yeah. So you then could you fight for your life. Like, hey, you want to play volleyball? <laughs> <laughs> That's something I wish I would have gotten into. Just I don't think I would have excelled at it because I was no, I was sticking, I I was, like, sticking ball, like, traditional. I played mm-hmm. baseball, football, right. soccer growing up. Uh, I just wish I had it from the discipline side because that's yeah. one thing I respect about because uh, we had Landry and karate for – a month before he was like, "Yeah, Dad, this is." I thought I was beating people up. We're just over here doing moves. <laughs> he saw three ninjas and was like, "Yep, Dude, that's he, me." He really did. He thought he was going to learn <laughs> how to fight, but the, you know, karate is—it's like not, a long process. Okay, I'm glad I have you here. Mm. So, karate, t- my my grasp of it in that month is it's not so much combat as it's they're just teaching them because we would come in and some days the advanced class would be wrapping up. Yeah, and like they weren't even fighting. Like it's just like it seems like they're teaching a routine t- for judges and it's all about yeah like your placement like how crisp your moves are and landry once he was having to do that i was like no i thought i was gonna whoop ass <laughs> no yeah. so is karate like it's not a recognized discipline is it like there are there are some like the full contact karate but i mean that's like the high level yeah but i mean like the drills that they're teaching i got a big problem with that just because like when they throw their punch, it's fully extended, but you get the most power of your punch when it's not fully extended in your arm. It's like a swing in baseball. Like yeah. you're not you're not full power at the end of your or a golf swing or a baseball swing. Mm-hmm. Your power is in that mid, yeah. like right there, that sweet spot, like as you're coming through. So I get it, but it just I didn't think he would get much out of it. And once he found out there was like no contact, he's like, "Yeah, Dad, I'm out." He's like, "I'm only here to kick ass." Yeah, I'm out. and it just seemed like the kids—they were like all nerdy and fat, and I'm like uh, karate kids aren't cool. Like, and like when you're watching a UFC fight, like their discipline is like judo or yeah. jujitsu or yeah, it's not karate. kickboxing. Like you never see oh his specialty is karate. So I didn't know if that was like in the in the the realm. Like, mm-hmm. was that a recognized like respected? Like, yeah, I yeah, guess there, discipline. There, there are some uh, like Stephen Thompson's a good example. Uh, I, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Stephen Seagal for a second. <laughs> no. I was gonna like right on. I was gonna Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Seagal, very recognized. <laughs> All right, man. Sorry, yeah. keep going. Oh, you good? But you have to have that full contact. You got to have that muscle yeah. memory, that reflex. But but I did like the respect part of it, like or yeah. the, the discipline part of it, because even the youngest kids, they mm-hmm. were like. You don't step on the mat until, you know, you bow. You don't walk yeah. on this area. When you come in, make sure your gi and your suit, I think they call it a gi as well in mm-hmm. karate, Make you know, your belt's tied yeah. right. You know, so I did like that part of it, but my son, he's seven. He was like, I thought we were going to whoop people, so I'm out. <laughs> That's probably a common misconception for seven-year-old yeah. boys. Yeah. I mean, I did it too for a minute when we still lived in Lancaster, and then I basically had to between that and baseball, and I was like, mm-hmm. I've. I get more enjoyment out of baseball because it wasn't what I expected either. 
Yeah. Not only that, then they tell you not to use it unless you absolutely have. Yeah, it. that's like, the other no, thing. Yeah, I'm, isn't it like violence is only like a last resort? Like only use it as like self defense. Yeah, but I've seen like TikToks and stuff of guys that are either like <clears throat> ex MMA fighters or uh, like ex you know seals or whatever. They're like, dude, if somebody tries to mess with me in the in the street or in a bar, like my last resort is fighting. Like I'm gonna turn and walk away because yeah, absolutely, nothing good can come of a street fight. Because say yeah, you hit a dude and and he falls and he cracks his head open. Mm-hmm. Turns out you kill him. Like. Nothing yeah. good comes from like proving, like well, I, I think you just saying that proving they don't have anything. Once you know you can kick someone's ass, yeah, you don't have to prove it to anybody. Yeah, like I've seen that in the confidence in some of the higher belts in the uh, the the school that I'm at, and it's just yeah, exactly. You don't, you just don't you don't feel the need to prove that to anybody or or yourself. For that well, matter. I get that. I mean, y'all know I played soccer, like. After high school and college, like, I would play in these, like, men's league, like, indoor leagues and outdoor leagues and, like, just Sunday, like, beer leagues, you know? You'd have guys out there that are playing like it's the World Cup. <laughs> and, like, I'm like, guys, I've kind of done this, like, for, for stakes, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, for things that matter. Like, I got to go to work tomorrow. I'm not going to come out here and, like, bust fucking, up your knee. Yeah, I'm not out here to hurt people or fight. Like, yeah, it'd be uh, fun, this though. may be your World Cup, but, I mean... I played at a little bit higher level than probably most of you. So, but you get those guys and they're out to prove something, and they're at, like scouts are in the stands. I'm like, nah, man. I was. Gonna I've say, been here, done that. Like, that's not. That's not that, it. Go to that sports complex here in t- yeah. here in town and act like you're a scout watching these guys play softball because they'll get fucking into it as if scouts are really. <laughs> we there. should do that. Like, like we like should bring boy. some beer and like a fake. Yeah. You know, we should do gun. a remote pod. We should have like polos and notepads, and I should bring a gun. And we should just troll people all night. <laughs> radar gun, by the yeah, way. That was radar a ra- gun. That was what we were looking for. <laughs> <That> was- <laughs> all right, cool. So, um, yeah, let's get into it. What are we getting into? Mount Rushmore. We're gonna get no. Nope. You already forgot oh. the order. We're going junk mail, son. I didn't know that was the order. We're going junk mail. Oh, hold up. All right, our first first story. Headline reads: Football fan, uh, uh, English for you know, I was gonna say, uh, not American football, proper football, soccer. Football fan, <laughs> don't <laughs> thank, say that, thanks, Alex. Don't <laughs> say that. Uh, football fan ended up sleeping uh, on the streets of Italy for ten years after traveling to watch his team play Inter Milan and, and getting lost after the game. A football fan ended up sleeping on the street for more than ten years after getting lost at the end of the match. Swiss man Rolf Bantel, 71, had traveled to Italy to watch his team FC Basel play Inter Milan in 2004. But after going to the toilet in the stadium, he became disoriented and could not find his friends. He stayed in Milan for more than a decade because he had no commitments and enjoyed the freedom of living living on the street, he told Switzerland uh, Switzerland's Sontag newspaper. He had, he, was, he had only returned home after fate falling and breaking his femur, and a hospital worker spotted that he had no health insurance and contacted the Swiss consulate. Mr. Bantle is now living in a retirement home in Basel where he, his remarkable story has finally emerged. Uh, let's see. Uh, Mr. Bantle, who is a resident of the group home in, I'm not going to try to pronounce that, um, had been on a day trip to watch FC Basel play Inter Milan at the San Siro Stadium on August 24th, 2004. But he was reported missing after losing his way at the end of the Champions League qualifying game, which his team lost 4-1. to he said, suddenly I was in a different sector. I had about 20 euro in my pocket and no phone, so I wandered into Milan. 
people gave me food and cigarettes, and one student offered me a sleeping bag. He took showers once a week in a public washroom and frequently visited the local library, he told the newspaper. He had no relatives until, and until they had been living in a rehab, uh, rehabilitation center due to having drinking, he said. Uh, he added, there was, uh, there was for me no longer any reason to go home. I enjoyed the freedom of Milan. Um, he has now been treated at the Basel hospital and is living in a retirement home paid for by the Swiss state. He said, he told the newspaper, he said, I like it here. 10 years is enough and I feel good now. So when I first read this story, I had a picture of him sitting next to a woman and it says, man gets lost after football match and returns home after 10 years, (laughs) wife not buying it. And I was like, Oh shit, that's a juicy story. Like, what does the wife think? And it turns out he's got no wife. Turns but, out he's just living the dream. Turns out he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to stay here. Yeah, just wander the streets. Probably, this vacation. Quite beautiful out there. Milan is one of the cleaner cities I've visited in Italy. And I've been I've been to the San Siro. Um, it, it, Italy is, by the way, like, that's oh, shit, that means something. Because Italy streets, they, they can get disgusting. They're dirty. Yeah, Rome they're very, was dirty as fuck. Yes. To me, dirty. Rome was dirty. No, I agree. I had the same experience. Rome was dirty. I couldn't believe, like, all these... Beautiful, like ancient buildings had graffiti on them. Like I yeah. couldn't believe that. There's a lot of graffiti. Over yeah, there. yeah. Um, but I've been to the San Siro, and something like that almost happened to me because I traveled to the. My girlfriend and her mom went to see the Leaning Tower Pisa, and I was like, "Fuck that! It's stupid Leaning Tower." <laughs> Such an American day. <laughs> Fuck that tower. I'm gonna go watch. We a- had two. They're down. <laughs> Oh, that was a good one. I appreciate it. That was a good one. Uh, I was like, I'm going to go watch a football match because I can't come to Europe as a soccer fan and not go see a game. So I go to the game, um, and on the way out, yeah, it's chaos. And you get turned around. It's dark. You don't know your way around. I got the last train back to my hotel, and I was sprinting across, like, five streets to get there, and I was – I was scared, so I could see how. Yeah, I could see how that happened. I could see how it happens. Um, but yeah, so good old Ross, he's back home living the dream. Paid he for was living Swiss the dream. Yeah, yeah, now he's living it up again, like free on the Swiss taxpayers. All right, so next headline. Quote, uh, headline reads, quote, I would have killed someone sooner if I knew I was going to get McDonald's, girl told police after sister's death. Uh, quote, ooh, McDonald's. I would have killed someone sooner if I knew I was going to get McDonald's. That's what 14-year-old Claire Miller said when police brought her breakfast hours after she was accused of fatally stabbing her 19-year-old disabled sister, Helen, on February 22, 2021. Uh, Martin testified Tuesday in Lancaster County Court that Claire was silent and did not appear distraught, sad, or upset while while he watched her in a juvenile detention center. But she spoke up when she heard a text notification from his cell phone that played the 1978 Halloween horror movie theme, he said. She began talking about her interest in horror movies, including the classic John Carpenter Carpenter film that tells the story of Michael Myers, a child who kills his older sister on Halloween night with a knife. She said, I, Michael Myers, my sister. Claire, now 16, accused of killing her sleeping older sister in her sister's bed uh, with a kitchen knife in their family home in Mannheim Township. The teenager has been in court this week for a hearing that will determine if she will continue to face homicide charge in adult court. So, yeah, she's a psychopath. Yeah, it's the first thing I was thinking. What a fucking psycho. Lock her up. Yep. Claire's attorney, Robert Beyer, needs to prove it is in the public's interest uh, that she needs to be rehabilitated. Byers spent all day Monday and Tuesday morning introducing testimony from psychiatrists, Claire's parents, and a school official to support that point. Um... 
Anything else important? Uh, if you, was it if you describe sister? her older sister, she was 14, sister was 19. 19 she killed. Yeah, and disabled. Which is pretty fucked up, too. It's fucked up. Yeah. Um, if you describe killing someone as Mike Myers them, yeah, yeah you're, you're going to jail. Yeah, there's no... Yeah, there's no way the normal yeah. person uses that as an adjective. Yeah, there's no... There's no... Yeah, talking your way out of that. Nope, you got um, it. But it says there's precedent. A uh, 13-year-old boy was charged with homicide in Franklin County last year after being accused of fatally shooting his 9-year-old brother in the head after a disagreement over a game. Damn. That's fucked. That's fucked, dude. Yo, y'all got to take care of your kids, man. You need to hide those guns, too. Apparently, he just got mad and went and grabbed a gun or something. Fucking had your kids, had your wives. Um, all right. So, I wanted to get your y'all's take on this because... You know, I'm on TikTok. You know, I'm on TikTok. That's my time killer. It's what I do Same. at work. Um, so there was a video that went around. Uh, I'm going to play the audio, uh, and y'all let me know what you think. Hopefully this works. So people can see how he really is. I'm finna expose the out of him. So people can see how he really is. It ain't more than, it ain't more than enough food in that bag for everybody. What's up? All right, so let me let me tell y'all. So I've seen this, by the way. So I okay, so dude's got a kid with a woman. She has two or three other kids that aren't his with different baby daddies. Yeah. He is bringing food for his son. So that's a little context for, since you've heard it, you want to give him the... Yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Because I'm going to expose you. What? Because that don't, look, that don't look enough for all my kids. That don't look enough for all my kids. What is that? That's just one burger? One burger, burger one fry? What he like? What do you mean? Okay, what about my other kids? Count, spend money on those, all those kids. This them, them not my kids. Them are your kids' siblings, though. But, so that's, that's, that's what you're going to go with? That's the one you're going to Those get? are your f***ing kids' siblings. Yeah. So don't. No, I didn't say you have to take care of them. You can bring them something to eat if you bring one something to eat. I bring them She threw it. He ain't eating oh, it. And the food. You. Because you ain't bringing up for all the other kids. You stupid. Stupid. Selfish is a Like, you're dumb as hell. You're dumb as hell. He's not finna eat. All right. So what do, y'all think, what do y'all think about that? I feel bad for the kid. Well, all the kids, really. But that woman's completely wrong for thinking that one dad needs to bring enough food for everybody. I like how she thinks she's exposing him. Yeah, she thinks she's on the right side here. Yeah. That's the thing. She she's got, the one who's right. She got fucking drug uh-huh. for this. She got drug. Rightly yeah, she so. She should. Rightly so. She got drug. This is why marriage rights are going down in the in the generations below us, younger than us. Because there's a lot more of that than, than we know. That's probably every day, something like that. It's every day. I don't want to deal with that. Those kids aren't my responsibility. And the gall... And the audacity for that lady to say what she said. And then post it. And then post it. She thought she was going to get all kinds of support and sympathy. Yeah, she got That's tore up. That's just crazy to me, man. The world, 
Yeah. Was well, I didn't see the video. Was the kid like standing there? The no, whole time? no. She came down. It's oh, okay. kind of in an apartment. It looks like a big, you know, apartment building. I guess she that's came one good thing. And, is it was him at the, the door. Met him at the door. But she said they're. She said they're all finna starve. What the fuck? So she gets food stamps on the eleventh. That's what? another thing. Like you so can't manage kinda, your fucking food stamps. Yeah, I was gonna say you probably you know I don't know what amount you get, but it's probably four hundred dollars every than two that. weeks. Was so it every four kids? Yeah. Shit, she's oh, probably getting. Yeah. Dude, I'd be twelve hundred. So I'd be eating so good. You can just get like all the steaks you want, like the best <laughs> beef. And then some of the some of the stores they accept EBT for like I think cigarettes and all kinds of shit. Uh, I thought I didn't think it was that. Maybe they amended it, but yeah, before it wasn't like basically candy, be, I, cigarettes. You know, I could be beer. wrong, but I think they they accept EBT for all kinds of shit now. Yeah. But just the audacity of people like. That man's taking. Yeah, just her. She has, she has. There's a good guy that's actually. Bringing, yeah, the one to, good dad that they probably have. Yeah. Well, you couldn't hear because she was screaming, and yelling. But he's like, "Where are their fathers?" Yeah. Good question. Where are these guys? At? Great point. Yeah, he's probably dropping them off. Maybe sure he probably didn't eat all day. Like here. And he probably had like a thirty-minute break, you know, and he just wanted to eat with his kid. Yeah, that sucks. You see all like the like in the parody videos of that. It was like me giving my son uh, his PS Five in front of his baby mama and the other three kids, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like kids screaming in the background and the kid all happy playing a PS Five. There was a bunch of videos like that. Yeah, I would be damned if if I let that food hit the ground. By the way, like no, she she snatched it from him and he kind of took a step back and she threw the drink this way and the bag of food this way. Drinking Damn, the you know street. what sucks is that I don't know, but I'm just gonna guess that was probably like a one night stand or some shit. Oh yeah, you know, probably like he's probably, he probably lo- I'm obviously loves his kid, but he's like that bitch is fucking well, what's crazy. Cool about he's that, tied dirt for life. What's cool about that is that video's out there. I would be getting a lawyer. I, I'd go get my fucking kid. Oh yeah, you're right. He should get a custody. Hell yeah. Like look at what he's living with. Look at what I'm dealing with. Get some of the food stamps too. Say yeah. we're eating good, brother. You know, when I worked at the restaurant, when I worked at the restaurant. I worked with a lot of kids. I was like, guys, it's really important, like, who you come in and who you let come inside you because that will determine the rest of your fucking life. I didn't put it in that Wise terms. words. <laughs> I didn't put it in those terms. I was like, it's important to, you know, choose wisely who you decide to marry and settle down with. Had to talk with Landry here. Just be careful who well, you do it inside, okay, Landry, son? Landry, I will be that way. I'll be like, bro, you need to choose wisely because that, t- that could Show be Show that video. That could be you real easy. Yeah. That could be you real easy. So that's just wild to me. So I wanted to I wanted to bring that up, and I don't yeah. we don't use we don't utilize the audio capability that we have. No, nope. it's working really well. I don't. Yeah. yeah, we don't use it enough. So um, the one about the chicken nuggets though, that was the best chicken nuggets about our um, chicken chicken tenders not being chicken wings or something like that. Remember that guy made a city oh, council? Oh, yeah. Went to the meeting? He went to the city council That's and where it talked all started. about boneless nuggets. Boneless, boneless wings. wings not being chicken wings, yeah. And he had got it a great laid point. out. He had it laid out perfectly. He, was, he wore like a tie. And a suit. <laughs> he was real serious. I was like, bro's got a great point. And what the best part was is his dad was on the council, so he had to sit there and he did it in front of his dad. Yeah, and somebody snickered and he's like, let the man speak, okay? Just yeah, <laughs> let the man speak. <laughs> let him speak. Um, okay, so yeah, that's kind of it for news. Um so uh, let's move on to Mount Rushmore, and in honor, we kind of tailor our Mount Rushmores around our guests. So Cisco, he's a big fight fan, combat sports fan. So uh, it's a two-parter again. So we're going to do uh, our favorite fighters, could be boxers, could be MMA, and our favorite comics. What yeah. We say uh, stand-up, dead or alive, didn't matter. Yep. Like kind of the rules we're playing yeah. by. Okay, here's how we're going to do it. 
Cisco, I'm not a big fight fan. I'm just going to give the dudes that I find entertaining. I don't know if they're good. I don't know anything. So I'm going to just ramble off my list. We're not going to go one by one like usual. I'm going to ramble off my list, and then you can kind of tell me, yeah, that was a good list, or this guy sucks, or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. All right. So let me pull up my list. Uh, pull up my list. Andrew, you got yours you want to go real quick? Oh, you want me to go first? Actually, I got it. All okay. right. Ooh. So first one, <laughs> Patty the Batty Pimblet. Patty the Batty? Oh, fresh blood. Never heard of him. That's like a great Patty. name. I like Patty. Uh, he's really good. Okay. He's really good. So he. Becoming star. I mean, great jujitsu game. Uh, working on the striking a little bit. I mean, his head movement lacks, but I mean. Okay. So good, good is solid. he so fast right now? He, what I've known, he, he's what, in the weight cut. What I've known about him is like, or what I've learned, because he's on barstool a lot, mm-hmm. and like he, yeah, after a fight, he's gonna fucking eat. But then oh, when yeah. it when it, I love that about him. Yeah, me way. too. And I just like he's from Liverpool, and you can barely fucking understand him, and <laughs> he's just got that swag. Like he was talking, somebody was talking shit to him, and he was like, "Fucking come get it." Yeah, he's like I forget who it was, but he's like, "Fucking come get it." He's like, "I'm not scared of you." Um, but Patty the Batty. Uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley. Sugar Sean, yeah. Uh, so this past, I want to say it was this past weekend. It was yeah. like his first real test. He was fighting a a ranked guy. Didn't but, he get beat? Uh, it got no contest. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, I it was a yeah. eye poke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Supposedly. Um. Legend. So my one <laughs> boxer, allegedly, <laughs> one boxer. He's a local guy, Errol Spence Jr. Uh, yeah. yeah, I know that Errol guy. Spence, yeah. 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 Uh, he needs to stay out of Ferraris, but um, mm. yeah, Errol Spence. I can't believe he survived. Did you see that video, yeah, dude? Like that, he flipped like on the he roof, fucking died. Dude, he flipped on the roof, and you just see sparks. Like even when it was like skidding across, yeah. it was going sixty across yeah. the frame. Jesus. And that was like when it was upside down, almost on fire. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's wild. Yeah, Sean O'Malley, I just again, he's got swag. Like, yeah, it just seems like he's up for whatever. Like <laughs> he'll fight, you know, whoever. He doesn't back down. Yeah, I just wish the fight could have been drawn out a little bit more. Besides the eye poke. Just to kind of really see like what he's made of to go into yeah. a, a ranked person. Yeah. Um, Errol Spence, and then my last guy, uh, I didn't know how to spell his last name, so I just wrote Stylebender, uh, Israel oh, Adesana. Israel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's great. And then a couple of honorable mentions, uh, Francis Ngannou, just because that dude's got. He's, ter- he's terrorized. I mean, it's he's terrifying. got unreal po- power. Yeah. And then I watched Jackass uh, 4, and he hit uh, Dave England, I think, in the fucking nuts. They did a cup check. God damn. And they told Dave England that it was a lightweight. And then yeah. fucking Francis Ngannou walks around <laughs> the corner. And he, and he, dude, you should have seen, like, you could see the tear in his face. He's like, you said it was a lightweight. And fucking Francis Ngannou was just walking up to him. Hits him as hard as he could in the fucking nuts. But, yeah, Man. so a couple of those honorable mentions. They uh, said, like, his punch is, like, I forgot what year they said it was, but it was, like, a. We'll just say it like a 1990 Ford Escort going like full speed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I like that unit of measurement. Any <laughs> any dude that's like got unreal like ability like that, like just at any second, it just you know. Could that's why I just take one punch. Yeah. yeah, you just get that one ready to punch. So Francis and Ganu. Yeah, his, his story is even better. Uh, coming from like the like the coal mines. It wasn't he in like Ivory Coast or something? He's or Congo, and he was yeah. working. Yeah, working. Uh, so, from what I heard, he made the journey, but got deported, and then made the journey again. But just the uh, the challenges that he had, like getting robbed, and you know all these other crazy things. Yeah, it was, it was a real struggle. So yeah, those are those are my four uh, or five ish. I think um, that list is pretty solid, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I just sense. dude, yeah. 
Dude, well, Errol Spence, you know, he's low. He's from DeSoto. Um, oh, yeah. So that was easy. Uh, I just don't – I don't – I'm not a big enough fan to fork out the money. Um, mm-hmm. Now, if something's going on, my brother buys it because my brother's into it. Yeah. I'll go and watch, but I'm not a big enough fan to, to pay the money. And then the free fights that they have on Fox, like, what is it, Fox Fight Night or something? Yeah, yeah, the Fight Nights. Those aren't – I mean, I like watching – I'm, a, I guess, a, not a bandwagon fan, but – I watch like just the big fights, like that. Those are the ones that would interest me. So, that just reminds me of a whole bit Hannibal Burris did about boxing, where they're like, "Like, yeah, I'm gonna whoop your ass in August, but but first I'm gonna get in really good shape. I'm gonna take a <laughs> lot of pictures with you." And he's like, "I like watching street fights. We're at the taco bar. Oh shit, titties out! He's like, we wilded tonight." They just love to add the difference between professional yeah. fighting and amateur. Like, <laughs> true. drunk fighting at three in the morning. He's like, "I'm more of a drunk fighter in the morning." As I'm that style too. I watch like a lot of a. Uh, Fight porn. Is it my turn? It's your turn. Okay. I don't know how to say a lot of these guys' names, but it's uh, Vitaly Klitschko. Oh, Klitschko. What was I love Dr. Dr. Steelhands. That's a great name. That's a cool yeah. fucking name. Awesome Something name. like that. Yeah. Uh, I like on here, obviously, they're both badass brothers, uh, fighters, but one of them's the, uh, he was the mayor of Kaviv. He was on the the head of the Kaviv state, city-state administration and middle Member of the Ukrainian parliament. Yeah, he was like a heavyweight champion. And then he's like, yeah, I'm just going to go fight. Yeah, this he war. retired. So what was it? One brother was 45-2-1 with 41 knockouts. And then the other brother looks like Vladimir, but it's like, well, done with a W. It's his brother. He went 64-5. and five. So that's, that's two right there because I don't know much about boxing either. Um, what else I got? Oh, one of the guys I really liked growing up. I guess I was like too late for the Mike Tyson era. And it was like nobody really filled those shoes. So for me... It was Lennox Lewis. I don't know why I was a big Lennox Lewis fan oh, yeah. growing up. He was like a, was a beast. A, yeah, that big British dude, like the British Bulldog. I got it. He was 42, 2 and 1, three time heavyweight champ. He was the two time linear champ. What the hell does that mean? Those are like those like ring magazine titles. And WBO, like, like a crossover or something? So, like, different, there's like different organizations, like uh, WBO, IBF, IBO. Yeah. Like, so, like, to me, the WBO, like that green belt that everybody holds, that's like the belt. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's just different organizations. It's but does that mean like he held one of each at a certain time, like the WBO and the IBF? Yeah, and yeah. He like it's almost like they lined them up. Is that why they're linear? Because he like ha- had them all. Yeah, there's there's like undisputed, and there's right. Yeah. It also said he was the last uh, heavyweight to hold the undisputed championship, and he beat Mac Tyson. So yeah, growing up, I was like a big Lennox Lewis fan. So that's one. Had the two brothers. And then um, one of y'all told me about him, that fucking Russian guy, Khabib. Uh, Any guy that trains with a bear makes my list as a child. (laughs) Like training with a bear when I was like, what's his name again? Yeah, that's my guy. So that's the one. And he retired, right? I said he was 29-0. and He he had eight knockouts, 11 submissions, and 10 decisions. His dad passed away. Is that what he, yeah, is that what so happened? He, yeah. He hung it up. Didn't he beat up McGregor yeah, right before? Yeah. yeah. What a bitch. Yeah. What a bitch. That's my guy, Khabib. <laughs> um, honorable mentions. I got Tyson Fury, the Gypsy King. Yeah. Was he like his, six foot dude, nine? His story is fucking cool. Yeah. His He's story cool is guy, real dude. cool. He's a really like, seems like a laid back guy for like such a gentle giant. What's, Except, his, what's his story? I don't, uh, I don't know. Like, like he was a champion, right? And then yeah, yeah, he, was he got... Drugs and alcohol. Drugs and alcohol. Got really uh, fat. He got really depressed, close to suicide. Pulled himself out. Got in really fucking good shape. And now he's been on the run. That led up to the run he's on now. Wasn't he a bare knuckle boxer before all this? Shit, probably. It reminds me of the guy from Snatch. You know that Brad yeah. Pitt character? 
Yeah, I'm like, not too positive of that one. Oh, well, yeah. he probably was. He's the kind of guy. All I know is his brother bitched out fighting fucking Logan Paul. Or yeah. whatever, I saw whatever the like Paul is. Yeah, he goes to Yeah, them. I don't know which Paul. They wanted him to come like, to England to fight. And, and then, then he was supposed to come here, and then he fucking, something happened. He bitched out or, I don't yeah. know, got held up, customs, turned I, away. I, I think I don't know. Eddie Hearn just doesn't want to be embarrassed. Yeah, that's he, probably he's, that's he's, what he's I the thought. promoter. He's just like, you know, that's, that's one of his fighters. Well, and for the Paul guy, it's a win-win. Because if he loses, yeah. he'll say, "Well, that guy's you know he's a professional. If he wins, he's a he beat a professional. The other guy's got nothing to gain. Yeah. He's either going to beat his ass, they're going, well, you should have beaten his ass, or he'll lose and he'll never fight again." And then two questions before you move on to to y'all's list. I so I don't, just so I don't forget. Yeah. Um. So what happened to Connor? Did age catch up with him? Did he focus more on the fame and the money and oh, the yeah. whiskey? Oh yeah. Because at one time. Oh yeah. I mean. Was- I thought there was never going to be anything bigger. Yeah. Like, yeah, maybe John Jones if he had his fucking shit straight. <laughs> but I just thought this guy's untouchable. Like, he is the biggest thing to ever come out, that ever will come out of MMA. Yeah. And then it's loss, loss, and then big think, gaps. Yeah, I think he then, got more focused on fame and money than. Yeah, training. I just don't know. But then Dana White holds him in such high regard. Like, he'll he give him a shitload of money. Yeah, he's still such a draw. Yeah, it's all about money. And yeah, then, it wasn't his whole persona about just like because before he wasn't like that person, right? He used to be yeah. more timid or calm, and and then he was like, "Oh, I can make more money by being a belligerent asshole and punching people." Well, some of them, of the some ring. of them do take on a little bit of a wrestling thing where they do have like a heel. Who's that guy, Colby Covington? Like oh, he's cool. he's real big into the, like the MAGA stuff just because he knows yeah. it's going to draw attention and Which it's going to very smart. Yeah, it's put a gonna, spotlight on you. Yeah, yeah. it's going to put a spotlight. But yeah, I just didn't know from somebody who follows it real close. Like, how did the fall happen? So that one, I believe it. Uh, just he he passed his prime. That's kind of where you, you know can pass it, your prime yeah. when you're like in your twenties in that sport, though, right? Yeah, I think that's just it. I mean, He's still play already. The sport, younger. it's constantly evolving, and you know his his star just fizzled. I mean, you can't keep up with the, you know these young. I mean, these people are younger; they're more hungry. I mean, I think that, and I, it's evolving. The your comment about them being more hungry, I think, is the biggest. Was it the Mazdaval fight that kind of broke the spirit? Oh, I remember that guy. I like that guy too. He talked a lot of shit, didn't he? Oh, oh yeah, no, yeah. the Khabib. I'm sorry. The Khabib. Well, yeah. Was it the Khabib fight guess. that kind of just broke this, the will? So what is it? Didn't he lose before Khabib? Yeah. He lost he, before he lost Khabib. several, didn't he? He kind of, like Matt said, just kind of started taking some L's. There at the he end. He broke his leg in one fight. Yeah. That, that just I thought Mayweather, though, and made probably $100 million. Oh, he made more than oh, yeah. that. So after that, wouldn't you be like, maybe I shouldn't get my face punched in anymore? Yeah, maybe. Supposedly there's another fight in the works with Mayweather and McGregor for $160 million. That's crazy. <laughs> okay, so... That's the one pay-per-view I actually ever ordered. So, uh... Yeah, I still got I an honorable got, mention, dude. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. Last one. Billy Kahn. My dad's namesake. You ever <laughs> heard of him? Uh-uh. No. Oh, bro. 63-11-1. Inducted into the Boxing Hall of Fame in 1990. Says in 1941, so he's old school, right? Uh, Khan gave up his World Light Heavyweight Championship to challenge World Heavyweight Champion Joe Lewis. Khan attempted to become the first World Light Heavyweight Champion in boxing history to win the World Heavyweight Championship when he met Lewis on June 18th that year. And incredibly to do so, he didn't put on any weight. The fight became part of boxing lore because Khan held a secure lead on the scorecard leading to the 13th round. According to many experts and fans who watched the fight, Khan was outmaneuvering Lewis up to that point. 
in a move that Khan would regret for the rest of his life. He tried to go for the knockout in the 13th round and instead ended up losing the fight by a knockout in the same round. Ten minutes after the fight, Khan told reporters, I lost my head and a million bucks. When asked by a reporter why he went for the knockout, Khan replied famously, What's the use of being Irish if you can't be thick? That's it. <laughs> Just a great line. He he could have he could have won the fight. It was like notorious, you know, Joe Lou's big badass heavyweight and this little scrappy dude had him yeah. beaten points, but he had to go for the knockout, ended up getting his ass knocked out anyways. Yeah, sometimes that happens, like ego gets in the way. Yeah, that's exactly winning. what yeah, it was. Ego. The he, yeah. They would have said, you're going to beat this guy on the card. He's like, fuck that. I'm going to knock this giant person out. And he ended up getting his ass on the mat. But yeah, that's my dad's name too. So I always thought that was cool. That is cool. I'd, I'd throw in a namesake if there was. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Did, did you just find that Googling? or I've always known that. Oh, you already, always know. Okay. Yeah, I, was like, I thought that was my granddad for a long time. <laughs> Turns out he's from Pittsburgh. No relation. <laughs> but very cool. You had some what were the questions you had? Uh I guess uh which one's the good one? Joe Jake or Logan Paul? Default Mayweather that's got Oh, so well Jake, he's the more, I guess, successful boxer. Okay, he, so he has the unbeaten record and he's knocking out UFC. Are they both, both former, doing it? Like, They're both the doing it. But one's better. Yeah. Logan, yeah. the older brother, is the one that sh- that fought Mayweather. And okay. Jake is the one that's like actually seems okay, decent so, at fighting. So what's your opinion? Because... Uh, we're gonna. We're Whoa, gonna. Are they gonna fight each other? Yeah, that's think, that's, been that's been talked about. Oh man, that'd be great. That's I'd been talked about. I'd, I'd invite myself over to y'all's house for that. Because <laughs> um, uh, we're gonna talk about comedians here, and this is kind of yeah. a crossover because he's a former UFC guy that's comedian. But do you know Brendan Schaub? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's a lot. There's a lot of opinions around Brendan Schaub, but uh, Brendan Schaub was like, the kid has talent. Like you can see it. Yeah. Like. He's got the, all the money in the world to train just as good as anybody else. My thing is, is okay, yeah, you're you're knocking out Ben Askren, who isn't a striker. You're knocking out uh, – did he knock out Nate Robinson? Yeah. So, <laughs> I do remember that meme. That was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It was a, lot, a lot of good with memes With his fucking that. ass cheeks like, all puckered and his fucking shorts. Like, put him to sleep. <laughs> um, what does he have to do to, to be legitimate? Because – Fighting you, you MMA guys that aren't strikers, that's one thing. Yeah. Fighting, you know, could he not fight, uh, not an amateur boxer, but maybe like a lower rank boxer so there's somewhat of an even ground? Like, do you think he's legitimate? What's your opinion on him? Is I it mean, a show? He has skills. I mean, there were certain things that I saw in that fight, what he did with Woodley, like trapping and, you know, kind of setting him up a little bit. But, uh... Yeah, I, I think that Tommy Fury, I mean, Eddie Hearn's already setting it up to where he's already saying that, oh, you know, Tommy Fury's not that great. So if he does lose, he's like, well, he wasn't a good boxer. Um, yeah, you got you to gotta give him somebody who's uh, young and gritty, too, in the same weight class. Because, I mean, everybody he's been fighting have been smaller guys. Yeah. So that Woodley fight, wasn't there controversy, like, Woodley, like, tipped him off to, like, like, wasn't there something with, like, the hands or the glove or something that it, he tipped him off to? There's a weird angle of where it looks like, uh, like, Jake gives him a signal, and then Woodley, like, drops his hands and just yeah. takes the punch. It's a legitimate knockout, but it looked like it may have been set up to to happen. Okay. So he yeah. probably got a nice bonus after that. Well, I'm sure he yeah. did. Yeah, and then, obviously, you know, they're talking a lot of shit beforehand, and then they're 
friends because he made Woodley a lot of money with that fight. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. The video looked very Because I thought that suspicious. was the fight that was going to expose him. I was like, Tyrone Woodley, he can, yeah. he can scrap. He's, I mean, he's got – um, he's got skins on the wall. He's got, you know, he's done it. So I thought that was going to be the fight that, that you know, kind of leveled him out or exposed him. But then you get that controversy with the signal and the, the, and may, the punch. And that may just be coincidental, but yeah. it's just yeah. it's kind of weird that I saw. I don't know how Cisco feels. but Yeah, because I'm trying to think of a striker that can, can stand with him that's not too small. It seems like all the, the guys that have, like, really good hands in the UFC are, are a lot tinier. I feel like Sugar Sh- uh, Sean uh, Sugar Shane Mosley. No, not Sugar, Sugar Shane Mosley. Sean O'Malley. I think that's a dude that would like fuck it. I'll fight him. I will yeah, possess but, too. But Dana won't let right. Yeah. No. Right? No. What, what if the Undertaker got him? He fights at like 135. Yeah, <laughs> he's a, he's a, a little guy. I think there's like they're about to have uh, like the first UFC um, event on national television on ABC is what I've been hearing, and like Sugar Sean is like. I, th- I think one of the uh, key attractions to that, like Dana's trying to pimp this guy out for all he's worth. So yeah, he doesn't. I, I he doesn't want. This he doesn't want him. He's dude, rainbow hair. He's got rainbow. Is he really skinny? I saw yeah. one guy talking shit to him, and he was. Talk- is it like rainbow, cornrows? rainbow cornrows. Yeah, I've seen this guy. Yeah, he's just he's, he's a really cool good. dude. He's and, a cool dude. Yeah, he, it's I like him because he'll get on Twitch and he just smokes weed and plays mm-hmm. video games. Yeah. he has like a Living podcast. Yeah, he doesn't. He just doesn't sugar. He doesn't yeah. seem to give a fuck. Which I like about him. Yeah, see, and I think that's what's... I know that's the main revenue generator for UFC yeah. is the pay-per-view model, but that's what's holding me back from from becoming a fan. Because when yeah. I do watch him, I do get into it. Like, you know, I kind of get goosebumps. Like, I do get <laughs> into it. Like, I yeah. like the sport, but I'm not shelling out oh, $70 a month. Yeah, for maybe one fight that I'm interested in, and I'm not—I don't have the knowledge to know the depth chart. Like yeah. I didn't know the, the lower card. card, you know, the lower guys on the card. So if they did, if they could strike a deal with ESPN or or Fox or something and bring those big fights to to where I have access to them, I feel like I would become a fan. Yeah. But I understand their revenue model. Like I, from a business side, I get it. I'm not sure how they may get to that point, but just if you're ever interested, the best way to do it is just go to a bar and hang out. And, and I figure there's it. some like some streams too, right? <laughs> that's yeah, that's how Cisco and I watch. Like I'll just hit y'all up from now on. Yeah. I'll just be like, give me the link. A, as long as you have an iPhone, I, I got you. I got an how, iPhone. How yeah. to watch it? Yeah, Apple TV is even better. I got, so you can like mirror it. If you don't have that, then it's like you're just on watching your, on a yeah, small device. Yeah. Well, I've got this or my other one, so but it's a little bit bigger. Dana White's listening. Uh, yeah, shout out Dana. Yeah. yeah, you need an official podcast the UFC. We got a guy here. Um, all right, so Alex, why don't oh, you let's get my list? Yeah, yeah and then was, we'll we'll the save reason, the we'll save the expert for the last. The reason I was trying to jump in earlier is because Conor McGregor is on my list. Okay, I mean, I, I I don't know. He gets so much hate, but I just enjoy all the antics. He taught he talked all the shit, backed it all up until. Like y'all said, <laughs> till the, the later in his yeah. career. But what what are you what are you gonna expect? You can't win every single fight for the rest of your life, dude. He transcended. Khabib won every fight, my man, bro. <laughs> he transcended <laughs> fighting because, like, you can see on TikTok, like they use his audio. Like, who the fuck is that? Like, dude, he oh, transcended. Yeah. He like, never. That's what I'm saying. He was a great marketing. He's like a genius. Yeah. So just like those Paul stuttered. brothers. Yeah. You know, yeah. like he talked. He talked all the shit. Yeah. Never stumbled his words. Never stuttered. And it was just. 
every single thing he said was just fucking entertaining. And I think that's what I remember now. Like, Dana said, like, the dude never turned down a fight. Like, you could call him on yeah. short notice. And he's, cause I Back think when somebody, he was hungry. I think or, somebody asked him, yeah. like, why Why do you love Connor uh-huh. so much? And I think that was his, that was the question. He's like, the dude never turned down a fight. There's short a, notice, long notice, didn't matter. He was taking the fight. There's a clip you may have seen because I saw it on TikTok. But uh, Dana White, like, comes over to his house and – Conor McGregor's waking up, and Conor McGregor, he, like, he comes into the kitchen, and he sees Dana there, and he's like, oh, like, what the fuck's going on? You know, super serious, like, it's not his persona at yeah. this point, and Dana's there to tell him that someone, like, broke his, broke their foot, like, while training, the guy he's supposed to fight, <laughs> yeah, and then he I goes, yeah, and he just looks at Dana, and he's like, oh, man, really? He goes, oh, that shit, that sucks. The question is, am I going to take another fight? Like, so yeah. he he was just ready to fight. He yeah. just wanted to fight someone. But yeah, if, regarding the hungry talk, I think that's a big part of it. It's yeah. just, it's just as much as you say, it's the same thing. I kind of compare it to like rapping a little bit because you you see these early rappers have like these badass gritty albums when they first start, and they get money. And they don't know what the fuck to talk Rapping about. Rapping about their yachts. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, like, man, what am I they're a different person. They're completely just different mindset, different people at that point. And oh, I yeah. I think that's the same sort of thing with McGregor. That's it's a great completely analogy. Changed. Yeah, like, you just get the money, it changes you. Mm-hmm. I got a question, though. With characters like that and people who are so outspoken and, you know, like, heels and very whatever, it's like a persona, you think it's going to go in the direction of, like, the WWE where it's all about, like, talk and, and show? I mean, I know it's still about the fight and it's a real fight, but you think... The buildup is becoming more a part of like the business and like the I, shit I think, talking I think so, but and like building your personality. Because now that I just looked at that old Mally guy, he's a fucking character, and he mm-hmm. gets online. And I mean, it's a it's great for marketing. That's what I'm saying. But it just seems like it's not strictly about like gritty getting there and whoop ass. Now you got a whole thing. You got to go on a circuit press tour. You probably got to promote yourself, which just seems like that's becoming more and more popular. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's just for those certain people that have that it factor because. Uh, we kind of go back to Kobe Covington. The guy can fight. You know, like him or hate him, you know, he can fight. So the thing was, like, uh, they were going to cut him. The UFC was going to cut him because of his fighting style. He was he was boring. So mm. when he went to Brazil, he insulted all the Brazilians <laughs> and, and did this MAGA thing. And the yeah. next thing you know, he he's a car- he's a star. He kind of made himself an yeah. image. I mean, I could see it. I, that's what I'm saying. I think it will because that's a great way to – like, hey, you know, if you're in a pool full of people and y'all are all the same talent, if you can stand out more than anybody else, you're going to get picked for that fight to yeah. be on TV. Yeah. Because you got a persona. And that, that's know, what I was. That's what I'm thinking of. It's that's how you stand you're out. You're 100 right. Because I mean, it's the same thing with wrestling. You know, all these like Stone Cold didn't start out as Stone Cold. Yeah. He started out. It wasn't. It wasn't working. He was kind of boring. Then he found the Steve Austin persona, and then he became one of the most famous wrestlers yeah. of all time. So I, I think so. Do you do you disagree? I saw you shaking your head, Matt. Like I don't think I didn't. I don't know if from a you know because I kind of look at everything from a business standpoint. Like I don't know if Dana would let it get so out of hand. But like, if it's good for business, if it's good for business, yeah. But yeah, if it gets cringy, he'll probably like, he may write right. that shit in. If it gets to where it like seems scripted, like gold maybe. dust comes out, like <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah. Lay off Gold Dust. <laughs> yeah, you knew where we, to hit him on that one. We we did a Mount Rushmore of Ray wrestlers, and Gold Dust is on my fucking list. So one more thing, I was a big Gold Dust fan. I don't know why he's so weird. <laughs> he's so weird. <laughs> I just love that guy. Yeah, he was he was one of my favorites. He's like fucking cousin, like a golden like 
cousin it he had a brother or something that like star child or something yes they'd come out with like glitter like sprinkling <laughs> glitter everywhere what that was my fucking guy though man i'll have to show you a picture he's creepy as fuck looking too so one more looking thing back on, on it on that connor was and we'll move on yeah i think it's cool like uh it, show, it tells the story of like him and his chick how like when he was i mean before ufc he was yeah. they were like living in government housing on stipend I mean, broke, and she was with him, and she stayed with him through the whole process till you know, obviously what he is today, you know, worth yeah. millions of dollars. You don't see that. It's, and I always thought that was cool about Connor. So I, I agree. Yep. Uh, it was really cool. i give the rest of your list. There's a photo. There's <laughs> Holy a photo. shit. That's my guy. We'll post this picture later. That's well, just a regular person in 2022. <laughs> hey, man. He's, he's groundbreaking, okay? Looks like fucking Mimi from fucking... Drew Carey uh, show? show. Oh man, I'll never see him the same now. Yep. All right. Yeah. So uh, with Connor, uh, I think the thing that was so captivating with him was uh, that they called him Mystic Matt because he he can predict things, and that's what got everybody's attention because he was telling people he's like, I'm gonna knock this person out in the first round uh, or yeah. in the first thirty seconds, and Call he did it. Yeah. He did it. It's like point pointing to the upper deck with your yeah, he's, baseball he's bat. Babe Ruben. Well. Uh, all right, so my next, what are you going to say? I was going to say that's pretty fucking impressive. Yeah. Back uh, it up. If you can talk all the shit you want, if you can back it up. Oh, yeah. I'll just kind of pair these two together is uh, Mike Tyson and Muhammad Ali. So y'all kind of went recent fighters, but obviously I that's more highlights than I'm watching, but it's just I can't, you can't deny it. Dude, Tyson highlights from like the 80s There's are terrifying. insane. Terrifying. Like I could see people turning down fights. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to fight that guy. He's going to knock me out with one punch. Uh-huh. He'll fucking kill me. They showed a picture. It was just a still picture, but I didn't know he fought. He was an Olympian, but he boxed in the Olympics, and the dude he was boxing was, like, from fucking Korea. He's playing he string bean. Dude, it was unreal. It looked like me <laughs> fighting my son. It was <laughs> unreal. And he was, like, me fighting my son. Dude, and he was, like, 16. Yeah. Have you seen videos? Uh, there's, like, a clip of him doing, like, a, I guess, like, a neck exercise, and he's, like, 16 or 17, and it looks like it's, like, like, his know, traps like are just—it's just everything's popping. His neck looks like it's from like a circus freak, and he was like sixteen or seventeen at the time. He was just like made to knock people out. Yep. Yeah, he was scary. All right. Uh, and you know they—they they get. I, I don't know enough about it, but it's always compared. Like who—who's the better of the two? I just think if you get them both in the ring, I think Tyson takes the edge, even though Ali is like. Well, I don't think I don't think you can compare the two because. To me, boxing, you always hear the sweet science, and and I, I, I get all this from my dad because my dad was a boxing fan, but Muhammad Ali, it was an art form when he was in the ring. You talk about mm-hmm. you know Mayweather and his defensive ability. To I me, mean, Tyson was no schlub either, though. He had he had schlub. he had crazy <laughs> technique. Like, well, I'm not doubting. I'm not yeah. doubting that. I'm just saying when you talk about the sweet science, I think of Muhammad Ali. I think he was. It was poetry, mm-hmm. kind of like when he was in there. And I, 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 I'm with Alex. I give it to Tyson because Muhammad Ali's more of like a dancer, right? He's going to avoid contact, whereas Tyson's just going to like bully into a corner and go every fucking punch he can. I think it's. I think, I think he would corner Ali and get that knockout. I think whereas Ali uh, would just kind of, you know, he's kind of he didn't have like that knockout power that Tyson has. But then again, there's like two. I think it's it's, like, I still yeah. think it's close though. It's like I, LeBron I versus Jordan, who yeah, wins exactly. on one on one. Well, I they t- could both win. That's a great analogy. You know what I mean? They yes. could go ten games and win five each. 
Yeah, because I'm worried about uh, Tyson's gas tank just because he's right. knocking people out so early. Yeah, he goes so fast yeah. and furious. Paul Walker, shout out. <laughs> that, you know, if he doesn't get him after like three or four rounds, then Tyson, or that Muhammad Ali could just wear him out yeah, he could until him he just gets that hit. Yeah, that's anybody's, anybody's game on that <sighs> one. Dude, honorable mention, Homer Simpson. Wasn't yeah. he the fucking champ? Dude, you were talking about gas tank. It was like, <laughs> That's what I thought Homer, of. Homer would just wear him down. His whole tactic was just take punches in the head until <laughs> they could just not punch anymore, and he would and just he go would like, just, oops, and they'd, and fall, they'd over. fall over. Yeah, dude, Homer Simpson, honorable we all, mention. We all need a friend like Mo, though, coming in with the, with the, the fan the on fan. Yeah. Yeah. And saving him. Dude, that was such a great show. Uh, last last fighter, uh, this is the one I said. I wasn't sure that I'm sure that no one has on the list, but Kimbo Slice. Oh, dude, yeah, RIP, right? Uh, Remember those backyard fights where you got you knock a dude's eye out? That's exactly why he is oh, on my, my list. I'm glad you saw it because it's, I remember it's those, dude. Those are terrifying. terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The oh, dude's yeah. eyeball is hanging out of the socket, and it's just, and he's smiling because he's. Right, fight's over. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's just crazy, but literally because. Not not because of his, because of his professional career, but mainly because of the. He's like a legend brawl. for that shit. Rest yeah. in peace. What was it? Way. It was called something like backyard brawls or yeah, something like that. It was like videos. And it was down did. in down in Florida. Was it? I thought it was California, Florida. One of the two. All for a thousand bucks. Yeah. Was it really? Yeah. Like winner take all, probably. Hey, that's not yeah. far off what UFC guys are getting paid for. Yeah. Fight. yeah. <laughs> for like they, the, they, the they early re- guys. No, what? even big purses like they don't get paid. Like no, Patty Pimblet. Patty Pimble was talking about it. Wait, what's his name? Patty. Patty what? Pimblet? Oh, they said Patty Pimple. <laughs> Dude, that's <laughs> Patty the Batty. He was talking about that. Is he got paid something stupid like twenty, thirty five K? Something yeah, like that. Yeah, the only thing that saved him was that fight bonus. Was it a, was yeah, he, he gets a, a fight bonus? Was he the main event for whatever fight mm, that was? I don't think he's a main I don't think he's a he might have been like co main, but I know yeah. like the last fight he had, I think he was a main event, but it was like on a UFC fight night. Yeah, it know, wasn't a big but it wasn't a pay per view. Compared to boxing, because boxing they'll get percentage of the pay per views, right? Isn't that what Mayweather gets? Part of, sorry, he ranks head money. Is he when gets you, part of can, the pay per view? Yeah, I think so. When you have the clout like that, but, it, but I just know that UFC fighter pay is a big like talking point. I thought they, they would have gotten. No, they get paid shit. So it's basically like Dana White and UFC take like eighty percent cut, and then the twenty gets spread I mean, out. He could between. probably he could probably talk better to it. But wow, that's really. I shitty. just know that that's a big talking. All right, point. Dana White, yeah. you're no longer because they don't have a union. Get they don't have here. any of that. No, shit. no. I, I to me, you I want to see. I want to see the numbers because. The UFC is like the best in the business at promoting. So I want to see what they actually spend on promotion and all these, so you know. They'll never open their books. Though. Yeah. That's the only thing I want to see. Like, how much are you spending, you know? So, uh, yeah. yeah. How much do you pocket per pay-per-view after yeah. everyone gets paid? How much yeah. do y'all get? That's what you, that's the bottom line you need to figure out. Yeah. That's um, really shitty. I would have thought those guys get paid well because they got to train so fucking hard for so long and then just beat the shit out of each other for, I mean... You know, that's nothing to sneeze at, but still, when guys are making... When, who is it? What, Paul Brother? How much do they get? Like, millions for yeah, their fight? That's, yeah. Uh, that's... Yeah. Did you have anything... Honorable uh, mention? Anything nope. else? That's okay. It. I'm done. All right. This is one I'm looking forward to. All right, let's get your list. No repeats so far. Huh? <laughs> no no repeats so far. Yeah, so that's let's... good. I might do some repeats. So, Errol Spence, you know, just being Texas, and the dude, he, he can bang, dude. I mean... That's what she said. He does. <laughs> 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 to me, he's like real old school with his tactics. He he loves to attack the body before he goes up top. Keep going, bro. You're <laughs> no, good. you're doing great. You're killing you're doing great, great, man. I'm not, I'm not, oh, I, was, no. I was gonna drop it, but I can't go back to back. Uh, <laughs> no, you're doing okay, great. So Errol Spence, love the guy. Uh, Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury, just because the boxing ability 
at heavyweight. The dude moves like a middleweight. He moves, he moves light. He just boxing ability for days. Just killing people. He's still active, though? Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Is he, yeah. like, current champion? Uh, Yeah, right. Yeah. Because I know yeah. he beat that one dude. Is it Wilder, like, in yeah. a rematch? Or is it their third? Because it was like he won, and then it was like a draw, and then he won again. Yeah. Remember, yeah. remember I think we talked about that. Deontay Wilder came out, said the reason he lost is because he came out in that stupid suit. Like in the walk up. Oh, yeah. And he said it was too heavy. <laughs> and he was worn out from carrying like his <laughs> like, costume. Dude, you're a yeah. heavyweight boxer. What are you talking Maybe about? Maybe just walk out in your robe. I don't know. Or just your shorts that you're going to fight in. Yeah. You know yeah. you're reaching for excuses yeah. when that's your excuse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The thing about that is like he just started boxing like maybe six or eight years Wilder. ago. Wilder? Yeah. He used to play college basketball. Well, Supposedly he was like a really good oh. basketball player. Oh, that's cool. But I guess, like, boxing was, like, the fastest means to, like, making money. He had a sick daughter. Oh, but yeah. he was just a, a guy who just had power, no technique. And then when he actually fought somebody like Tyson Fury with, like, pure boxing oh, ability. That. So he could yeah, he could get better then if you know yeah. if he was fighting and had six years experience and was already at, like, the pinnacle. Oh, know, yeah. The pinnacle. Yeah, he won bronze in the Olympics. Damn, so he's a natural then. I mean, yeah, if you pick it just, up like that. Just an athlete with, with power, which is just a massive right hand. Oh, Brock, that reminds me of Brock Lesnar. Was he ever good, in your opinion? Or was that just more of a show? No, no, he was good because uh, a lot of wrestlers do really well in MMA. I could, Yeah, I could see that. And, you know, Brock Lesnar, he's just a freak. Yeah, that dude's just like a specimen, like built in a lab. He's a former football player. Yep. WWE Wasn't he a wrestler? Star, a wrestler? Well, I meant like, like, like real a, wrestling. He was an NCAA wrestler, yeah, too. Yeah, like NCAA, and then he went to football, and then WWF, and then yeah, he's just crazy so strong. Like a guy with that kind of grappling and power, yeah, he's bound to win. <laughs> yeah. Who was his big fight against? Was it Alistair? There was a big fight he was in. He's had a he's had a few. He's fought, you know, the, that championship division. I know he's fought Alistair. He's fought... Uh, Kane Velasquez. Kane, yeah. Kane, Kane kicked his ass. Because Kane's a wrestler, too. Mm. Kind of nullified that. Uh, yeah, that's Undertaker's brother. I don't want to derail you too much, but uh, was it Kane Velasquez that got in trouble here recently because he found out somebody was molesting his daughter and he beat the fuck out of him? I heard Tried that to shoot him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was attempted murder. And everyone's like, yeah, that's fine with me. Was it, Cl- was it Kane Velasquez? Yeah. Yeah. Kane. Yeah. Did he get in big trouble, or is everyone oh, yeah. just cool he with hit it? The, he hit the wrong guy. Like oh, he hit the getaway then, driver. Oh, right? well, that's stupid. If you beat the shit out of a guy that's doing that, yeah, like and I'm on the jury, not guilty. You're beating. You can literally kill someone with your bare hands, but you're taking shots at a car that's driving away. Like I don't know, man. I don't. Oh wait, he. Oh man, I don't know. He's like firing. It's like, like up I thought to he beat the shit out of a guy. That's what I. I could be wrong. Is that? Isn't that? The Was story? there a gun involved? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that, that's kind of different. Because then you're just like, innocence could get hit, you know, if you're just like spraying like that. Yeah, that's what they're saying. not wanting the guy to get away, you know, because of what he just did. I, I think but it's hard for me to judge because if I find out you're fucking my kid, like, I, I I'm going to see fucking red. Well, I could yeah, see, I like, you if I'm an MMA fighter, though, I don't think I need to pick that gun up. Well, I may, think I can handle maybe you couldn't, Maybe he couldn't get his hands on him. Just ho- hopefully he doesn't get Or do you know the story? Yeah, uh, it was like a car pursuit. Oh, like when you found out they were taking off, he but, you know, so he got in his vehicle too. Yeah, that's, like, oh, that's what they'll say. You had a yeah. you had a chance to stop right then, but anyone in that mindset, you're just gonna see red. Yeah, you're not that's gonna think like, oh, I probably shouldn't get in this car and follow him. You're yeah, like, I'm gonna yeah. kill this fucking guy, yeah. and I'm gonna live stream it because I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so yeah, I didn't mean to derail you. Oh, you're good. You're you're good. Uh, let's see who else I got. Lomachenko, Vasily Lomachenko. That's my guy, right? That's our guy. Yeah, that guy's badass. 
So he's like a two-time gold medalist. Uh, what was his amateur record? Like 217 and 0. Yeah. What? He's ridiculous. What's yeah. he doing now, though? <laughs> Tell him what he's doing. He's fighting in the war. Yeah. Damn right he yeah. is. He, fucking yeah. he turned down the uh, undisputed champ. I mean, all the belts. He turned down all the belts so he can help. Yeah, that's country. the guy I was thinking of. He gave him away. He's like, I'm going to go defend my country. Yeah, so there's like all these badass Ukrainians. Have yeah. you heard that bit that Chris Rock does? That's like the lower down you go on like the hierarchy chain of races, like the better you fight. He's like, you know, there's, he's like, a black guy's going to beat the shit out of a white guy. Puerto Rican's going to knock that black guy out. He's like, so far there's like a Native American just waiting for his title <laughs> shot. Like, the lower you go on the tier, he's like, the better they fight. And that's yeah. where I'm like, dude, give me the guy from like the impoverished Eastern European country oh, that yeah. like had to train with a bear. It's like, he's going to knock everybody out because he's so fucking hungry. And it's like, I kind of believe that, you know, yeah. rather than yeah. the guy from Highland Park that trains. It's like, no, give me the guy from like Puerto Rico, you know, or from wherever. I guess Puerto Rico's not that bad. That's the joke he uses. But like, <laughs> you know, anything that was the Soviet Union and then it got dissolved, I'm going to take that guy from the former Soviet Union. Sorry to any Puerto Rican listeners we have. Yeah. Well, that's the joke that Chris Rock does. That's a Chris Rock joke. That's not my joke. I don't want to take credit for that. <laughs> All right. You got any more, Cisco? Oh, to touch on like Loma, like one of the interesting things that his uh, his dad did, he's like, do you really want to learn how to box? He goes, yeah. So he took him out of boxing for like three years to learn traditional Ukrainian dancing. And that like helped with his footwork, footwork like, yeah. immensely. Like he smothers people. Like you try to turn around. No, he's right there in front of you. You try to angle out. He's he's constantly in your face with pressure. And it's makes sense. Yeah, it, it's, it's nuts. And then uh, last one I got is uh, Floyd Miller for uh, just just his defense. I mean, the dude's brilliant. Did he go 50 and 0? Yeah, but so the thing that I, I kind of hate about that is uh, he cherry picked for like his last fights. Yeah, I've yeah. always heard and, that because he wanted to stay perfect. Yeah, staying perfect. You know, that was his brand. So his brand was undefeated. I, I, yeah, so he, he marketed that, and you know, and him and Pacquiao took forever too. Like they were like that fight should have happened like eight years before it actually. And I happened. think yeah, and I think it had it. I think he was waiting Pacquiao out. Yeah, I think he knew Pacquiao could probably take him. Had Pacquiao least, fought him, mm. that you know, in his prime. Yeah, I think it would have given him a. I don't know like if a, he would have won, but I think 50, it would be a good run for his money. Yeah, yeah there's something about that. Uh, Pacquiao didn't want to take a blood test. Oh, that's oh. kind of shady. Yeah, isn't he like the president of Philippines? Or he's something a, right now? he's like a he's like governor or something. Yeah, he's like a he's senator. High, he's yeah. high up there. Yeah, that's cool. I love all these boxers getting out just to like run countries. Yeah, just, I mean, just shit. drug test scare. Like, you know how many shots to the fucking head you took for the last twenty years? Yeah. But yeah. he every so Pacquiao he he made millions, but he also invested back into his his country. country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good dude. Like to hear that. Good dude. Pacquiao, honorable mention with Homer. I think we can yeah. all agree on that. All right. Anything else? From, you got anything else? Uh, I guess honorable mentions. Uh, I don't know if we want to get too much into it. Of course, uh, these are UFC fighters: Khabib, Connor. We touched on those two. Uh, Rose Namajunas. Uh the the shaved Rose, head. Yeah, yeah. Was that a? Woman? Yep. Yeah. She's uh, bad. She bad. She bad. Really good footwork. Great jujitsu. Well rounded. Really light. She's, I mean, she's from like Russia or Ukraine or somewhere over there, right? That I'm not sure. Yeah, she's <laughs> just say, yeah. She's yeah. totally. And then uh, Stipe. Oh, Stipe Miocic. Yeah, he's a full time fucking firefighter yeah. now. He's American a full time. And he fights. Hey, he's cool. Fights and kicks ass part time. <laughs> Can I? In, I like that on his application. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you want me to tell you somebody who's a fucking badass? Talk about fighting part time, blah blah blah. Tim Kennedy. Nah. Tim Kennedy was a fucking UFC champion, a fucking Navy SEAL. Yeah. He would go over there, and he was part of like SEAL Team like two or three. 
He was a fucking bad motherfucker. Go over there, killing terrorists, come home, fighting the fucking UFC. And yeah. he, now he owns, he moved, he made the move. I don't know if he was originally here, but Rogan's down in Austin. He's got two or three jiu-jitsu gyms in in the Austin area now. Okay. But Tim Kennedy is a fucking badass. Like Sounds American like fucking badass. But yeah, I just watched an interview with Stipe. Um, he was talking about how he was in a bar um, with, his, with his chick and... Um, they were getting ready to leave. They closed the bar down. Something happened, and this chick reached through the back window and hit Stipe. Oh, shit. His chick gets out of the car. He says, Doesn't, she didn't say a word. Walk, walked right up to the chick, knocked her out cold, got back in the car, and he told the dude driver, he's like, yeah, we should probably go now. <laughs> we should go. And then, yeah, he's like a full-time firefighter now and uh, yeah. paramedic. Saving lives and kicking Stipe. ass. Stipe, yep. So wait, I thought you said it was Tim Kennedy. No, Tim Kennedy's different. Oh. I was going back to Stepe. Oh, yeah. Stepe uh, was Miocic. Miocic. Yeah, Miocic. He was a heavy. Was he a heavyweight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. heavyweight champ. Yeah. Uh, Nagano knocked, knocked him, out, him out. Yeah, yeah, and to knock Stepe out. I guess I'm a bigger fight fan than I, I say, realize. Did you know way more than I. <laughs> I guess I'm a bigger fight fan than dude, I realize. Spitting knowledge this entire time. Well, because I listen to a lot of. Brendan Schaub stuff. Like yeah. he has his couple podcasts, and then he has like a fight companion podcast that he does. Um, oh, the fighter he, and the kid. Fighter and the kid, and then he has like food truck diaries where he brings the fighters in. The yeah. fighters in, and they eat lunch and talk. So I guess I know more than than what I realized, but I don't know. I wish I kind of got into UFC in the golden age where it was like Kane and Ken Shamrock. And that's way way back. Oh. And who's the other cat? That married the Jenna Jameson. He had like bleach blonde hair. Yeah, Tito Ortiz. Tito yeah, Ortiz. Tito. Like all that. Uh, like Chuck Liddell. Chuck Liddell. Nice man. And then Cowboy, yeah. you know, when he was like yeah. big. I thought that was cool. Like his last fight was what, last weekend or two weeks ago, and he put his cowboy hat and his gloves in the middle of the, middle of the octagon. He had his kids there with him. It was really cool. Yeah, dude. He, he deserved it. I mean, he's been fighting. He, he fights more than anybody that I know. Like you're you're supposed to get offered like three fights a no, year. No, the dude, dude was fighting he, like six. Yeah. Another guy, Dustin Poirier. I really like oh, Dustin yeah, Poirier. Yeah. He's from New Orleans. He, he's tied with Theo Vaughn. I like who Theo I'll, Vaughn. who I'll mention here in a minute in the yeah. comics. But yeah, uh, I like Dustin Poirier too. Sounds like you two need to have a UFC podcast. Sounds like sounds like <laughs> I'm gonna have Cisco over and order a fight. Yeah, right. <laughs> we're we're gonna become good friends, and he's Always gonna teach to me do UFC like, live. Commentary, yeah, oh, we dude. Can do that. We can watch the fight, like, and we can commentary the fight. We could do that, but it's really we tried to come. We tried to do live. Was it draft coverage last year? No, I came over to your house this past year, but we this didn't past do year, I thought we tried to do something live, and it's just like really hard. Yeah, okay, I'm not gonna press the button. <laughs> come on, man. Uh, yeah, because if there's nothing going on, you know, like <laughs> yeah, and it's not like if, we can like, have like guests in. Yeah, I feel like, like if we could watch it and then like edit whatever we were watching down to like instead of three hours to an hour and a half, yeah. then we could talk. But yeah, there's just it'd be a lot of dead air. I'm down to try. Okay, I'm down to try. Yeah. We can just I'm, do the main card. I'm down to invite yeah. myself over. I'm down to try. We Last. can bring the equipment over to the house. I'll yeah. throw in for the for the pay per view. Oh, we can all do. We it. got covered. <laughs> oh yeah, well, we got it covered. Never mind. All right, so uh, yeah, so I guess I'm a bigger fight fan than what I realize. Um, so let's move on to the second half of Mount Rushmore. 
I feel like this is going to be a marathon episode. Yeah, I'm going to go quick on whatever. Yeah, so uh, this is our favorite comics. Jokes. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not going to tell you uh, stats or whatever <laughs> what on, on comics. Well, how many specials, sellouts? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we might have duplicates. He averages 37 laughs a minute. Okay, <laughs> well, just very uh, high. Right. I feel like mine are going to be on all y'all's list. So I'll just say me too. Whenever uh, okay. they get rattled well, off. Well, We'll snake it uh, back. Why don't oh, you just yeah. rattle off your four your four comedians, Cisco? All right, so I got uh, Dave Chappelle, okay, the goat, yeah, yeah. Andrew Schultz, me too, cool, cool. Uh, Dusty Slay, Dusty Slay, that's got like the a hat great, and yeah. the long hair. Oh. Yeah, that's that's a poor name, <laughs> Dusty. Yeah, he's pretty. He's he's really funny. Yeah, but his thing is like it's it's to me it's clean comedy. He doesn't curse. Yeah, he doesn't he curse. Does, he doesn't curse, and it's, oh, it's hilarious. And then yeah, uh, it's better than you think. I say it's like yeah, Jeff Foxworthy. It's pretty good, yeah. No, it's no, not no, Jeff Foxworthy. No, Fox Alex is vouching for Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah, I was gonna put Larry the Cable Guy. On. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't decide, dude. That that whole thing is an act. And when I heard him just talk like his normal voice, it, I was like, this isn't a real person. He don't talk like Mayor. No. Have mm-hmm. you seen a? Oh. Have you seen Ron White recently? Oh, he's clean and sober. Yeah, yeah he's like two years sober, looking good. Yep, looking real good. And then, uh, last but not least, uh, Texas local Ralph Barbosa. Never heard of him. Nope. Him Must be pretty funny. Well, actually, up. not because we never heard of him. He's up and coming. He's up and coming. Does he have any like uh, like features like to watch on YouTube or anything like that? Yeah, he does have YouTube content, and uh, he opened up for Dusty Slay. Oh, cool. Yeah, so he, he's a good he's a good comic, and I think he was like. Second place for like Texas funniest comic or something like that. There's like a competition, so that's cool. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, he, he's he's pretty good. All right, Alex. Honorable mention or no? Uh, well, honorable mentions would be the you know like Bernie Mac, R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, that was my dog. And then you know just kind of like the other guys like Richard Pryor, uh, Paul Mooney, um, R. Chris R. Rock. R.I.P. Yeah. Man, if I, I don't know anybody that doesn't like Bernie Mac. If somebody like talks shit about Bernie Mac, I might just have to slap him. Some of a bitch. <laughs> Some of a bitch. I loved it. Yeah. Who doesn't like Bernie Mac? Like right? Carpool. <laughs> uh, so I have Dave Chappelle as well. Yep. Um, I think we all. I think we might all have him. He might be the one. Con. I left him off because I knew other people would have him. Yeah, I just kind. I I did this pretty quickly. Uh, Richard Pryor has already been mentioned. I have him on my list. Uh, Eddie Murphy and George Carlin. Yeah. Gotcha. Or my, or George Carlin. Any honorable mention? I don't have any honorable mentions. Okay. But, I, I mean, I did have Robin Williams down, and mm. I crossed it out for George Carlin. I think I just bumped him up there. No offense to Robin Williams. I try to listen to some of his stuff on Spotify today, Robin Williams, but I feel like it's a it's a big visual it's part. It's a visual comedy, part yeah. Too, yeah. you got to so, see because all those expressions and mannerisms. Absolutely, yeah. 100%. So, yep. yeah. My turn? Your turn. All right. I had Dave Chappelle, so I'll kick him off. I'll put in. Bill Burr. Bill Burr makes the cut. Nice. Me too. So I got to replace two. Um, I had David Cross, who's still active. Bill Hicks, who was probably my personal favorite, the first one who really got me into comedy. And George Carlin, who I think is the greatest of all time. And I put the commonality between all these guys is I feel like they're instead of like making jokes and just situational humor, they kind of just express their opinions and point of views on things. So I really think it's cool when a comic, when you pay to see a comic, you just don't see them to tell jokes and make silly faces, but you're actually there to hear what they have to say and get their side of the story on stuff. You know, Chappelle's the same way when he talks about current events. So those are the kind of comedians I like. The other comedians who just make jokes, I have Richard Pryor, Hannibal Burris, and Greg Giraldo. I've always liked Greg Giraldo. He only made like one or two specials, but 
he was um, in a tight group of circles with guys before he died. He just lived a crazy life. He'll talk about, like, you know, snorting crack off, like, a hooker's cooter and all this stuff. Cool. That's exactly how he died, man. He just died, like, young, like, probably covered in hookers and cocaine. So Cool. Died in the cooter? Yeah. In the cooter. Hey, don't, don't do it. Don't be like Greg Geraldo, okay? <laughs> do that shit off the table. Uh, okay, so mine, Bill Burr was already mentioned. Andrew Schultz was already mentioned. Theo Vaughn, he's on my list. Um, he's so funny, but I haven't watched any of his stand-up. He's so good, dude. Is it? Okay. Yeah, he's so good. Yeah, and I was going to say, a lot of this shit's not on uh, Spotify anymore. And they must have like lost their rights to all these stand-ups. There's a, there's a little bit, but there's no more George Carlin. I noticed that with Richard there's Pryor. N- there's like half of the Bill. Yeah, Pryor's gone. There's like half of David Cross. Bill. I think Bill Burr, there's a couple of recent ones. Dave Chappelle's not on there. I, yeah, I can find it on. Have. I can find it on Pandora. I don't know if they got the rights, but mm. a lot on YouTube. You've like you said YouTube, but a lot of this stuff's just hard to find now. Um, Daniel Tosh, Daniel Tosh <laughs> is his stand-up's fucking unreal. Um, so my replacements, um, shit. You already said Bill Burr. Already, I said. Bill I know Burr. you were on, He was on the list for you too. Yeah, um, Andrew Schultz, um, Tom Segura. Tom Segura is really funny. Uh, I do really like Tom Segura. Segura is really yeah, good. Yeah, he is really fucking um, funny. Yeah. He has a good Tyson story that y'all would like on an airplane. Have you heard that one? Uh-uh. Oh, y'all got to hear that Tyson no. story. Um, yeah. I, I don't have, I didn't write any honorable mentions. Oh, uh, you know who else? I've been listening to on Pandora because these guys on station. There's uh, John Witherspoon from, you know, from Friday. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. John Witherspoon's fucking hilarious in his stand-up. Yeah, uh, Cat Williams is like... I know he kind of went through some shit, but Cat Williams, like back in the day, was funny. Like when he first burst on the scene, he was fu- he was fall out of your seat funny to me. He's so small and his his voice was so high pitched. <laughs> He's a, he definitely stands out. Yeah, there's a there's another guy I discovered during all this. Um, I think it's David Ty Tyree Tyrell. Who who's the guy that caught the catch for the Giants? David Tyree. It's not the same guy, but they have the same name. David Tyree. Mm-hmm. He was like a comedian in the '80s. I found because I would listen to John Witherspoon radio, and then this guy kept coming up, and he was really fucking funny too. So y'all, you know, anyone who wants to hear old comedy, you can check that out. Nate Bargatze he's another one. I don't know if y'all know who Nate Bargatze he is. Never. He's really funny. Mark Norman, um, yeah. So Tim Dillon, Tim Dillon's really funny. He's a big fat Norm McDonald. We just rest listened to piece. some of his stuff. Norm yeah. McDonald, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. I though. Reason mentioning him is because he just passed away recently. But yep. listen to his stuff. I think you told me about some of it. It's just he hits. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a certain type of con. I like the I like the guys that just have their own kind of style. Yeah, like, like they, Carlin they, to me they that made way. It up, yeah, Carlin, you can listen to now from thirty years ago, and it's like, damn, all that shit's so relevant. Absolutely, he was just like, in my opinion, the greatest, and he was like a genius. Um, he was just on another level than anybody else. Oh shit! Who's the guy I told you in the car that I thought didn't do stand up? English know. dude, English dude. Oh, Ricky Ricky Gervais. Oh, Ricky, yeah, yeah, he's Ricky fucking Gervais. hilarious. I love yeah. that guy. Ricky Gervais. He's like a roast master, man. He'll just mm-hmm. tear you. When up. When he started going in on like when he's hosting those, yeah, when he shows, hosts. Oh, they don't let him host anymore. No, because he's telling it like it is. He's he like, will massacre all those celebrities. Dude, he's like this award goes to uh, what was the what was the movie with Sandra Bullock uh, where she couldn't Blindside? No, oh, uh, Bird Box. Yeah, oh, this Bird this Box. award goes to Bird Box. Blah blah blah. It's a movie where uh, people survive by not seeing things. He's like, uh, just like many of you and uh, 
Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein. Pretended not to see oh, Weinstein. And everybody's like, oh, and he's like, well, don't, no. He's like, it was you, not Y'all did it, Y'all were friends with him, not me. Dude, he was brutal. Didn't give a fuck. Gervais, like, will go for the throat immediately. That's like his first move is just go straight for the jugular. That's what I love about him. Yeah, there's no, there's no build up and slow burn. He just like straight fucking kills you. And then Pete Davidson's really funny. His stand up's really funny. So have y'all heard Joe Rogan's stand up? I haven't heard it just for the fact like I like Joe Rogan. And he's not funny to me. I like Rogan. He's not that funny. Everyone you can be a Joe Rogan fan. Don't lie to yourself. He's not funny. Yeah. Don't watch him. I don't think he's funny. Because I know watching it probably like changed my whole like perception of him. Yeah. That's why I don't watch Brendan Schaub stand up. Because it's not funny. Yeah, I heard it was trash. People drug that dude for a special. I mean absolutely drug him. Yeah. I, I, heard I like I like I like uh, I like Shab. Yeah, he's kind of douchey. He's kind of he's kind of a tool. But I don't know. I like I I discovered him through King and the Sting, and then I started listening to Fighter and the Kid, and then but yeah, I don't his stand up's not funny, not at all. So, all right, anybody got anything else on comedians? I'm good. No, nope, I'm, I'm good. good. Okay, you want to let them do Bloodsport, uh, yeah. and then we'll do Big Brother on yeah, the backside. Yeah, that way you do your thing. We'll do our thing. All right. <laughs> Yeah. All right, so we're going to let uh, the two guests uh, take the wheel for Bloodsport, uh, the the movie review, because I didn't, we didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. I couldn't I'm find sorry, it. Dudes. I couldn't find it to stream. I didn't have the time. Uh, yeah, I just didn't have the time. I watched it and forgotten it. But, I mean, I'll just. All right, so here we go, right, Alex. Alex. Here we go, bud. <laughs> no pressure there, buddy. Okay. Well, should I take like your mic or something? And you, then, yeah, yeah. Let's take my mic. Okay, Shoot, give me some time off. All right. Any of these? Oh, that's Got them. Let's pour one out for the dead comedians. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, you want to pour one for real? Yeah, we can pour one. Okay. Yeah, R.I.P. I'm going to the bathroom. We're rolling, right? I can go? Yeah, you're going. All right. Okay. Watch out for that earwax, brother. <laughs> <laughs> it's dense. It's like so okay. sweaty. <laughs> So the movie that I watched last night was uh, Bloodsport, starring Jacqueline Van Dam. Uh, I got. We're just gonna run through it from beginning to end here. Uh, maybe I'll refresh your memory on a few things, yeah. but uh, you know you can kind of jump in with some of the things you remember. But uh, the two hosts just <laughs> left. But I knew that they would like that the beginning of the movie starts with. A montage, which I know that they're a big fan of, of all the kind of blood sport participants uh, training and doing their own thing. Not including John Claude. He's not. He's not. Uh, not present yet. Not present yet. Yeah, but all the kind of other antagonists are there doing their thing. Um, and I'll start referring to him as Frank Duke is his name within within the movie. Who he is it goes to him he is on an army base um not really sure what his rank is but he's obviously a badass because he is about to go on a um, sabbatical and uh take time off because he has plans to go to hong kong to fight in this underground fighting and then uh so once the his superiors find out that that's his plans to do it, they want to kind of wrangle him up and s- stop him from going right because he has he's such a good asset to the uh, to the military they don't want him getting hurt right yeah but he sneaks he sneaks off anyways and he does it 
but before he goes, he goes over to the house of his uh, sensei. Sensei, yeah, they call him something yeah. different within the within the movie, but he goes over there and he knocks on the door. His wife lets him in, and before he actually sees the sensei, he notices a katana that is uh, present on like the mantle, and he starts to reminisce, and that's when it goes into a flashback of kind of what brought him to this point in his life, right? Exactly. Are you remembering all this? It's kind yeah. of sort of refreshing your memory. Uh, let's see here. So, so the, the sensei's name is Tanaka, and while he's waiting in the living room, he sees the katana, um, and it flashes back to when he's a, ch- when he's a kid, and him and two other, like, troublemaker kids are sneaking into Yeah, the, they, they go into his window to try to take that katana. Yeah, and, you know, obviously Frank doesn't want to do that. He he's still has a you know a good heart. He doesn't, he's, like, telling other kids, like, nah, I'm not really, but they force him to come in. But then they hear a noise. They run out, and Frank is like, Pussies. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's just, he picks up the katana, and he starts putting it back, but that's when... Tanaka's kid comes in and Tanaka himself and the kid kicks Frank in the stomach buck, you know he doubles over and he tries to explain himself like no like I wasn't trying to do anything I wasn't going to steal it I was just fixing <laughs> the voice everything he oh, that, I, I wasn't going to take it and he fucking gets kicked I'm so glad you remember that because that's I, I got some uh, reviews to read later but um, it's so funny because the the kid is like trying to match John claudes like accent but like yeah younger <laughs> and it's, it just turns out to be hilarious um but in order so tanaka is not having it right he's like man you, you just broke into my crib we're we're gonna have issues and uh frank has like a, a baseball hat on and tanaka takes the katana and cuts the brim of the hat off yeah. but frank doesn't waver he just like doesn't even blink and that sort of uh impresses tanaka and so he decides to go speak to Frank's parents. I should call him Duke. They call him Duke through the whole movie. He goes to speak to Duke's parents, and uh, that's where you know he convinces the parents that, hey, let let me train your kid to help you know uh, give him a sense of direction, you know, because I think that they were uh, both foreigners at the time, and um, they go to the same school, him and the son, so they're there to kind of look out for each other and everything. So then it cuts to the, you know, them training, training him up. And uh, he Duke is kind of upset because Tanaka is training his son much harder than he's training. Yeah, I wonder Duke. what that was about. Was it because maybe his uh, his race? Or was it because, like, maybe he stole from him? You know, it's sort of, it's sort of a weird mix. I'm not sure because you're right. I think, you know, it was just sort of like a... a character motivation i guess because it didn't make much sense because he did offer to like yeah have him over i kind of took the impression that he uh, miyagi him and then we can hear you texting can you hear it can you not hear i can't hear it. yeah do what you can hear it? i can hear you texting yeah <laughs> Try this. no you're good i just wanted to let you know uh you hear it now? No. no you're good yeah we're good now uh but i i think i think that it doesn't say it here in the synopsis, but I, I think that uh, he mainly wanted to use uh, Duke to help train his kid. Oh, he was kind okay. of using yeah. him essentially. That's what I took from the from the movie. Because he was rough on him. 
Yes, he was rough. He was kicking his ass, like, up and down, like, tr- train his kid. So, uh, anyways, the um, tragedy strikes when uh, Shingo, who is Tanaka's son, dies as a young adult. And it doesn't really explain how the son dies, but Tanaka's heartbroken and vows to, like, never train again. But that's when Duke convinces him and gives him a passionate plea to to just train him up so that he can go fight in the Kumite, which is the underground fighting ring, which we'll find out later about in the movie, and honor the Tanaka Tanaka uh, name. name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, nice. Uh, let's see. <laughs> so at, after that, that's sort of the, that's sort of the flashback. They start they. Then they go through the whole train. He agrees. He trains him up. He does, you know, he he does his John Claude uh, splits and all the different he you know ways of going through Tanaka's training and passes it with flying colors and everything like that. But you know, he's still not quite ready. So this is later on in life. They go back to present day to where he goes. He he's at Tanaka's house and he goes back to the back to Mino. For all intents and purposes, it looks like he's on his deathbed. He's just like laying face up and not moving much. It doesn't. He doesn't look too uh, too well off, and he just tells him he's about to go to Hong Kong and honor his name and his son's name and fight in the Kumite, which is the. Under- it translated to something, right? Uh, I what it translated Kumite meant something. It it may have. I don't have the translation for it, but they say it a million times in this movie. Uh, okay, so. Then we cut to uh, him going to Hong Kong, and that's where he meets his his uh, friend, the tall, big, burly American named Ray Jackson. Uh, they all meet at this hotel where all the participants of the Kumite are uh, there to stay at before they go and fight. And uh, Jackson's playing a karate video game, and uh, Duke goes up to him. And starts playing with them, beats them one time uh, in the video game, and you know Jackson's a little is impressed, and then they start playing again, and uh, he beats them again, and then there's a good quote where he, uh, Jackson tells Frank, "Aren't you a little too young for full full contact?" Talking about the Kumite, and Frank responds, "Aren't you a little too old for video games?" And just <laughs> he's just kicking his ass in video games. So never too old for video games, by the way. Right. Uh. There's a whole love interest within the film of this like journalist that's like trying to get into the secret ring fighting kumite, and I'm just I'm choosing to skip over it because it's kind of it's it's whatever she's yeah point. she's using dukes yeah she she told her she sleeps with them eventually in the movie to like try to get into it he he gets what he wants and still doesn't bring her in she has to like find <laughs> another way in but classic Jean Claude <laughs> uh, so. I didn't know this. I didn't catch this within the movie, but apparently Kumite is being held. It's being held in Hong Kong under the permission of the triad of the triads. So this oh, is. Oh, wow. I thought the triads were Japanese. That's the. Uh, is that a plot hole? Well, no, you're thinking of. Uh, triads were Japanese. Yukazi, you guys, Yukazi. This is. Make me I mean, the overall award for this is a. Katana. Okay, so. you're you're nitpicking a Jean Claude Van Damme. Dude, here, yeah, dude. if you nitpick this movie, like literally, <laughs> when, y'all should go back and watch it after this sometime. And 
there's there's a lot that could be I wrong. stand corrected. Okay. They're Hong Kong based. All right, perfect. Hey man, oh, fake, well. fact check. That's what you get for questioning Jean Claude, bro. <laughs> Y'all are doing just fine. Leave me alone. Pouring whiskey. Okay. Um, I don't think I got to. I may have skipped over this part, but the the uh, the army sends like two officers after him. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, to stop which him. is actually like a young Forrest Whitaker. I don't know if you remember oh, that part. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's so they're there to like. Uh, wrangle him up and bring him back so that he doesn't get hurt within this the uh, Kumite fights. Um, so they go. This is his first time showing up. They have invitations, right? But there's these the two people that are supposed to let them into the fight. Um, don't believe him because his he has Tanaka to his name and they know who Tanaka is. And they're like, uh, "Nah, you're a white boy. What are you doing in here?" Sort of thing. Yeah. So they're like, "All right, show us the." Uh, what do they call it here? Yeah, I don't know what it's called, but they're like the Dimmock. Yeah. yeah, they call it the Dimmock. You have to show us which is uh, it's a pressure point strike, and they're like, "All right, over there on the bricks, right?" Do you remember this part? Yeah, it's you like a stack. Of, it? It's like a stack of bricks. I'm just guessing, like eight, but they want you to break the third one from the bottom. Yeah. So, so like a it he goes over. No, it's just a punch. So it's a it's a pressure strike, but they tell him like, "Hey." We want you to do this. And he goes, all right, which one? Pick a brick. And they do. He picks, you know, whoever he's standing next to. I think it's Jackson, the big guy. Points at the top one here. And they go, no, the bottom one. And then all the whole, the whole, all the people training stop. They all start watching him. Like, oh, like what's about to happen? He punches that shit and it breaks the bottom brick where the other two are still intact. So he's, he, he channels his energy through the other bricks and only breaks the bottom brick. Uh, which later in the movie, uh, Jackson's playing around, and he's like, you want to see me do it? And he punches it, and it breaks the top brick. And then he's like, Ugh. and he grabs the other brick, and he just smashes it over his head. He's like, see? <laughs> I, that's that's got to be our beer drinking friend. Right? Yeah, Jackson. He, yeah, he's the, he's the tall, burly American guy. Um, and then after, so that's just later in the movie, but after Duke does that, that's when our antagonist, uh, Chung Lee, he walks up to him and he and he's like not impressed at all. Everyone else, they oh, go, they yeah. go back to fighting. But he, he, so he does smug. a good quote. Yeah, do you remember what it is? Yeah, he said, uh, "The brick doesn't hit back." Exactly. You remember this movie pretty well for not seeing it for he a said while. It was like it's yeah. a movie that like almost changed his life in that, a way. It's pretty in, uh, intimidating quote though, right? Like oh, bricks yeah. don't hit back. This. Do you remember what this guy looks like? Yeah, he was fucking. He was like a pudgy his badass ch- though. Like. Like a lean sumo wrestler. One, yeah, yeah, that's one, a good way to put it. One you know peck stout. is probably this, the width of my body. Like he was <laughs> two, body. Yeah, he was like two of me I side just by side. Being like, I remember being genuinely scared of that guy. Oh, he's like, terrifying. Being te- like intimidated as mm-hmm. like an eight-year-old watching this. Like, I don't want to fight this guy. Little uh, did I know. So then you start finding out a little bit more about the Kumite. And there are three ways to win. And this is how uh, it's described. It goes... Uh, now, remember, it's full contact. There are three ways to win. One, you knock the guy out. Two, your opponent quits and yells mate. I could be pronouncing that wrong. Three, you throw that fucker right off the runway. <laughs> so just remember that you have you knock the guy out, you throw him off the mat, or you, they submit by saying mate, which is pretty much uncle. Uncle. Yeah. I can- Am I crazy? Do I remember like their their fighting platform? Was it like curved or yeah. something? Yeah, it looked curved. So okay, I, I think that's that. 
I don't think it's all the fights. It's like the very last the finale. The fight finale was? fight for some reason it's curved. Okay, it has like I have, I it's almost like a like a nine like a half pipe, like a shitty little half pipe. Yeah, like not exactly. All the way up, but just like a small one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah that's like a kickers. beginner's half pipe. <laughs> yep. like one that I would feel comfortable going in. So you know they go through uh, starting the fights. Right, this is the first day of the fights, and you quickly start to um, get a feeling of Chong Li's character. And you can tell he really feeds off the crowd chanting his name, Chong Li, Chong Li, Chong Li. And... Uh, I feel like I'm in it. <laughs> he, and he says here he enjoys finishing the matches by maiming and crippling his opponent. Jesus. He's, he's notorious because in the last Kumite, he killed someone. I think that was the son, right? It, so... Was it? I might have missed that part, or, or no, it didn't. Because I think that he didn't say what happened to the son. Because uh, here I read this, I read this whole thing back, and it didn't say anything about the son dying in the Kumite. It just said that he died at an early age. But oh, okay. I, I, it makes more sense though, right? That he went to the Kumite and fought and died, right? Yeah. But uh, it doesn't seem to be Frank Duke's motivation in in the film. Because you would think if that was the case, he would go there. I'm going to avenge Tanaka's son, you know? And yeah. he doesn't really talk about that a lot within this. So I don't think so. It would have been a much... I feel like it would have been probably a cooler story. Like, he's automatically a bad guy. He's, But he's more there to win the Kumite, not beat this guy up. This guy just happens to be in his way, sort of thing. Um, so... Let me see here. And then you, uh, we see uh, Duke's first opponent. He gets up there and he fights... Uh, he's right before, so right before his fight, you see Chung Lee, the bad guy beat someone up within like 14 seconds. They have like a timer up. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's new world record. You know, they, no one's, no one's won a fight that fast. And then Duke goes up, fights his guy, beats his world record in his first fight. And that pisses Chung Lee off. He's like, fuck that. So, uh, he's obviously, he's pissed off about the world record the entire time, but it's kind of the. Only time the records because then the fights get. To be fair though, I'd be pretty pissed if someone just beat my world record after you just got it. I think that's justified. Yeah. Um. All right. So that's when. So the two cops' names are Helmer and Rollins. uh, One of one of which I don't remember which one's Forrest Whitaker, but that's uh, the black guy. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Probably Rollins. I don't know. Uh. So. They find they find out that with the hotel that Frank Duke is staying at, uh, where so they go and they meet him and uh, Duke and Jack and Jackson are chilling downstairs in the lobby, and they come up with stun guns that say they have like five hundred volts in them or something like that, and like hey don't make me do it sort of thing, but then Jackson is a real homeboy tackles both the cops to let uh, Frank Duke get away, and then he leads them on this like hilarious just teasing them the entire way chase like he's not running for his life he's literally like dancing like you can't get me you can't get me sort of chase like jump like doing circles around like cars like like, Benny Hill situation sort of yeah and then to the point where it leads where there's like a string of like fishing fishing boats and he like runs across them and then the two cops follow him and they end up falling hilariously off the boat like a Benny Hill yeah (laughs) and then he he like calls one of the uh you know those like running cabs where they like pick pick you up oh, and on yeah, the little cart in the back. He's like, he's like, 
and then he jumps on one of those, and that's how he gets away. So I don't know if you remember that part. It's just sort of like he's yeah. just goofing around with them. He does. He's not taking these guys serious at all. Uh, they're 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 zero threat in this entire movie. I don't like as far as getting him and bringing him back. Um, are you you remember all that yeah, part yeah. so far? All right. Uh, let's see here. So yeah, I got him. He leads them on an amusing chase, uh, and then we just go. We go into the next fights. This is gonna go pretty quick after this point. Yeah, I think they start just montaging the fights. Yeah, they start, but uh, gotta have a montage. Y'all missed it because y'all walked out. I, I said oh. on the podcast, but the movie starts with a montage. I saw every movie we've ever reviewed has one yeah. montage. This at is least. perfect. This is, as I'm watching this, I'm like, this is. I go. I think I told y'all it took like 40 minutes before John Claude actually threw a punch. I'm like, it was like why? the build up though. Yeah, it's that's like, good why? though. Well, I was I was a little bored, honestly. Oh, well, that's it. true. Because you're here because it's called blood sports. Yeah, not throwing I'm a like, punch oh my gosh, yeah, why am point. I watching this? And yeah, then it's, it's like the monster. And then it really kicks off, though? The, yeah, then it does. And yeah. then once the fighting starts, once the Kumite, then he gets there, it starts. But, uh, yeah, they start montaging all the other fighters that aren't, like, the main fighters. Like, you just see some guy get thrown across. Exactly. And he's out, and some guy, ooh, and then, like, he's <laughs> so like, out. So, exactly that. I think that, like, part of the montage is, is like, left and right people <laughs> yeah, just flying that's off exactly how I remember uh-huh. it. It's just guys flying off. He's out, he's out. It's kind of montage you gotta have. Until they stop on, like, one of the main characters, and then it kind of shows them like their fight a little more detailed and uh the next Chung Lee fight that you see uh he Our man right Jax is it with Jax let's see here oh you're talking about Jackson no 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 right before him he stomps someone's like kneecap and like br- like you see the bone like come out of his sh- oh, like his shin shoot out of his leg and it's it's pretty it's kind of nasty looking honestly so you can tell that this dude is like no holds bar, like he's. That was the uh, what's his name that did that? Chung Lee. Chung Lee, yeah, yeah, he was so he was fucking ruthless. Yeah, he's he's you know he's an asshole looking back mm-hmm. on it. Like, <laughs> uh, and then same same with this round of fights, it shows Duke's fight, and this is where he uh, he defeats Pumola, whoever that is, by doing a split to get under his charge and punching him in the nuts. <laughs> so yeah. He, it, you got to showcase the splits oh, in a Jean Claude movie. There's a that's like his trademark move. I think it happens before this, but there's a part where so before Johnny Cage. Uh, what's that? Remember Johnny Cage? Yeah, from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. was that in the video Damn. first? I was gonna say that's a good that's a good question. Who did that move first? I have no idea. What movie just came out like in '89? I feel like Mortal Kombat came out like in '91. So if this was, I don't know. That's a good question, though. Who who did Street, it first? Uh, Street Fighters go with John John Claude Van Damme too. Um, but that's a good one too. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. Uh, but there is a scene where that'll be next time. Jackson huh? walks in Fighter. on uh, in John Claude's hotel room, and he has two chairs set up doing the yeah. Van Damme split. Is he like meditating or something? Yeah, he's like meditating, and he just and Jackson just goes, "Oh, that just hurts me to look at." <laughs> <laughs> uh, all After right. all this, though, I'd say. Wouldn't Jackson just fit right in with the boys? Like if oh, we knew a guy 100%. like that, yeah. like when you, when the cops show up and he just tackles them so you can get away, that's such a bro move. Absolutely. Right? And he's I, just chugging beers all the time. Like I, I want to know Jackson. It, Bring him for draft night. Hell yeah. Well, this is where it gets <laughs> it gets a little sad for Jackson right here. Oh shit! Spoke so, too soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it it links up to where he's fighting Chung Lee. He's the next fight. This is the one Cisco was talking about. Uh, do you remember how it goes down? No, uh, I can't remember. Does he get like the backbreaker? No. So no. he uh, Jackson 
starts out and he pounds Chung Lee with several hammering blows and just drives him to a knee. So remember, you have to like knock them down, uh, throw them out of the ring, or have them submit, right? Uh, but Chung Lee just goes down to one knee. But Jackson's dumbass starts cheering. It's like probably turns around, turns around, starts, starts cheering, yeah. and the whole time. Uh, Duke is telling him like he already told him before the match. Watch out for his right kick. Like don't don't get caught by the right kick. Yeah. And Jack's like yeah 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 yeah. I got this guy. And then he knocks him down the knee and he does the whole cheering thing. Of course you know what's gonna happen. He turns his back to him. Uh, so Duke, Duke try Duke tries to call out focus you know focus. And uh, that's when Chung Lee he just uh, delivers like a devastating kick. Uh, Obviously, a right right kick, just like Duke had predicted. Um, Where'd he get him? Like head or chest? Nuts. So, and it's a devastating kick and turns the title about. It just says a kick. I can't remember exactly, but I'd say head kick. It just sort of like knocked problem. him down, but then he delivers a brutal stomp to the head. I remember he was like, mm. wasn't he staring that dude in the eyes? He's already he like prone. Yeah, John yeah. Claudio went like, Ugh. yeah. He stomps him down. Again, man, that guy like <laughs> those guys did like my nightmares. I was terrified of this guy. He was so fucking intimidating. He takes Jackson's Harley Davidson bandana as an oh, award. Uh, eventually, he puts it, it on his leg. Oh, it's on he his ties leg. It around his leg. But before, but as as he's right there, he like dangles it in front of Duke's face, like oh, I kicked your friend's ass, sort of thing. Uh, it's like a total ripoff of Rocky Four, though, isn't it? <laughs> in his whole basis, right? I mean. What, now, the Russian, which one? Like killed Apollo Creed. Well, luckily J- Jackson's still alive at this point. Oh, they take they take him to the hospital. Up, he's unconscious, but uh, Duke vows that you know he's going to get revenge on Chong Lee. And I skip a lot of the love story part because whatever, she's useless. <laughs> Alex was jacking off the whole time. He didn't have time to write stuff down. <laughs> Uh, you see Jean Claude's butt. Right? That's when he's like, "All right." You actually do see his butt in this. I was like, "What the hell?" I didn't. I didn't expect that. I was all like, right, cover your eyes. <laughs> uh, all right. So then we go on to the next round of fights. I think this is like the semifinals, apparently, at this point. And uh, Chung Lee defeats his opponent. Opponent is down for the count, and he goes down, grabs his head, and just snaps his neck. Kill, just straight up kills him. This is straight up murder at the, this point. It is. The referee goes over and like fills for a breath and then just looks up at Chung Lee with like like a shock in his eyes and it's just like looks terrified. Like well, yeah, he just yeah, killed he, a he guy. Just killed this guy. And then every you know, before it was kind of getting his rocks off there, everyone was Chung Lee, Chung Lee. But at this point, everyone like even the audience was silent, right? Yeah, they got silent. They did a moment of silence for the dead guy. They turned around. And just sort of didn't even look at him. And yeah, that's uh, straight up murder. And before, you know, he's pissed off. He's like looking around, like, why isn't anyone chanting my name, sort of thing? And he looks at Duke and he just pro- tells him that he's next. But uh, yeah, it's, you know, anything goes in this in this match. Like, you can kill people, but this dude's like. Even when the dude's on the ground, though? You're not. That was probably. I don't think you're supposed to. That was probably crossing the line. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know if they really refined that rule yet. They probably didn't have anyone as crazy as this fucking guy yet. Oh, the Chung Lee rule now. Yeah. Uh, So, now we're on to the main fight. We're down down to Frank Duke and Chung Lee. Fuck yeah. Let's go. Right before the fight. Oh, you tease. (laughs) (laughs) You built it up, man. Just a real attack. You see see Chung Lee's uh, trainer slip some sort of uh, 
Doesn't it almost looks. Butt. It almost looks like. <laughs> yeah, a, you see his butt too. <laughs> it almost looks like some sort of like an aspirin or something into. Some oh yeah. Into his uh um, like his belt, like his belt line, like uh, kind of in his trunks, you know. So he has it for later, whatever he's going to use that for, right? Uh, I totally forgot. Well, I'll bring it up here in a second, so I don't ruin the the end here. But uh, it it starts out the fight. The fight starts. We're now on that curved platform we're in the yeah. championship round uh it actually starts out pretty good for frank frank duke he uh uses the referee like jumps off the referee and like uh for a flying kick to kick chung lee and chung lee is seems terrified honestly of this guy at the start of the fight he's using the referee to kind of like in between staying in between him and uh and duke so that's why duke used them like jump off of him right uh so what I forgot to mention at the beginning during the training montage, there's a big uh, moment where not not a big moment. There, there's a lot there's a lot of training where he's blindfolded, and uh, Tanaka tr- teaches him to kind of fight with without with his vision impaired and everything. That's where this comes in in handy because as you find out that uh, Chung Lee he crushes that that pill up in his hand and is into a powder and he turns around, fakes a punch and then just gets it all in Duke's eyes. It's like a classic baseball move. Absolutely. Yeah, sliding into second. Yep, exactly. Pocket sand. Pocket sand from <laughs> King of the Pocket Hill. <laughs> you know they sell that shit? I bought some for Dakota one year for his birthday because he's a big King of the Hill fan. Really? It was like Dusty Shackelford uh, self-defense pocket <laughs> sand. <laughs> Self-defense. Was in a little pouch with sand. He just, Pocket sand and he <laughs> run away. That's a little. It's like a $5. It's like the best $5 ever spent. Yeah. Uh, Gets in, gets in his eyes. He can't. He can't see. You know. He he's doing a bunch of blinking. And you see. You know. It cuts to what he's seeing, and things are kind of going in and out. And, and he finally, threw him some some drugs. Yeah, that's that's what you know. They say in here is like it's kind of hinted that it's like cocaine. But yeah, they, some kind of obviously. But they never say it. They never fully say that. Yeah, but throwing cocaine in his eyes can backfire. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> his eyes get like huge dilated. He starts punching with like rips his fucking arm. Like velocity. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Maybe that wasn't cocaine because Matt's right. That was like next level fighting. Uh, so Duke's screaming in frustration, um, and in the middle of the mat, he's just, he doesn't know what to do. And then he just clears his mind and remembers his training. And that's when Chung Lee comes uh, to punch to punch him in the face, but Duke catches his hand. That's when it's like, oh shit! Like, yeah, he's about to get Van Dam up in here. And uh, to get up. like he, that cheating Chung Lee is still like trying to th- he like throws the referee at uh, Van Dam, but Van Dam catches him and feels that you know oh that's the official. And yeah. he's, like he doesn't punch him. I thought it'd been pretty funny if he knocked the referee <laughs> out. <though. laughs> that would have been fucking awesome. Uh, but no, he, he just snaps. His but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he knows he's he, his training. His mind is clear. There's no you know nothing here. Uh, so it ends up, you know, you really, you could probably, you could YouTube this last fight scene. It's, it's definitely more visual than me explaining it. Cause there's just, he's just kicking his ass up yeah. and down. Honestly, Chung Lee doesn't have a chance to in, in this fight, honestly. Yeah. He's just, he's put on a clinic at this point and it, it gets, uh, so intense. So eighties, right? The music's <laughs> playing and. John Claw's just being like real dramatic with like his his strikes. He's like hitting this like ah, 
<laughs> he's just like he's just screaming. It's real slow mo. I remember yeah. that movie. It's like <laughs> this is peak Van Damme, by the way. Oh, like, for sure. Uh, as far as like physicality, like just his physique. So he's he, he shape, yeah. yeah. Um, do you remember what happens though? Do you want to explain the the end right there? Well, he, he's just he's from what I remember, he's just like beating his ass, and then uh. He's finally on the ground. I can remember he's like holding him up, uh-huh. and he has his fist up, and he's telling him to say it, say it, and that's where he does that submissive word. He makes him say uncle. Yeah, oh, he made him tap oh, yeah. out. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So that's why the best way to do it for that guy. Then. Yep. He made he made this whole image exactly. This 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 dude that thinks so highly of himself and well, everyone chanting his name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Which he could honestly, Van Dam could have just killed him right yeah. there, but. You know, he he knew it was going to hurt him more to make him give up on his own accord. Yeah, he crushed his pride. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then uh, spirit. he wins He wins the kumite. He honors Tanaka's name. They present him with a beautiful katana as the award. And then uh, the last little bit, uh, wrapping it up there, he goes, I already told you about this, but he goes back to the hospital to tell Jackson all about it. Jackson's uh, awake and alert and just with just pounding beers back <laughs> yeah. everything in the says, yeah in the hospital bed with a bit with a can of beer and just everything he's like oh man that's great oh just wait you're gonna have to fight me next you know just cracking jokes every sentence is yeah. followed by a dream yeah. it is it's so funny <laughs> um so i don't know if you had anything else like to say about the movie but i have some so how many oscars are we talking <laughs> i have some funny reviews here though that um <laughs> i came across that i thought were pretty good so uh, well, the first one's the best, but so I'll, I'll start with that though. This um, it says awful, awfully acted piece of Belgium cheese with too many muscles and people doing splits wherever they get the chance. <laughs> fighting, <laughs> fighting in ridiculous styles, monkey foo, bashing each other's skulls in, which is, which is pretty, right? which the is pretty. Foo, yeah, no, it is bad. I didn't even want to mention it, but yeah, it's. It, it's bad. It doesn't be doesn't translate well. Um, bashing each other's skulls in, which is pretty violent for a film directed by a guy called Newt, hitting every trope imaginable in the worst kind of way. I've seen it seven times. Five stars. <laughs> 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 That's honestly you didn't expect that. Yeah, no. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, and then another one. Did you know John Claude Van Damme can do the splits? Don't worry, he'll remind you every five minutes. <laughs> Is this off the app that you use? Yes, yeah, that's what I liked it. Um, as a JCVD uh, connoisseur and '80s action trash enthusiast, I hold Bloodsport in high regard. A crowning achievement in fight tournament movies and a young John Claude Van Damme at his physical peak, as I was saying before. There's a part at the beginning where the kid uh, plays a young JCVD and he does a stupid accent perfectly. It it is Oscar worthy. <laughs> Which just go brought that up. It's just like the kid at the beginning, dude. It's so it's so bad. The the child actors at the beginning when the flashback. Yeah. But it's it's so bad that it's almost fun. So where's where's Van Damme straight face the whole time? This kid. Oh, he's just too much. That's what I said. Belgium cheese. Yeah. (laughs) Call him Belgium cheese. Belgium Belgium cheese. (laughs) But I've seen it seven times. Five Five stars. stars. (laughs) Cisco, I don't want to do this to you. Oh, here. We can't hear you. Um, I don't want to do this to you, but uh, 
Did y'all know this is based off a true story? Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. Okay, hold on. I'm about to break all this down because while y'all were talking, I was reading about the Yakuza and the triads. I read a bunch about uh, Asian gangs. Um, And I forgot that I read this article um, until I started reading it. But let's take this shot, and then I'm going to tell you how Bloodsport was based off a complete lie. Oh, shit. Yeah. Cheers. I think this is the first podcast shot. Is what? First podcast shot on the podcast. Oh, except when Jacob's on. There we What can over here? Cheers, boys. There's a lot at the end. Woo! Okay. So. Y'all just hang with me here. All right, let me get a thumbs up. All right. Where there's still been. The unbelievable story of Frank Ducks, the self-proclaimed martial arts legend who inspired blood sport. Frank Ducks said he became, and that's D-U-X, Ducks, says he became a ninja at 16, won an underground mixed martial arts fighting tournament in 1975, and was a top secret CIA operative in the 80s. When Bloodsport hit theaters in 1988, no one quite knew what to make of the film's outro text, which it claimed it was based on a true story of Frank Ducks, who participated in the same secret international martial arts tournament depicted in the film. But in the years since, Bloodsport has become an action cult classic, recognized for bringing Jean-Claude Van Damme to American audiences for the very first time, and remarkably, remarkably it was really based on a true story, or at least a story that the real-life Frank Ducks sold to an American screenwriter. Uh, in his memoir... Uh, Frank Ducks was a teenager when he arrived, traveled to Japan and stunned its war, uh, warrior class with his skills. After enlisting in the Marine Corps, he completed in the Kumite, an illegal tournament in the Bahamas that served as an inspiration uh, for the movie. Emerging victorious, Ducks returned to the United the U.S. with ceremony with the ceremonial ceremonial sword and spent the next six years on secret missions across Southeast Asia for the CIA. The only problem is that there's no evidence that any of it actually happened at all. Uh... Frank William Ducks was born on April 6th, 1956 in Toronto, Canada, but moved to California with his family when he was seven. He was a self-described joke at Ulysses S. Grant High School in, in the San Fernando Valley. That is until the tutelage of Master Sinzo Tiger Tanaka, who brought him to Japan for ninja training. When the boy reached 16 years of age, Tanaka, Tanaka brought him to Japan to the legendary ninja land of Masuda. Frank Ducks wrote in his memoir, There, the boy's outstanding abilities shocked and pleased the ninja community when he tested uh, for the right to call himself ninja. Uh, in 1975, Ducks enlisted in the Marine Corps, uh, but was secretly invited to the 60-round Kumite Championship in Nassau. He was the first Westerner, Westerner to win the Ruthless Tournament, setting world records for consecutive knockouts, 56, the fastest knockout, 3.2 seconds, and the fastest Jeez. punch, 0.12 seconds. Back in the Marine Corps, later uh, and later with the CIA, Ducks claimed to have been a secret on, sent on secret covert missions to destroy a Nicaraguan fuel depot and an Iraqi chemicals weapon plant. His valor earned him the Medal of Honor. Um, all right. So next next one is the mysterious holes in the true story of Bloodsport. As the world transitioned from the postal service to emails and smartphones, Ducks' story became increasingly non credible. His military records showed that he never even left San Diego. His only injury was falling off a truck that he was told to paint. While the medals he was later he was later presented were mismatched non-Marine Corps ribbons. His medical file noted that on January 22, 1978, Ducks was referred for psychiatric evaluation for flighty and disconnected ideas. 
One of those, oh, uh, one of these was presumably Ducks' claim that CIA Director William William Casey himself had sent Ducks on his missions, instructing the ninja from the secret confines of a men's room. And a journalist found that the Kumite trophy Ducks displayed was made by a local shop in the San Fernando Valley. Oh, fuck. As, as for his mentor, Frank Ducks claimed that Tanaka died on J- July 30th, 1975, and was buried in California by a clan of ninjas. But the state of California lists no deaths under the Tanaka name in the 1970s, so Ducks pointed to the conspiracy of silence involving the CIA, ninjas, and magazine publishers, eager to attract their glowing stories on him. There is not Mr. Tanaka uh, in Japanese history, said Ninja Master Shoto Tanamira. Many crazy guys stand up as Ninja Masters. In fact, the only evidence for a fighter named Sinzo Tanaka existing at all comes from Ian Fleming's James Bond novel, You Only Live Twice, where there is a ninja commander by that name. Um, yeah, so... Um, Still a great story, though. Great Both story, but... Even the guy, shit he made up, man. Yeah, that <laughs> He's guy, definitely crazy uh, come up with that. Yeah, that guy... He, sorry, uh, Cisco, your life's yeah, been a lie. Sorry, everything's been a lie for you. <laughs> yeah, Maybe your lo- burst that bubble. Your love for martial arts has been <laughs> has been a lie. No, it was all always about the martial arts. I never knew anything about the story. Yeah, I just I didn't know it was even based on a true story that turned out to be a lie. Which that yeah, sounds like a great a podcast. Well, I remember reading this article once. I found it just now, uh, but that's a crazy story. Mar- Mortal Kombat came out in '92, and Bloodsport was in '88. So Van Dam, Van Dam original. Yep. Original nut puncher. Yep. <laughs> yep. Very effective move too. Okay. Uh, anything else on Bloodsport? No, that's it. I've, I've, I'm glad you brought up that it was uh, supposedly a true story because I forgot that it was that. I said that. At yeah, the I end. said that at the end. Yeah. I was not expecting that. Imagine my shock watching this movie <laughs> and in the credit, like, but right before the credit, it's like based on a true story. I was shut the I fuck up. <laughs> what? <laughs> exactly my reaction. Or is it? <laughs> yeah. <be> guessing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I was trying to see if there's anything else. Um, yeah, he received a story by credit in the movie. Um, all right, what are we going to now? You want to do Big Brother? We can do that or the... Do that and then hill to die on if you got one. Pulley uh, to have a fucking hill to die on. You got one, brother. <laughs> um, guy, y'all did a great job by the way taking the reins. Like Thank that's, you, that, that was a weird feeling to be able to just get up and walk around in the middle of the podcast and just take a little break. So appreciate that. You guys did a good job. Yeah, no problem. Um, okay, so second favorite time of the year for me. It's Big Brother premiere time. Premiere happened Wednesday. Why wasn't there an episode yesterday? I don't know. I think I they want to give Thursday. them time before nominations, you know, because they used to do like first day in the house, someone's going home. Yeah. And I think they were like, oh, that's kind of mean because it's like a lifelong dream for a lot of people. So I think they let them enjoy like four days before they nominate and then evict someone, which I'm fine with. I don't like someone going home day one like that either because nah. it's usually like the oldest Not guy fair, there. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's all, they always just like the young people gang up on the one old guy. So, so I've never seen this show, uh, but turn his mic off. <laughs> but was Chuck Liddell on it? He was on Celebrity. He was last on Celebrity, year. yeah. Okay. And Misha Tate won. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She won Misha Celebrity, won the celebrity uh, season version. two. I think I watched a little bit of the Chuck Liddell just because it was Chuck Liddell. I don't think yeah. they weren't the same season, though, were they? No, I think yeah. Chuck Liddell was this past, or Misha Tate Before, was Before, and then Misha came on, and Misha but, won. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she actually deserved to win. Like, she was she was good. Yeah, she was a uh, good player. She's a good player. 
Um, okay, I don't know how you want to do this. Um, I guess we can just go over the cast. Yeah, um, I pulled up their pictures, so it's all first impression. So we can just say what yeah, we think. Yeah, you can show Cisco, and I so can show them. When I fir- uh, look, what's up there now? <laughs> I've got the weird search There's history. Fox. That's that uh, Yukazi that I was talking about. That's, <laughs> my search history is fucking weird, man. I have a question for you, real quick, Matt. So I know that you were late to Big Brother and then mm-hmm. powered through them all. Mm-hmm. And super obsessed with mm-hmm. it now, which I respect. Mm-hmm. Do do they still do the like? 24-hour fee that you yeah. can buy into, and do yeah, you participate Paramount. with that? Uh, I watch – no. I Well, last year was my first live season that, I, okay. that I've caught live. So this year, I wa- like I tune into them every now and again. I, I don't like it because you kind of – you kind of spoil what's what you're going to watch on TV, mm-hmm. so you can find out like who won a competition before it airs That's on TV. Oh, okay, yeah. You want to see it kind of produced and put together. I, I kind of want to see it edited down. Yeah, and yeah. I they'll want take it ruined. They'll take like how many days, hours in a week? You days. know, like hundred something hours, and break it down to basically three hours a yeah. week. And and a lot of guys they live on the feeds, and you can get on Reddit, and they'll have they'll fill you in. They'll fill you in, but yeah. I, I kind of want to know what's Perfect. happening from Six. these images. Though I think uh, Paloma should win. Oh, yeah? You like Paloma? Yeah, Paloma well, should be the one. I've got some bad news for you coming up. Oh, um, no. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, we've got Alyssa, Daniel, Amira, oh. Pooch, Brittany, Joseph, who was an alternate because there was a guy originally casted. Turns out he was on America's Got Talent, so there's some kind of, like, non-compete. I heard just a lot of people were upset that they're like, why don't y'all cast normal people other than the yeah. people who've been on other reality shows? Yeah. So it's jo- like, well, just get like Steve, you know, instead of this guy who's trying to promote himself. Yeah. So jo- Which I'm totally fine with. Uh, Indy, uh, who's a Brazilian chick, um, she's not going to win anything, but she's good to look at. She can win your um, heart. She could win my heart. Uh, Kyle, Jasmine, Turner, Nicole. Uh, did you ever play Apex Legends? Yeah. Does she not look like Bangalore? Yeah, she does. Bangalore. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Michael, Paloma, Monty, Taylor, and Terrence. Terrence so right off the bat, when we got the cast, uh, first episode was Wednesday. They released the cast on Tuesday. Yeah, they released it only 24 hours before. Which in years past, sometimes it's a week or two weeks out. Right off the bat, I was like, this cast sucks. I hated them all. Like, I, don't, I don't have anybody to root for. Not looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. After the episode, a lot more people were likable. Yeah, I think there's only two or three I don't like. Two or three. Yeah, me too. Terrence is like 47. He's a... Bus driver, like a city bus driver out of Chicago. I'm rooting for him just because he's an older dude. They usually are the first ones to get picked they off. Usually, yeah, they get picked off really quick. They get picked off really quick. Um, I like Monty. Uh, he's going to be kind of like a physical, Monty. and I think he'll do well. On the, you have a type, Matt. I, yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. Let's see. Um, who's next? Uh, Nicole, I like her. She's a former cop. She was a cop for 10 years, and then now she's a private chef. So former cops, there was a winner. Uh, Derek. Derek. He was a former, he was an undercover cop. So their skill set, they're kind of. But you can't let them know that. You can't let them know, no. Because they'll know, like, how, dece- you know, like, if you tell them you're a detective, they'll be like, oh, well, that guy can fucking solve anything. Or yeah, that so guy's, we'll, you know, yeah, really we'll, overthinking things. We'll get him out. Yeah, they'll be like, I'm a. I'll, they'll say I'm a teacher. I'm a whatever. They, you know, don't tell me you're a lawyer or if oh, you're. So they don't know anything. You can about lie. They, no, you can lie all yeah, you want. You can lie. There's no rules to the game. There's no rules as far as your social. Like you can go in and be completely open. Be like, yeah, I'm mad. I'm 
33, I've got... No, you're not 33. So the show's not going to snitch on them at all? You said I can be completely open, and then you immediately lie. I'm Matt. I'm 36. I'm a project manager. <laughs> that I've was got, smooth, I've got though. a kid. I wasn't even thinking. I've got, see, he just, he just, he just big-brothered you, dog. Yeah, yeah, see? He just lied to your face, and you believe like, it. So, so big, the show's never going to snitch on them? Like, no, no. The production will never They let don't have any know. interaction with anybody okay. other than Julie Chin, who they talk to remotely from like outside a studio. Okay, yeah. Yeah. They don't have a phone, a computer, a TV. Well, they have a TV, but it's to broadcast messages to them. Yeah. They have no access to the outside world. They have no books, no nothing. Yeah. You they just like, walk in with like clothes and cigarettes and whatever. They provide food yeah. and all that shit. So, so they, they have like in. a pool table outside. They've got a hot tub, a Which is where pool. a lot of conversations go around. Yeah. So you try to tell somebody like there's no rules. You can lie straight to someone's face and then you can, you know, stab them in the back later. And that just means you're a good player. That's what you love about it. There's no Mr. Nice Guy. And when people say, I can't believe he lied right to me. And it's like, yeah, no, that's dude, that's, they just played Big Brother on you. That's why I try yeah. to tell people like there's no rules. You can literally like swear on your mother's life, and then go go double cross them five minutes later, and they'll say, "But you swore." It's like, well, look where we're at, you fucking idiots. Yeah, that's that's the whole point of Big Brother is to lie, that's cheat, the, and steal your way to seven hundred fifty thousand. That's the part that I really got into. Is the oh, game, that's the best part. The gameplay. Yeah. yeah, it's like all right. So, me and him, first night in the house, you have a bond, so y'all kind of team up. We say, hey, we're gonna take each other to the final two. And no then you go, what. you know who else is cool? These Cisco and Alex. Guys. And then we'll bring y'all in. Hey, there's four of us now. Maybe we'll swing two more people. Now we have a six-person alliance. We got strength in numbers. It's all about strength in numbers. We can control you, votes. Yeah, it's a voting system. But little did you know, I've been talking to Paloma. Exactly. Pool, and well, y'all don't know we have a final two. Yeah. So we'll carry you as far as we need you. And then we'll fucking And then we'll just you. cut you. <laughs> so that home. part of the game, the Damn. gameplay is what I like. It's ruthless. The that's mind, the whole point. The mind games, the, the strategizing, that's Deceiving. what I like. Yeah, backstabbing. Yeah. So and is, then, is it pretty watered down, though? With I know we talked about this before, Andrew and I, about like them just getting these pretty faces now. and like Now, now in the last like five to whatever years, seven years. Since, so, since social media has become more prevalent, people don't want to hurt their image. Because before, man, they would lie on a stack of Bibles yeah. And then double cross you. Now it'd be like, well, I kind of want to like get this endorsement deal, or I kind of want to gain more followers, or I want to go on. You know, I want to, I want to go on this reality show after this, so yeah. I want to be viewed as a bad guy. Mm-hmm. But back in the day, like, yeah, Big Brother dude, was better back in the day for sure. They would give him alcohol. Like one dude got kicked off like night two because he got drunk and like held a knife to a chick's throat. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, dude, that's the American. It was fucking the wild. American yeah, yeah, Holy like season two God. or three. Yeah, it was wild, dude. Um, wow. It was just much more raw back in the day because reality TV didn't grow. It was in its infancy, yeah. yeah. It hadn't grown into this. They didn't know that once you get out, there's a whole world that viewed you this way. And, you know, you, like I said, you just don't want to hurt your image. Yeah, so we met all the house guests. Um, I think I've got my mine that I'm rooting for so far. It's Monty. I like Jasmine. Um, Jasmine. And Terrence. Jasmine's my low-key crush. Okay, I see Jasmine. She's kind of hot. And who else? That's Jasmine. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I think Jasmine was up on your phone. Yeah, right there. Oh, okay. Um, got that porcelain milkshake. Uh, porcelain milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I kind of like Pooch. Poocherelli. That's a great nickname, too. Yeah, Poocherelli. It, if Turner and Pooch don't come together and make a, make an alliance called Turner and Pooch, what are they, <laughs> what are they really doing? I mean, let's oh be honest, God. dude. That's a great connection. Well, let's be honest, dude. You know, like, CBS <laughs> yeah. those two together. Yeah. Like, come on, please make that connection. But I do have a bottom three. I don't like Turner. I don't like Taylor, Miss Michigan. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, I don't I don't like, like Taylor. Kyle. I don't like Taylor, like you said. Kyle can suck a bag of dicks. And who was your other one? Turner? Uh, Turner, Turner looks like a weasel. 
You know, he is a I weasel, thought that dude. I he looks like he a looked, legit weasel. I thought he looked like yeah. a terrible filter of like two people coming together. Yeah, what's your baby gonna look like? But once you get to know him, like he lived in a van for a long time. He owns mm. like his own vintage shop. Mm. Oh, he's lying. You didn't get on Reddit. You haven't oh, been on Reddit. He's a lying piece so of shit. So his sister came out. She's gay. No. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that doesn't came out of the closet. Yeah, yeah that's what you're talking. His about. His sister apparently says this dude's a big piece of shit. What? Yeah, his own sister said she's that. She's mad that CBS is giving him a platform because he's got like DV charges against him. What's DV? Domestic violence. Oh wow, that sucks. He's like emotionally abusive to like his family. No shit. Well, fuck that, that and guy. that's why he was out living out on a fucking van because nobody, nobody wanted him. Nobody around. wanted him. Wow. Okay. So, well, yeah. Well, I agree with your bottom three. Then I yeah, didn't know don't that. Don't like that. Always dude. trust tr- to, uh, trust Reddit too. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Everything you read on the internet's true. Yeah. So I Kyle, believe it. Kyle says he's unemployed, but really he's trying to make it big on TikTok. He wants. He, to, he's he's there as a platform. He's that's a mo- the why I hate him so much. He's a Mormon from Ex-Mormon. Utah. Ex Mormon from Utah. He makes cringy dance videos like with, with his, his mom, mom like and twerking and stuff with his family. It's great. Every time um, you see him in a home video, he's twerking with his mom. Yeah, it's really cringy. Um, so, yeah, night one, really, there wasn't a whole lot to do. Um, they had all the house guests in. You meet all the house guests. And then they had an HOH competition, which is head of household. So head of household, he is in, kind of in charge for the week. He nominates two people for eviction um, uh, at the end of the week. So uh, – for the HOH competition, they kind of had three mini games, and the winner of those three mini games got to play for got to advance to like a championship round uh, to decide who to was decide, HOH. Yeah. Um, and um, it was Daniel Monty and it was another dude Turner, wasn't it Turner? Yeah, it was Turner. Daniel Monty and Turner. Daniel ended up getting it was a puzzle. They had basically had to put a puzzle. They had like to put a, a 3D puzzle, puzzle together. together. So Daniel, it was, it was really close though. Yeah, Daniel won, so he's HOH. Um, Pooch got what they called a backstage pass because this uh, every game has a theme, so it's either like I don't know, like surfing. Yeah, it's always or, different. It's always a different theme. This one happened to be like a festival theme, like a music festival. So they had this. Thing really, I a, think the whole season's going to be a yeah, summer like festival, a festival theme. Yeah. So they, they really had this, were pushing that. They had this thing called the backstage pass, and it was selected at random. And Pooch won. Pooch was selected, so he didn't get to compete in any of the games. He doesn't get to compete in any of the competitions later this week. But he's safe. But he's safe. He can't. So go he can't home. be nominated. Yeah, he can't go um, home. At all. So at the end of it, he had to. He had to. Uh, pick three other people to be in the backstage with him. Who one of them could potentially be nominated. There was like a twist where it wasn't like they're safe either. Yeah, one they're of them not could, safe. They can yeah. still be they can still be nominated. One of them could still be nominated. And so it wasn't like a prize for everybody. He had to it was kinda like, you know, whoever gets picked. So let me be short since straws. you don't know the game, let me break it down for you like how the week goes. So there's an HOH competition and HOH is selected. Um and then he or she nominates two for eviction. And then there's what's called a POV or a power of veto competition. So where the two people nominated for uh, eviction and then four other players, they get to at play random draw. at random draw, yeah, they get to play in a competition to win a veto, uh, a veto play. Okay. So if the two, one of, obviously if one of the two. Yeah, say y'all are nominated. And one, and one of you, you win, you want to not, you want to veto his nomination to take yourself. You're going to save take, yourself. You're going to save yourself. It's just a yeah. common move to save yourself. You H, veto it. Then the HOH has to so he has to nominate replacement. Right. They got to nominate someone else. And then uh, Sunday is uh, is the vote. And then, okay. and then the week starts all over. Another HOH. Yeah. Another. Well, and you should say with the vote, it's you know, it's um 
What's it called? Unan- unanimous. Or it's uh, unanimous. anonymous. Anonymous. Yeah. Anonymous. Where you go in a back room and you'll say, I cast my vote to evict Alex. No one else knows it. You know, I, I said it to a camera. Nobody was in there with me. So they'll you say. You can see it as the viewer. Yeah, we see it, but no one else in the house. So they don't yeah. know who voted for who. That way you can't get fucked over next week. Yeah. You know, and then they'll say, by a vote to six to four, Alex, you've been evicted. You've been and evicted. It. You're done. You got to go. Meanwhile, you're safe. You know, you you're, yeah. you made it through one more week. Yeah. And they just do that week after week after week until there's down to three. And then those three and then three goes down to two real quick in the same night. And then the final two get voted on by people who were already evicted. Yeah, that's basically it. You just and that's why you have to lie and everything. You can be honest and upfront, but that rarely works. You kind of have to play all angles. You know, you have to be on everybody's good side, but not too much to where it looks like you have a favorite. So it's, it's like an art form. So dude. there's 16 people. Um, the first like four are eliminated and they just go straight home. Yeah. And then everybody after that, until the final three, go to jury. Yeah, I think they have nine. They have so nine. It's an, they it's have, an odd number. They have nine jury members, and those are the ones who vote ultimately who wins the game. So another aspect of the game is what's called jury management. So yeah, once you start time. getting people in jury, you've yeah. got to figure out, okay, if I eliminate Alex, do, do I have his vote? You want to at least be nice so to him on the way out, When though. they get evicted, <laughs> it's not like they're watching the show. It's nope. like they have a grudge. Nope. They they go to another court. They go to a house they and they're and they're, they get sequestered and they're quarantined at another house and they don't know what's going well, on. Well, until someone else gets not, and then they come and they bring a little recap and they of get the last week. But they don't get to see like no. they see like one hour a week of what's going they, on. They, they, they get like very limited. Could they possibly be persuaded by other next, jury members? Other jury members. Yes. Oh yeah, because you'll come in good. and you'll say, you know what. Matt's actually a really good guy. He really cares for us, and you know, or they'll say Matt's a piece of shit. He lied to me too, and they'll go, "Oh, Matt lied to me too," and that could really taint oh, the jury because, okay. yeah, because you don't want to. That's what I'm saying. You got to be very careful because if you do too much, too much, too fast, you know, it could like really. That's what happened to Paul. Paul should have won twice. Twice, yeah. But he had he just didn't manage the jury correctly, and so yeah, there's there's a lot of angles. I mean, there's a lot of ways you can play. It's you a can, great show of all time. You can try to be a power player and win a lot of competitions. Yeah, um, you can lay low. And kind of just kind of sit back be and, and, and be a floater and kind of get your you know couple people <clears throat> and be you know be loyal to them. Um, <laughs> but there's a lot of there's a lot of ways to play it, and it's if you're into strategy and kind of mind games, it's really. I didn't think I would like. When we you may have listened to old episodes when he yeah. would talk about Big Brother. I got sixty seconds, dude. I would sit back. I, like, this is the dumbest shit ever. And then <laughs> I started watching. He got me, uh, it may have been last year. He got uh, me. It would have been at least a year before. I, I love when you, were, when you were hooked on it and watching it at work and like <laughs> Dude, neglecting his family. Yeah, <laughs> like, you power through it. Like every, you know, because, I mean, y'all do do a podcast every week or try to, but. Yeah, once every three months. Yeah, 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 no. yeah we don't but talk just, about that. It's just funny, like the next episode. No, Matt he, would be like, while we were gone, like, I watched seven seasons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're each like, tw- like, it's on three days a week. So, I mean, it's all 30, summer. It's usually like 30 episodes. Yeah, so he's talking about like hundreds of episodes. But you got to think, I sit at my desk nine hours a day. And yeah, it doesn't work. And you can probably just listen to it. Yeah, right? and I, you know, I may look yeah, down when if something's he, happening. And if something's getting loud, yeah, yeah. you kind of watch. Yeah, but, you know, I can sit here and That's have what people do with right live here. feeds. Yeah. You can put it on right now. And yeah. there's like a hundred something cameras. Because there's just cameras everywhere and mics everywhere. That's yeah. There's no film crew following them. There's just cameras and that, everywhere. So and that's why that's, you feel natural. And that's where you pick up on the little conversations and you can see, oh, well, these yeah. two are talking, and then these four are hanging out, and then <laughs> oh, they're starting this alliance, yeah. and they're plotting. Yeah, you if see, you get into all that, like it's yeah. it's. 
he'll tell you like first hand. I'll be the one in the cut. Be like, hey, this motherfucker's talking about it. Oh, yeah, and sit back hey, and no, watch it. Cisco would be so funny to watch in this. He would have so many other people fighting and, and, and paying attention. That's that, actually a smart strategy. There's that angle. Like, yeah, the that's a smart, that's, that's the not agitator. a bad strategy. Like people will play both <laughs> sides. Like, yeah, well, I heard they're gunning for you next week, so, and then they'll go over to the other side. But like, yeah, dude, they have no is, idea. If you get caught in that lie. You you're fucked. fucked. Oh yeah, you're Cisco's, going home. That's the only problem with Cisco. He'd be caught laughing on the couch or yeah. whatever, whenever they're doing the vote. If they figure it out, you'd be yeah. so. But if you want to get into it, you can watch everything on uh, Paramount Plus. If you want okay. it, I got my login. I'll give you my login, and okay. you can start watching Big Brother. And then you can catch if you want to watch the live season. It's on Channel Eleven, Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday. Yep, highly recommended. You want to do Fuck Mary Kill? Let's uh, yeah, let's take a shot and then we'll do uh, Fuck Mary Kill. Ooh. I gotta pull in my cast again. Oh, gotcha. You gotta send me this, so it's gotta go on Instagram. Send you what? He just took. What's your, uh, your watch back? No, get the experience. Get the full experience. It's getting hot under here. Yeah, it's kind of cool for me. It's cooling off. Okay, um, I guess we should point out. Uh, Daniel got HOH. He won. Um, it'll be kind of interesting. I've, yeah. I'm not watching live feeds, so I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I'm sure he's I know, already made. I know alliances have already formed. Yeah. Um, that picture that you made a meme yeah, of. Some, I didn't make. I made the meme. Somebody else meme. did all the work. Yeah, they making did that, the work. Making that, like, board. <clears throat> um, Which, that's really a great way to describe Big Brother. Yeah. There's, like, so much going on. You're trying to connect yeah, it all. Especially early. Just trying like, to explain it to somebody who doesn't know it. They'll just Yeah, I felt like I was all over the place explaining it to Cisco. But... Uh, if you want to watch it, you can start with an old season. You can wa- you can watch live. What would Man. be season ten? Your season ten. Ten or sixteen. Ten or sixteen. Or any Big Brother Canada season because yeah, Big Brother Canada is. Matt loves Big Brother. I haven't watched any Canada. It is far superior. It is better than anything they've put out. The U.S. has put out since sixteen. Probably the best player of all time plays in season ten. You talking about Gan- Dan? Dan, yeah. Oh, Dan over Derek. Yeah. I could see that. I think Derek used Cody. Derek was like mind games, too. Oh, yeah. He I think Cody he used Cody as a shield, yeah, and a shield a lot. Dan probably is, because even after he came back. Yeah, go they, ahead. I was going to say, he still got all the way to second, didn't he? Yeah. And after they knew the kind of player he was. And the, the most iconic, I can't say the most, one of the most iconic scenes or speeches in Big Brother history was his Dan's funeral. Yeah, Dan's funeral. This yeah, dude I, backed I, himself into a corner like he had lied himself into a corner. And he like, had a punishment. He had to go in a closet for like an for like 24 hours 24 straight. 24 hours. With and total isolation. And instead of just sitting there and just like moping, he came up with this plan. And he had a funeral for himself. He called everybody He called in, everybody made in. Made a big deal. He started crying. Everyone felt so bad for him. And he was like, in his head, you know, he's like, these fucking idiots are buying this right now. And he just was like. Just it was like a metaphor. It was like a metaphor. For like, yeah. my game is dead. You know, I lied to you, and I'm so sorry for I, what I did to you. I know Please I'm getting me. voted out. Yeah. Because before he went into isolation, he was gone. And then he went into isolation, came up with this plan, called everybody together, put on this great performance, like this acting job, and then he survived. And then he went on. Went on to win. Went on to win. And yeah, That was probably the greatest moment in Big Brother history, in my to opinion. And to boot, to top it all off, this dude is a Catholic school preacher. 
not a preacher. He's like a <laughs> or, uh, football, sorry, he's like a, he's Catholic a coach, school teacher, teacher, teacher sorry, and coach. coach. He's like a football yeah. coach. But yeah, season ten or sixteen is probably a yeah. Great he always wore his cross and he was like, yeah, "Sorry." Like every time he yeah. like lied, like apologized and like kiss his cross. All like right, a better performance than the uh, than the Amber Heard dude. So good. Where do you think <laughs> so she learned good. all this from, dude? Yeah, where Dan Giesling. Yeah, season ten. All right, so we're gonna do, and you know, it's just off of looks. They could play too. Uh, we're gonna play fuck Mary kill with the cast. All right, all right. Who are you going? I'm killing that guy. You're killing Turner? Dan. <laughs> Cisco is quick on that. Yeah, all right. You'll fit right I'll go in first. the Big Brother community. I'm fucking Indy Santos, the Brazilian bombshell. Okay, I'm fucking, yeah. No, you ain't fucking her too. Get out of here. That's <laughs> no, why I went first. No, Eskimo Brothers. <laughs> no, we're not Damn Eskimo it. Brothers. Yeah, Indy? Her yeah, name's Indy. Okay. Indy Santos. I thought you said right. Andy. So, I was looking for an Andy. So <laughs> I'm going to fuck. <laughs> you fucking looking for Andy? <laughs> hey, there was a gay guy named Andy that won. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to fuck Paloma. Ah, uh, man, y'all are going to have... Bro, can we be Eskimo Brothers? We can be Eskimo. <laughs> okay. I won't be stingy, bro. Okay. I am. You ain't touching my Brazilian girl. All right. Who you fucking? Uh, give me a give me a few more seconds. I got to. No, you're analyze. good. Oh man, <laughs> he likes Paloma too. Hey, I, more Eskimo brothers the merrier. Who to marry? Fuck him or marry him? You tell me. Or you can kill her. I can kill more than one person. You can kill everyone. <laughs> <laughs> He's going straight murder. Okay, for I got three. I got mine. Do I? Are we just doing fuck right now? Yeah, we're doing. Who 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 you hooking up with, dog? I'm definitely hitting Paloma up. Okay. Okay. Who you got? Let's go. You can be Eskimo Brothers. You can say Paloma. So this was Mary. That's what we just did. No, no we're, we're doing fuck fucking. right now. Oh, yeah. Y'all are all fucking Paloma? Yeah. Y'all dirty dogs. I'm first, though. <laughs> it goes by age. <laughs> okay. Right, oh, wait. That means me. That makes me last. <laughs> Gross. Who are you marrying? I am going to marry Joseph Ebden, the Syrian beefcake lawyer who's going to take care of me and hold me in those big arms. Point, okay. point out? Where, oh, I see. I see him. The replacement. Okay. Yeah, dude. Total beefcake. Yeah, he's rich. Successful Chisel. lawyer. He was like Syrian and something else, like something so exotic. Seemed like total cool dude. <laughs> total beefcake. Total beefcake. We're going to just watch like Top Gun Maverick in theater together, you know, like fucking play some foosball afterwards. Whatever happens, happens. I don't know. Maybe it's just like a non-sexual kind of marriage, you know? You sugar, never know. Sugar daddy. Last year, I married Travis, the beach dude <laughs> from, from Hawaii. That most of our in Austin and moved to Hawaii. All right, I'm gotta gonna, go with beefcake. I'm gonna marry Jasmine. She looks like she'll take care of me. She's southern. She looks like she can take care of me. All right. So Good I feel enough. like I feel like these next two answers are we're at a disadvantage because we don't know their personalities. So I'm basically going off of looks, but uh, you can marry Paloma. She's that good, bro. I gotta, I gotta choose someone different though, right? Oh no. uh, well, and I I'm think not, you do. Yeah, I'm not gonna marry fair. someone. These two guys are fucking. That's true. Yeah, yeah you should mix it up. <laughs> These dirty assholes. <laughs> I'm gonna marry a uh, Mira. Okay. Mira's cute. Amira. She's a should be at the top. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Cute little thing. All right, big decision, Cisco. Who you got? Looking at Terrence. <laughs> he scrolled hey, down and just stopped hey, right there. Think about it. He's a bus driver. He doesn't make that good Probably of money. I got that union job, though. Probably set up. And he's a DJ. Oh, dude, he is. He's like the hottest DJ. He's like DJ Showtime. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, give me the cop, dude. Okay. I want okay. Right, Nicole Leong. Cool. Okay. And this is an easy one. I'm fucking, I'm killing Kyle. I can't stand that guy. Killing that makes Kyle. TikTok videos. That makes TikTok videos with his mom. I think I might have seen him like on my, like, because I'll send him like some dance videos every once in a while, and I, I, I think I've seen him. You probably have. <laughs> Side um, right in his 
Like it seemed like his mom like shaking. He said he's more like he like, right? he, like, he like pretended to like cough and it started like dancing or something. <laughs> I'm a I'm a kill Taylor. I'm a kill Miss Michigan. That's a good pick too. I should say we're all just kidding here. Yeah, I don't I'm endorse the weasel, dude. <laughs> I'm a pacifist. Matthew's gonna die. Turner, he just goes by Turner. All right, that's a good pick too. Now that we know he's a piece of shit. Alex, uh, are you killing? Man, just don't kill don't kill Terrence or my husband. <laughs> okay, I can't go back to working. I, I can't, need that dude, Daniel's haircut's pissing me off, bro. I think I got to take him out. Daniel's choking by his hair. Yeah, <laughs> I think the female version of your wife, dog. And if you need any more motivation to kill him, he's a Elvis impersonator. Oh, in that's Vegas. true. He's like a Vegas uh, Elvis, which kind of means pretty good I'm though. If he's in Vegas doing that, stop him out with some blue suede shoes. <laughs> All right, sorry, dudes. Hey, you did. Who are you, who are you killing? Oh, I was killing Turner. Oh, you're ca- oh, yeah, you already said. My yeah. bad. Yeah, I didn't know that about I feel him. bad. Did anyone say anything about Alyssa? Because Alyssa's kind of a fox, That's what too. I'm saying. Nobody wanted to fuck her or marry her? Fuck oh, it, she dude. can come over with me. I feel bad. I don't you know. You know what? Joseph's pretty cool about open marriages, so I think we can swing that. <laughs> Is he cool about open marriages or arranged marriages? Oh, Middle Eastern joke. Hey, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we got anything else on? Do you want to give a prediction on the winner? Oh, yeah, we can do that. Um... I think Monty, just because, you know, he's big, strong, and actually seems really smart, but that can put a big target on your back. I feel like I haven't seen the show, but maybe Jasmine. Jasmine's like actually it. a solid like pick. It. Yeah, I like that pick. Because it's not all – you don't want to just go with, like, the big, strong guy. Because lots like of times you'll see that picture. as a target. I think, who, I think she is. Might have been. I said – well, I said maybe Monty – Monty seems like a he seems player. like he has like he has a really good personality, yeah. and if you're like Xavier last year, very fucking strong dude, very great player, attorney. but he also had a great yeah we didn't tell anybody that yeah he didn't but tell he also had a great a um, social game social game's a big part of it you can't just be like a beefcake because you can't win HOH two weeks in a row so you're not just gonna run the house yeah. every week it's somebody different. So you got to be able to make friendships. So it has to be somebody different. Yeah, yeah. can't okay. go back. So to that. that that prevents somebody from just going on yeah, like eight run the house, like, like a four a week. I think I am going to go Monte because I think he's going to form alliances that'll keep himself early, and he might just kind of like blow up more near the end once there's like down to like six people. So I'll, I'll say Monte. I'm going to go wild card here because I think <laughs> we haven't had a female winner in a while. I'm going to go Nicole because with her cop background and she is. I think she can be a you know a, a comp she's threat, basically like Casey from yeah, a few years ago. A comp last, threat. I think she was the last female to win. I think I think Nicole's got a chance. Yeah. I think she'll do well socially. I feel like she has a lot of muscles too. Uh, she does. does. She, yeah, she's pretty. She's in good shape. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna call my shot here and say that it's the final two is gonna be Pooch versus Jasmine, and Jasmine's gonna win. Mm. Taking your wife, huh? Or was that your wife? That's my wife. That's my boo. <laughs> Pooch right. seems like the kind of guy, though, like Brent Champagne last year. Like, Brent Champagne. That would kind of just shoot himself in the foot by, yeah. like, a lot of those guys that are, like, East Coast. No, not to stereotype them, but I think they just have, like, a lot of a much, too much of, um, what's the word, like, confidence or just machismo. And they kind of talk themselves up too much. Yeah. But and it, that can just fuck you so over. So it's not, it's not, like, uh, likable in any sense? Well, no. It can come off as brash. Just being cocky yeah. and brash, yeah, it can just kind of okay. bite you in the yeah, ass. Yeah, I, I can, I. He's, the, and totally there's nothing wrong. wrong with that in the real world. You want to have confidence, but in the Big Brother house, if you're just like, I'm the strongest guy here, I'm the smartest guy here, they're like, well, then fuck, I need to get you out because you're the biggest competition to me. Yeah. You yeah. know? Good point. And I just think he'd be that kind of guy. I could be totally wrong, though. He could be. He could be the most likable guy. And it really, to me, to play a good Big, good big Brother game, you got to be likable. 
You got to be able to like people like you, trust you, Cur- but, 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 but have the balls to like lie and to stab them in the back. Like like we said, Andy a couple few years ago, yeah, he was very just like kind of petite little likable gay guy, and everyone just was on his. But then when it came down to it, he would make ruthless decisions. And it, but he would be like pat you on the back, smile as you walked out the door, and they're like, oh, he yeah, won. That's a good guy. Yeah, yeah he, won, he won because everyone liked him. They're like, oh, he he did me dirty, but we're yeah. friends. Did uh? So what what day do these? Come on. Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday. Oh, my God. And it is what? Late. Just set your DVR. <laughs> At like 7? 7, 7.30, something like okay. that. It's either s- I'm a bit yeah. interested now since I've stared at their pictures for like 30-something minutes. Just set your DVR. You can find it You can find it uh, on Paramount Plus. You can watch episode one tonight, tomorrow. Yeah, okay. yeah they, they upload them, I think, the next day. Yeah. What's our time right now? I'm just curious. Uh, two and a half. Godly. Okay. I I've been saying a lot of golly lately, too. Golly. <laughs> Since I got kids, I can't say God damn it. She's golly. Yeah. Look at that. I feel I, like such an old man. I don't know. I, I, didn't, I didn't prepare anything for sports. I was going to do this thing uh, where I started previewing World Cup. Like U.S. players, oh, we ain't got time for that shit. I know, bro. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a four-hour episode, and, man. And no, bring? just just where you could watch them, like leading TV up, schedule, like yeah. leading up to the well, World Cup. it and starts. I'll, should we bring up Olive Garden? Oh, that's your hill, hill to die on. on. There you Thank go. you. Let's hear it. Come on, man. Who's going? My hill first? to die on is that Alex Olive Garden is trash. Why? Where do you live? Can you tell me just a general Why, area? Fireman. You're telling me <laughs> that you can't find a better you can't find a better Italian food in Flower Mountain. I mean, I could try, but like, so I think that you're misunderstanding my argument. With, Maybe I am. Give me your argument. So I'm not saying that Olive Garden is high quality food. No, that it's high quality Italian not. food. <laughs> but for you both to say, which I don't know Cisco's opinion, but for you both to say like it's hot dog shit garbage i can't <laughs> let that i can't let that stand the way the way that you literally said by a landfill whenever <laughs> I, you said, where's it located by a landfill so okay i stand by that joke that was a good joke but um my i guess why, why is it trash tell me why it's trash in comparison to other places that no, no 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 Tell me why it's okay. trash. Okay. The There's bread- a, you could do that with everything. You could do that with the fucking hamburger. You're absolutely right. The breadsticks used to be good. Now, three out of the five are croutons. You don't ever get a soft breadstick. Okay. Never well, when's the soft- last time you've been? You act like this is... I bought him a gift card for Christmas. Yeah. Did you As really? A As a <laughs> that's a solid... That's better than your landfill. That was like joke. a way of trolling him. <laughs> He's like, oh, cool, Olive Garden. Landry likes it, so I have to eat there every okay. once in a while. My sister, okay. when we visit her... She loves it, so I have to eat there every once in a while. Last time okay. I went, I just had a bad but experience. But guess what? Just ask for another batch of breadsticks because they're free, brother. Right, they're going to cough all over the that. The next three, 60% of them are going to be croutons. Okay, guess what? They're free, bro, and they taste delicious when you get a good one. <laughs> Try it out. I did. And the only way, okay, I, can, the only so way I can choke it down is I'm going to order a $4 bottle of uh, What else? I don't, I don't accept it. I don't accept the breadstick. What, what else you got? Why else is it trash? It's just not good food. <laughs> That's all you got, it's brother. It's not good that, food. No, listen, That's kind of the only argument you need, though, when you're talking about restaurant quality. Not, but, like, my my argument to you is, okay, so do you, ha- do you have a, like, 
either the the the, the biggest issue I have is the acting too good for it. I'm too good I am for it. Let me stick my nose up to this this pasta that <laughs> is literally fucking noodles and sauce, bro. And like exactly. It, so why do I have to pay? $36 for okay, a Okay, I'll give you that. It's a bit, it's too pricey. <laughs> Alex finally budges this it's, much. <laughs> it's, too, it's too pricey. But where else besides, now, I now the funny thing is, I meant to mention this, our very first podcast together, I had fucking notes on notes about Olive Garden. You never brought it up. <laughs> I, had, I had, I printed out. Why what, did you have so many notes on Olive Garden? We talked about it. And I, thought, I thought you were going to. I, I carry them with me everywhere. I thought you were going to bring it up. But one of my one of my biggest arguments is that it's available. It's accessible. It's not. Yes, you can go and take a random shot in the dark at some italian place but how do you know that that's gonna be so you're like a creature of comfort i yeah absolutely okay, i'm yeah. a creature of comfort it, it, but like to and andrew said earlier like macaroni and grill or, which i found out is closed now apparently nobody else went there there's so i'm in the minority there or uh what else what else carino's, carino's, carino's is here carino's. like there's one in oklahoma city there's one there like there's I one like four miles that way though yeah I understand you don't have exaggerate to another state but I understand that. It's, it's not right down that's, the road. That's, that's still an hour from me. It, you know, when I'm talking about myself. Matt found a place today. But there's, yes, there's. What was pl- it called? Baluchis. Baluchis. <laughs> he always does that. Baluchis. There's <laughs> Do you order your food like this? Because I feel like you have to. There's I, definitely. I think you get slapped. No one sees the Italian hands we're doing right now. It looks like a duck's attacking me. <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely play, There's definitely mom and pop like places that you can go and get Italian food at. But, and I'm not, like I said, if you. If you say, hey, I want to go get a burger and fries or, like, wh- whatever else, and the family wants to go to Chili's, you've, you just go to Chili's. It's, like, it's not a big deal. That's the equivalent of what you get at Olive Garden. You're just going to get some fucking spaghetti. Yeah, yeah thank in, in, in all seriousness, my attitude towards Olive Garden is my attitude toward every chain restaurant. It is just not good food okay. to me. I'm okay with that. And if I can, if I can go somewhere else... I'll take a chance in being in the restaurant industry, my family owning restaurants. Yeah. I would much rather give my money to a small mom and pop and it not be good. And me mark it off the list. Okay. That I understand that. And you're and and, and I'm limited. I only have, we only have so much here. If I lived in a town that had cool options, good options, but does flower man have that? Oh, you're just talking about in general, in general. I'm just saying okay. if I lived in an area, just name it made up town, but I've got tons New York of cool, city, Pubs totally and little and little you know little delis and mom and pop. I would never go to a chain. What are you getting when you go to an, any Italian food place? What sort of what, what's your go to? I do like chicken parm. That's a fucking go to. Yeah, that's or it's like probably chicken Alfredo. One of those two. Okay, I was. That's kind of my main question. Are you going Alfredo or are you going red sauce? I can do both. I prefer a cream sauce, a cream based sauce. I think that's I think Alfredo. The biggest reason why y'all don't like because I can't. I don't like. Uh, Olive Garden's Alfredo shit either. I think it's disgusting, honestly. The the Alfredo stuff, especially like if you get it, like you know when they do the the like uh, buy one get one to take with mm-hmm. you, reheating that stuff, dude. It's just greasy. Uh, yeah. It's a and, greasy, and gross it's mess. It's it's not yeah. good. But I I do like the like the uh, tomato based sauces that they have. I don't think it's bad. And to your opinion, like you can find. YouTube videos, because I looked it up today, because I'm a bit obsessive about this, because I really like Olive Garden. You can, <laughs> you can find uh, Italian people eating 
Olive Garden, and they're like, oh, no. Like, this. Yeah. I, I've heard this is going to be bad. I heard it's going to be bad. And they don't fucking mind it. They don't care. They're, I'm going to send you a TikTok. There's, a, vi- there's a video of, like, old ladies, like, old Italian <laughs> ladies, like, trying it. And there's some, like, the older, the more they're against it. But then, like, there's some that are like, this isn't nearly as bad as I. As, wow, what a ringing endorsement. As I this thought isn't nearly be. as bad as, as I thought. Well, think about it. That's all they hear is, yeah. like, oh, America has this. Uh, I'm not going to try to do it. <laughs> Please do an <laughs> Italian accent. <laughs> <laughs> they they had you know in like spaghetti and meatballs is like a made up thing. Even though like while I was in Rome, I asked for spaghetti and meatballs. That's a made up. What that, are you talking about? It's American. It's yeah. Not what? Italian. And that's what? another. And that's what do they not, call it meat sauce. Well, they no. don't have meatball. That's not no. meat, shut the fuck up. What are they? They were in jail on the on the Goodfellas, and they were fucking making meatballs. Yeah, but those are Americans. True that. Good point. Good my point. my thing is, is yeah, I, I didn't. Well, you know what? Uh, we fucking do it better over here. Well, I wasn't gonna bring it up, but you know, I went to Italy too, and I didn't see one chicken parm. I didn't see yeah. Alfredo. I, that's all us. That's all us. Pizza, pizza is us. The pizza we know. Yeah, that's us. Their pizza over there is completely different. Completely different like style. style. I didn't get to. Ha- no, it, it's, it's. I can show you a picture. It's it's. It's interesting. Is it's it better in the or family, worse? but it's not. It's different. I, it's I don't. Not I, what we. It's not Pizza Hut, Papa John's. It's not what we do. It's not even New York style. It's totally different. I don't know how to explain. Dude, it. you I, had it over there. I'm not I sure if it. it's like if they they may make it differently. I'm sure they make it differently in different parts of Italy. I'm about to say, and it's regional like over there. What I had was a very fluffy, pillowy mm-hmm. crust. Yep. And then the middle of the pizza. Extremely thin. I mean, I'm talking that exactly like razor paper thin, and like, it's and it's basil and uh, big chunks of mozz. Like it's not. Sounds like we're doing it better. I don't know, <laughs> man. It was fucking good. Um, it was but, very tasty. Uh, was but good, I will, though. you know, I'm. Yeah, you gotta check out Jimmy's because everything's imported. Like all the seasonings and wine and all stuff imported from Italy. All their meats and proteins are imported from Chicago. Uh, it's that that place you took me is like a sandwich shop. Yeah, the sandwich shop. God damn, that looked good. Yeah, I'll try that. But yeah, I'll, I'll be serious for a second. I bust your balls because it was kind of like a blood shark in the water type deal. Like, yeah, I, I knew what you. We were so you were we were going back and forth, but that's my that's my argument with any chilies. So Fridays, Applebee's. Like, if I have another op, if I have a choice between Pop's Burger Stand and Chili's. Or McDonald's or Whataburger, I'm going to the mom and pop. I every and single you time. had me until Whataburger. It I, makes I fucking love Whataburger. It makes complete sense. I I get where you're coming from now with that as well. My my only issue is is like I know I like the chicken parmesan from <laughs> Olive Garden and like just using that as an example because after uh after I got back from uh from my trip, I wanted to try different pizza places right like around town, right? Yeah. And like for instance, I tried. Uh, I tried this one. I just looked up a random place, and they're like, "Oh, you know, like really good brick oven pizza sort of thing." I go and get it, and they they cut it into squares. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I was so I was so pissed. I'm like, "No, dude, I'm not. I'm. I just. I don't want to. I don't want to take that risk. I'm gonna go and just get what I like, and I'm and I'm good there. But also, like, I just I had it a whole bunch. I again." Yes, you can go and get better quality food elsewhere, but I know what I know what I like, and for the fact that, and the reason why I get so heated is y'all are just like it's not good at all. It's not it's it's terrible. We didn't say it's not good at all. We just said there's better options. 
Like that was no, that's not true. Y'all said well, it was no, not no. good word at all. Word for word, what I said is it is the Denny's of Italian food. Do you like Denny's? No. I fucking hate Denny's. That's the point. How do you not like Denny's? Like, There's it's, better options. Waffle House. No, that's not it, That's not the question. There's better options. Do you like Denny's? And you no. said no. No. Food is not so you good. Don't, so you don't like breakfast food? I do. I just don't like Denny's breakfast food. <laughs> What's the difference? Quality. Quality. What's the difference? They have different quality. They're getting their eggs from different uh, hens. Probably not. <laughs> you see, your, point, your point's lost with me. Your so, point's so lost with me when it gets to that So why have different restaurants then? Why have different? Well, let's just have one place called restaurant. <laughs> Since there's no difference, let's just have one restaurant. Where are we going? Oh, uh, fuck. We only got one place. Well, tell me, tell me the fucking difference then. The difference is, is quality of food and how it's prepared and the seasonings used and the people cooking it. Well, like you're going to get... Know- you're gonna. You want Joanne who smokes a pack of camels unfiltered a day, or would you rather have some dude that's kind of studied and has a passion for it over here cooking your? Food? And you know that's happening with any mom and pop place you're going. You just you could get the same sort of Joanne smoking a pack going to any place that you go to. You're not fucking researching who's in the back cooking cooking up food. But if you're a regular, you figure that out. Yeah, I'm a regular at the Olive Garden <laughs> that I go to, and I know the fucking chicken parma is really good. I That's feel like it. Alex just really wants chicken parma from I do. Olive it actually Garden. sounds really good. Yeah, right? I think we can make it by 11 if we leave now. <laughs> Alex going to walk it all eat it. flip a table. Get this man a chicken parm. Uh, uh, all right, let's put it to bed. You like Olive Garden. I love that you love Olive Garden. <laughs> I, love I know what to get you for your birthday, buddy. Hey, yeah. man, I'll, 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 take, I'll take it. <laughs> all right. Right. For real, though, you got to try Tuscan You know what I here. don't like, though, is fucking Red Lobster. There's, there's, Why like, don't you like Red Lobster? Because it's way too expensive. <laughs> okay. Now we're talking, if we're talking price, like, I can kind of, I can kind of make it, uh, like Claire's a, I can kind of make it to to a point with Olive Garden, but yep. But <laughs> Red Lobster is just seafood is seafood is one though that you can you can yep, you can dent on quality. You can ding them for quality because seafood you yeah. can get bad. You can get cheap seafood. You can get sick off of that. You can get cheap like, seafood, real absolutely. And you can mm-mm. yeah. There's a place here in town called Atkins. Seafood. Offer great things. No? You're, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I thought you were about to shit on me. No, I've never been. No, they, they own a commercial fishing uh, charter in Galveston. Oh, okay. And they truck up their seafood every single day. Uh, yeah, I've heard great things about Galveston. that place. And they have a new spot you can eat inside, right? Yeah, it's brand more new, brand new spot. Yeah, it's more like a And then they have a fish in. market where you can go in and buy fish to take home and cook. But I need to go there. Great. I mean, great food. Um, but I'd say I would just rather go there than to like a Red Lobster. Yeah, um, I would rather go to Tomatoes and get my pizza rather than Pizza Hut or. I'm I'm on the same page as you as supporting, like the <clears throat> smaller businesses. Yeah, but I'm also yeah, you're a creature mean, comfort, creature you, of comfort. You, you got the kids coming in there, sixteen cooking. Yeah, you want that mom and pop. But I do agree with you. When my kid is screaming, "I want Olive Garden," it is easier. It's accessible. You can get in and out pretty reasonably. I mean, unless you go at peak time, or, you know, you're gonna wait, but. <laughs> I get it. I just, I'm not a fan. Especially, like you said, what we eat here in America isn't Italian food. Right. At yeah. all. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's our invention of it. Yeah, it's our invention of it. Um, right. I got a hill to die on. I got two quick ones. Okay. All right, mine. The United States government should dictate what a woman can do with her body. How about that? <laughs> that that hard. quickly. Going forward, okay? Boy, the uh, the mood shifted. Yeah, quick, didn't how about it? that? 
Yeah, I don't think it's right. Are you they sure this is as serious of a topic as what we just discussed? Yeah. This, this is getting real, guys. Are you okay? sure you can follow the That's topic a, we just had? Let's That's cover the real one. issues here. <laughs> just want to get that out of the way. Second one I got, United States government should not make a deal for Brittany Griner. They should just let her sit there. I agree. You know what they're going to do? <laughs> no, it's for real. This is what they're going to do. I'm curious. They're going to make a trade, like a one-for-one one or whatever-for-one, and they're going to give up like a terrible war criminal did arms you not, dealer. Did you not hear the name Griner. of the guy? Who do they want? Did y'all you know what I'm talking about? I don't even about? know. I just I'm know this is what's going to happen. His name was like the Minister of Death or something. Yeah, like, that's what they're going to It's a guy do. we have here. Russia is notorious for doing that. They'll take a political prisoner, what they'll call political, and they'll say, all right, we'll make a one-for-one one trade. Give us the baddest fucking dude y'all have in captivity. That's our guy. And we'll give you Brittany Griner. We're going to let but go. But she's like not a, a political prisoner. She well, broke she's the fucking for, law. Oh, okay. But you know what I mean? She's yeah, used yeah, for yeah, political yeah, purposes. Yeah, no, yeah. No. Huh. So they're going to say, yeah, we'll give her her back if you make this trade. And they're going to make that trade. They're going to do it. Instead, you know what I'm saying, yeah, too? Biden won't do it. If, if I went to Russia and I tried to sneak up, you think they're going to fucking make a deal for me? No, wait. but because she has a little bit of status, they're gonna make they're gonna trade the minister of death or, for her. That wasn't no, the dude, name; it was like it. some crazy it's name some, like no, that. No, that's what they're gonna do. Like that's what Russia does. That's what like uh -huh. any kind of power like that would do. They'll they'll make a trade one for one. Yeah, we get Brittany Griner back, and they're gonna give back a guy that probably is like an arms dealer that probably like killed a fucking village of innocent people, and that's how they're gonna make the deal. That's how these things work. Russia's like the best in the world at that, you know. Like that's what Al Qaeda would always do. They'd be like, "All right, we got we got five Americans. We'll trade them back if you release all our political prisoners." His name is the Merchant of Death. Yeah, that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna trade Brittany Griner for the and Merchant he, of Death. And he, his story, fuck that dude. She committed a crime. What's the skill rate up? His his exploits inspired the uh, Nick Cage film. Oh, Lord of War. Lord of War. Wow, he's See, an arms dealer. Told you they're gonna give a fucking arms dealer for Brittany Griner. That's exactly what they're going to do, man. I didn't even know about what the guy's name was. I told Claire like four days ago. She already pled guilty. They're going to say, okay, she pled guilty. She'll get time served. Yeah. Now they're going to make a swap, one for one. They're going to get the, what was it again? Merchant of, Merchant of Death. She, Merchant of Death. Ten years. Just fucking sit it out. Bro, you, you did the crime. You got to do and the then, crime. And then it is ten years. That's that what she's facing. What so, the fuck? And then, and then they said like, oh, uh, if this was LeBron... They tried to make it a, a gender issue. Nah, if fuck this that. was LeBron, he would already been back home. LeBron would have said, hey, homie, you hold it for me. You know, you would have had a fall guy, like Chris Carter said. Be fucking smart. No, this is a joke I came up with. Trying to sneak out drugs from Russia is like driving through the Middle East with the picture of their prophet. You're just asking for trouble if you get caught. You know what I mean? You don't do shit like that. Yeah. You don't go to South Korea and like criticize the government. You don't go to Russia and break laws. You don't go to the Middle East and to pick their 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 profit. And not to mention that it's Russia has had this guy, this Marine named Paul Whelan for four years. Yeah, we're not going to get him. We're going to get Brittany Griner. No. I'm sorry, dude. It's not about gender or but anything. It, it's it, the fact that we're trading a basketball player for the merchant of death. But it's crazy like how they're talking about it. They're talking about... It like it's a fucking sports trade. They're like that's what the, it's one for one. They're, they're, no, they're that's talking how they're break it down. the Merchant of Death for Brittany Griner and that Marine that's Paul Whelan. Wild is that what? Is that's that what like happens what we're all the time. Or what they're asking. That's 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 what's gonna happen, dude. That shit happens all the fucking time. Like anytime ISIS took over, like um, these Christians that would go to the mills to try to convert them, they would capture them and say, "All right, we're gonna cut their fucking head off unless you release all our Muslim brothers that are in captivity." And they would release <sighs> big prisoners, and they'd say, "Okay, here's here's three Mormons back." And they'd run back home. They'd say, oh, great, we got these people home. Yeah, but you released these terrible people that yeah. killed innocent people. Yeah. That's just how that shit works, man. That's how they make these trades. That's like when they see, I bet they were licking their lips when they found out Brittany Griner has a little bit of fame to her, and she just broke the law. They're going, great, we're going we're gonna to really milk this. Yeah, why wouldn't you? 
if you, if I can trade a nobody to me and I can get back one of my brothers in arms, hell yeah, I'm gonna make that trade. That's exactly what's gonna happen, dude. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. So huh. no, Brittany Griner, sorry, but you should stay in Russia for ten years. It it helps out humanity. You're trading one person for the eventual death, possibility death of hundreds or thousands. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, this dude. Uh, was, that's my hill to die this on. This dude was pushing weight in in weapons. Oh, he was selling them to fucking. That's actually a really good movie too. He, I think Jared Leto was in it too. He was selling like his shit brother. to ISIS. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm fuck, saying, man. He works with the most terrible people in the world. He's gonna come back like a martyr, like a hero. It's like, man, you did the time. You know, you kept your mouth shut, and we got you out. What a fucking badass! And we're gonna get Brittany Griner back, oh. and the world's a better place. And then you know, there's a lot of people <laughs> making posts like. You know, like two years ago when Trump was in office, like she was sitting down for the anthem. And Didn't she have a domestic abuse charge against her too? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not like she's a saint, dude. She's like, like she's, she's got she charges was, against she her for putting hands the on anthem people. and didn't go to the White House. And well, now that's she's, now she's asking. That's for her the, choice. That's not breaking a law. Now the government. I'm fine with that. She's, now she's asking for the government's help. It's well, like that's you a good hated point. the country two years ago. Now you want her. You want their help. <laughs> well, getting, you know, getting her back. I mean, those are all great points. I don't. I, I don't know. In my I, opinion, I'm sorry. I don't. I'll die on that hill that we shouldn't trade. And like, it doesn't matter if it was LeBron James. It doesn't matter if it was the president's son. I don't give a shit. You can't trade one person for a person that could, could potentially kill many, many more people. Yeah, Just so I, it looks good, and you can say, "Well, we got our person back." Hey, we yeah. we worked it out diplomatically. You know, we made a trade. Now you got fucking fleece, and you let a war criminal go. Yeah. All right. I don't know. I Back mean, fart it, it wasn't. It wasn't marijuana. I mean, it was fucking it was, hash oil. It was a little it was oil. Yeah. And I, I get it. Ten years is fucking ridiculous, you know. Yeah. But yeah, that's. As like I said, you don't smuggle drugs out of Russia. Yeah, but that's like out of all places. I yeah, mean, Russia's out of one all of the places, ones, dude. Russia's going to be so strict at this time. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. You know they want you to do that, so then they can go. Great. Now we have a bargaining chip. Uh-huh. We can get something out of this. Don't go to fucking Russia and try to smuggle anything out, dude. And and Russia knows Biden's weak. Exactly. That's well, what I'm saying. They're going to exploit look, it. Look at the timing of him invading Ukraine. He, yeah. He's been wanting to invade Ukraine for years. He was not going to do it under. He was not going to do it under Trump. Oh fuck no. He wasn't going to do it under Trump. It just. Well, they were buddies too, though. Well, and he's probably got blackmail. He's got a. He got that P video on him. What? You want to hear about that? That Trump peeing on somebody? Trump getting. I think he, I think he was getting peed on oh. in like a Russian hotel. <laughs> they said he's been blackmailed by Putin. Oh, getting really? a golden shower, huh? Yeah, man. Read it on the internet. It's true. <laughs> gotta be true. It's fucking true. I read it on the gotta internet. Gotta be true. But yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, sit it out. Can't do. Sorry, the, dude. What did Gruff I, say? I don't, I don't agree with that. Can't do the crime. Can't do the time. Don't do the crime. <laughs> Gruff the crime dog. Wasn't <laughs> yeah, that him? McGruff. McGriff or McGruff? I think it was McGruff. Yeah. Wasn't that him? Gruff Looking McGruff. Like trench coat. Looking All shady. Right. Uh, we're coming up on th- watching, yeah, we're coming up on three hours. Uh, I'm gonna what I'm listening to. Uh, there's a podcast called Other People's Lives. It's basically like a remember the old MTV show True Life. Yeah, I used to basically love like that an show. audio version show. of that. Like they'll just take people that have interesting lives or what? lifestyles, and they'll bring them on and they'll they'll uh, interview them. Like one was like. My mom is now my dad. <laughs> One was like, my husband doesn't know I eat poop. Um, oh, is that, that your dad? Yeah, just really interesting. Oh, yeah. It's like, fuck you, McGrove. It's that bad boy Carter. <laughs> oh, shit. Same I love day. how it's uh, back-to-back pictures. Too. Yeah, it's the same day. So, <laughs> same um, day. <laughs> Fighting crime. And then. Yeah. 
I love that. I love those two photos. Thank the you. only thing that can make it better is you see uh, the McGruff guy with his his little helmet off and he's fucking smoking <laughs> <Yeah>. with him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying, Matt? My, my bad. I don't know. Uh, I was trying. Well, the to one find... about um, Jeez. eating poop. Yeah. That was fucking gross. Oh, wait. So, like, Scat. they call in. Yeah, oh, they call in and oh, admit is, their weird uh, what shit. What you're listening to right now? Yeah, yeah. It's, called, it's a podcast yeah, called dude, Other People's Lives. It was like three hours. Other People's Lives. And it's just, you know, all kind of, like, one was like, I have schizophrenia. Um, one was on dissociative uh, identity disorder. So, this dude had like seven personalities in his. Oh, shit. And, uh,. So it's just it's not always like sex related or gross related. Yeah. One was like I married a prison. I married an inmate. Uh, they interviewed like somebody who was on uh, Ground Zero at nine eleven. So it's just different people, and they tell their story anonymously. One was like uh, I'm a catfisher, and she's been catfishing people for like fifteen years. One was like I'm a sugar baby, so she makes her living. She makes like six hundred grand a year just being a sugar baby. That's crazy. Um, so yeah, it's just really interesting hearing all these stories from all you know, all walks yeah. of life. Have y'all ever heard of Risk or the Moth Radio Hour? It's like the same thing, but it's not uh, anonymous. But people get up on stage and like tell like their most wild story, their most traumatic or life changing moment. But it's not um, like you said, it's not anonymous though. Reminds me of that though, where people really open up and share like their most yeah. whatever story they got. <clears throat> the other two are Defense Diaries. It was a, a lawyer. He, his dad was the one who prosecuted John Wayne Gacy, and then he prosecuted, uh, season one was about uh, him kind of learning from his dad, and his dad prosecuting Gacy, and then season two was like one of his biggest, uh, the biggest um, case he he prosecuted, um, and then still my FC Dallas podcast, uh, it's draft season, so um not going to tell you what I'm listening to, but you know. It's kind of dry, though. Like, I'm waiting for training camp to start. Yeah, so it's, it's that really, period. Yeah. It's that dead period right before season kids kicks off. So I think um, i got to figure out which one you are listening to. It's easy. It's like the top rated. I was going to say, show. I just type in fantasy football on yeah. like a couple show <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, it's. I'm a then, nerd, uh, and I still buy like my book every year. I got the like paper, the, yeah. I got like the black book this year, or whatever. Ooh. Yeah, dude, it's like an extra three bucks, extra three dollars. <laughs> but it was like champions are made here. I was like, it's about damn time. I'm a fucking <laughs> Buffalo Bills at this point. Uh, all right, I'm done with that. All right, who's going? You want me to go? Sure, you I'll go. knock it out. What I'm listening to. Started this one today. Uh, it's called History Is Us. Uh, it says there will always be something distinct about our present day, yet history haunts. American democracy is at a crossroads. And we'll have to decide what we really want, what we, who we really are as a nation. This moment begs us all to look at our past uh, to help understand our present and a matter, men imagine a better future. And kind of like the gist of it is like, can America ever be like a multiracial democracy? Starting with like uh, Reconstruction and Jim Crow, and it's just really interesting from a different point of view. Second one, Persona, The French Deception. They advertise that shit all the time. I don't know if anybody's ever heard it. I've, I've heard it so many times because it's a Wondery and Pie, Pineapple Street Studios, and I listen to a lot of their podcasts, so they always advertise in it. Um, it's like it's basically about a Frenchman who was like the greatest con artist of all time, mm. and he would just you know he was getting people for over like a period of decades and millions of tens of millions and. They said even the people that he conned, even though they know he's still a con artist, they say he's like a genius and that, you know, they have no regrets falling for it. I mean, he just like really fooled them. So it was very impressive. Last one was that Tapes from the Dark Side. I don't know if I recommended that to anybody, but did you get through any of the seasons? They had they had three seasons and now they do a anthology where it's like 
one ep- one episode, the new episode every time, like a different story. Mm-hmm. So the first season was about um, that guy that killed his son because he found a video of his dad oh, eating yeah. shit out of a diaper while dressed as a baby. And he was like, uh. he killed his son and got rid of the body, and it took him like years to find the body. And it was in Colorado, right? Yeah, in mean- Colorado. But the thing, why it's called Tapes from the Dark Side, obviously it's dark stuff, but they have like a really good like original audio from all this. So you get to hear like a lot of like in depth like mm-hmm. what's going on real time. The second one was about the um, the Waco horror, which was about like a lynching that took place like a hundred years ago, where like ten thousand people were there to watch it, and it just kind of shocked the nation that you know like that this happened. I mean, it was like it was extremely fucking brutal, dude. I can't go into detail, but just like the most unimaginable like horrific death is what happened to this black dude. He's like eighteen at the time. He might have actually been guilty. When they read the case out and the facts, they were like, he probably actually did it. But as soon as they rendered him guilty, the mob just came and took him out of the courthouse, took him meet outside. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't the right... You're supposed to go to jail and serve your sentence. They just immediately yeah. killed him. Yeah, it, you know, it was like a, a Green Mile situation. Yeah. I mean, it kind of... It kind of was, but like I said, he probably actually did it. John Coffey was just trying to save them little girls. Uh, the third season was about, like, this family annihilator. Was that called? Filicide? <laughs> And that was really fucked up because he just killed his whole family and he just calls the cops. He's like, yeah, I'm out here. They're all dead. Come and get me. And then it's like the whole story of what led up to it. He killed like his grandkids. Damn. It was a grandfather. That's what's even rare. They're like usually it's a mom or a dad. Yeah. This was a grandfather that killed his sister or his daughter and like all the, it was like seven grandkids what or something. He was hell? fucked up. But then they did three seasons and now he's like, now we're going to do a, I think they called it anthrology. Anthology. Anthology. Whereas every episode is going to be one different. Mm. So that, that's there's only like two of those yet, and they're they're honestly not that good. But the first three seasons were really good. What's that called again? <clears throat> I'm sorry. Tapes from the dark side. Okay. Uh, I also heard the new Arcade Fire album. I, I'm a big fan of of Arcade Fire. Um, I said it's not their best album, in my opinion, but they've yet to make a bad album. So there's still like a really, you know, several really good songs on there. What am I watching? The boys. Uh, it's, uh, it's extremely enjoyable. Have you watched the last episode yet? I haven't watched today's episode. Yeah, neither have I. Um, also, I wanted to thank Matt and Butcher for really opening me up to the word cunt. I call everyone a cunt now. I've completely accepted that it's as an acceptable say, word. Yeah. When word. I'm driving, I don't sit around Claire so much, you know, especially around Ellie. But if I'm driving with someone cuts me off, like, you fucking cunt. You stupid cunt. And, I, you know, I'm not sexist. I use it for women and oh, men, man. old and young, whatever. It's all good. <laughs> everyone can be a cunt every now and then. Um... What was I say? The Unexplained is on Netflix. It has William Shatner. But it's actually a really good documentary series because everything, it's like unexplainable cults or weather patterns or places or hauntings. So each episode have a different theme. But it's hosted by William Shatner, and he's just hilarious to me in that. He's, like, so funny without being funny because he tries to be serious, but it comes off hilarious. Uh, I watched that Maradona documentary on HBO Max. Yeah. Dude, that was really fucking cool. So it's basically all in either... What do they speak in Argentina? Spanish. Spanish or or Italian because he yeah. played in Naples for so long. So like 99% of the movie subtitles and it's like over two hours, but I loved it from beginning to end. Such a wild story. He seemed like a one of a kind dude. He might be my favorite soccer football player. Sorry. Football player of all time now. It was just like such a cool story to hear. Um, and last, oh, two more. This is on Netflix too. It's the uh, animated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I've been watching that with Elizabeth, not by myself. But it's the 2011 version. There's two out right now, and this is the older one, and it's extremely good. Very enjoyable. Like, even if you don't have kids, I would watch it. Well, obviously, if you're a fan. 
And last one, I'm going to start the um, on FX, The Old Man with Jeff Bridges. Oh, I watched the first episode of that. Yeah, looks, I've heard it's nothing. I thought it was a movie, though. So, like, when I when it said <laughs> expecting a episode two, I said, fuck, dude, I don't have time for a season right now. Oh, I do. But I, I like the, the first episode. Really I've good. heard it's really, and I've always liked Jeff Bridges. Yeah, Jeff and, Bridges is a boss. Yeah, and I just heard, like, nothing but good things. And I started Umbrella Academy. I'm, like, halfway through that. I watched the first season of that, but it's been so long. Yeah, now I think they're on the season three. Season, yeah. It's good. I would put that at the bottom. The Boys, to me, is, like, my, my favorite show going right now. It's so, it's, like I said, it's not my favorite show, but it's one of the most enjoyable shows I've ever watched. Yeah. I could just put it on any time and just pick it up, and it's it's fun to watch. What you boys got? Uh, You want to go? Yeah, yeah. I'll go. All, right. All right, so what I've been watching is, of course, you guys, Mild and Lazy. I mean, listening to, sorry. Yes, what's so up? Listening to you guys, for sure. First time that's happened. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably lying about it. No, no, no. I only really have, like, four things that I, I'd listen to. So it's Mild and Lazy, Impulsive. I've been watching that every once in a while, just, just depending on who the guest is. Is that the Paul, Jake Paul? Uh, the, the, yeah, the Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Yeah, Logan yeah. Paul. Uh, Joe Rogan, of course. And then uh, Flagrant, because it's Andrew Schultz, yep. and he's just fucking Flagrant just... Flagrant, And Akash is really funny. I've yeah. had, like, seven people in the last two weeks tell me about that Andrew Schultz guy. Yeah, he's I've had a girl at work send me videos, and y'all were sending me. I mean, I did watch one, and it was yeah. really funny. He's like... I think, didn't he not go with Netflix because they wouldn't let one of his abortion jokes stand? Probably. Which yeah, I fucking love, back, dude. And he's no, dude, himself. good for him because yeah. he has every right to make whatever joke he wants. I'm a firm believer in free speech as long as you're not, you know, blatantly hate, like, Nazis, you know, fuck the Nazi speech. That's not free speech. That's hate speech. But you can make a joke about whatever you want, dude. Yeah. You want to make a joke about abortion? Yeah, it's a joke. 9-11, whatever, dude. Make a joke. If you don't like it, turn it off. He's like one of, I feel like he's like one of the only modern comedians right now that can get away with the type of jokes that he says just because he's, yeah he's sort of planted his flag of like hey i'm and saying he stood firm yeah, yeah he's not I'm, budging I'm that's how you gotta stuff. do it man if you don't like he it you every don't right like to make it. that joke i'm fine with that Chappelle. yeah yeah, yeah Chappelle, Chappelle's well but he's been Chappelle's been doing it for a long time whereas Schultz Chappelle's guy, reached like godlike status yeah. he could he could do anything except like murder someone on stage and they'd be like that's eh, dave Chappelle. <laughs> yeah that guy stepped on there uh, so what I've been listening to is Lil Wayne. Like old stuff? So yeah, I'll transition from like the older stuff and you can kind of see like where it changes. Like his older stuff from like one and two, Carter one, two is more like gangster and like drugs and you know, just gang banging. Right. But then when he gets into like Carter three and his mixtapes, he's like, he's loose with it. He's having fun. You know, he's Is that like, when he started like wearing skinny jeans? And yeah, stuff yeah. Stuff? yeah. We started drinking cop syrup with no symptoms. Yeah, and he's making all these, <laughs> these you know, these crazy, you know, lyrics. That, they're funny. They're fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've been listening to a lot of him. Uh, so which one's better, one and two or three? I like two. Two's the two's the one. Two's, huh? two's the it. Goat, two, yeah, yeah that, that shit gets me kind of pumped for like the gym and shit. Interesting. Yeah. I'm more of a Michael McDonald kind of guy. It's fun. They have like a <laughs> this is, brothers. This is way back, way back when before you know. Uh, like right after high school, but Cisco and I would listen to because Lil Wayne put out the uh, he'd had his one and two and three right, but then he like officially chopped and screwed his one and two CD like albums, and those were just as fun to listen to. But the song yeah. a song that's three minutes long ended up being like nine minutes long, so it's like tough to like yeah. get all the way through. But it's, <laughs> it was really it's really good. But uh. I remember listening to the Chops and Screw version of Carter 2 so, so many times. Is that what you've been listening to, bro? Uh, no, I, I mean, I was just going to kind of skip what I was listening to. I listened to this podcast called, like, Run, Bambi, Run. 
don't know if y'all heard about it. I actually do have that saved, but I haven't listened to it yet. It's pretty good. It's quick to get through. Um, it's just about this, uh, this supposed like attractive woman that was kind of like, um, yeah, there it is. With a little bullet. Yeah. Like a bullet. Yeah. It's got sort of saved. like, how do I say this? Like she knew she was attractive and like it? used it a lot, but then became a uh, police officer. And then her uh, husband's ex-wife got murdered and she got pinned for it. And she claimed till the day that she passed that it wasn't you and Joe Rogan. It wasn't her essentially. Yeah. There's only two I follow. The seduction. Okay. I'll listen to that. Um, did you have anything else, Cisco? As far as watching or listening? Okay. Uh, the only thing I've been watching or rewatching lately, and I, I've been I've become a big fan of this lately. I guess because of COVID, like appreciating like all these writers and you know how they're going into these scripts and creating these characters to interact, and then you know love and hate different characters. But uh, I've been watching uh, King of the Hill. I fucking love lately. King of the Hill. And I never realized how racist it was. <laughs> Well, they could get. I mean, back in the day, you get away yeah, with yeah, you get yeah. away with that shit. Like, uh, who was it? Con. Yeah. I remember calling. He was calling Hank's son Bobby a skinhead, <laughs> and like, yeah, it was just, it was just funny. Like, the, just like the you know jokes they should that they're be, making. I think they're bringing that back. Oh yeah, like Judge said, well, that's already back, brother. <laughs> There's a fascist uh, takeover in America right now, starting in Idaho. <laughs> but um, no, Mike Judge said he's going to bring it back. It's going to be like present day. Yeah. So Bobby's like our age, and Hank's like retired. Oh, that'd be oh funny. shit. Yeah, it's going to. I think cool. and Bobby married Con. You know, I can't remember her first name, but you know the daughter. Con. Yeah. Con. 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 There's a, uh, they have a barbecue, right? And it's Khan's barbecue. He's, he's new to the neighborhood and he's cooking on charcoal. And, you know, Hank's trying to sell him on oh, fucking propane. No. And they have the burger and they're all eating the burgers. Like, man, this is good, right? And so they're leaving the barbecue and they ask Dale, like, hey, why didn't you eat the, uh, the burger? <laughs> I saw this one. You saw that? I know why. <laughs> and they look at the tree and he's like, because I don't eat dog. And you look at the tree, it's just a fucking leash. And the collar oh, and the dog. Yeah, because I think it was uh, Bobby and Connie Jr. Or, uh, somehow let the dog loose. Yeah. Oh, that was because Lady Bird was trying to hook up with yeah, the dog. Yeah, she was in heat. Yeah, the dog was wearing heat. Lady and Bird. so they got away, and they're like, yeah, he was like, I don't eat dog. And then, then they made this whole thing. It was like the whole episode was based around what what was in the meat after yeah, that. Yeah. But, you know, you get the joke of, like, the Chinese family cooking dog or whatever. Yeah, they, they do so you much see all these undertones. Like Watching it as a dog, you're like, oh, shit, yeah. Dude, I should you different. not. We went to Ohana right here, that sushi place, the ramen place off the highway. Aren't they closed now? No, that's Osuba. They're back open. They were closed, though. The one right next to a Whataburger. No, that's Osuba. Ohana on the, on the service road. Oh, uh, there used to be a funeral home? No, funeral home still in se- and still still in session, still open. It used to be it used to be a catfish place. Yes, maybe. yes. Okay. Big difference between a funeral home and a catfish place. <laughs> but, but uh, it, no, uh, that's the don't you? I'm getting there. Just but, give me like four guesses. But with Osuba having their health shut down, we we're like, all right, we're not going there anymore because they found. Wait, that's the place right by Waterburger. They found. Oh no, I like that place. All right, so get this. So health inspector comes in, shuts them down. They put cones right up against the street yeah. so nobody I, could yeah, pull in that. and read the report. Somebody fa- went up, took a picture, leaked it online. They found rat droppings in the kitchen, rodent 
claw and teeth marks in the food. None of the sushi cases were working. So temperatures and fish and food in general Terrible was a combo. big fucking deal. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going back there. Dang, I like that place, though. Um, so we tried Ohana, which is over here. Real but, quick, though, that other place by, like, the gym and Urban Air, that's close, too, isn't it? No. I heard that place got shut down. No. Okay. No, we just ate there. Maybe somebody confused and told yeah. me the wrong place. Yeah, then. yeah that's uh, Hibachi, and they're really good. Okay, I, I really want to go there. The old Burger King, right? Yeah, the old Burger King, okay. yeah. I'm such a fat American. <laughs> You're talking about the old Burger King spot now. <laughs> but, they closed down the Burger King here in Washington? Oh, yeah. The, that one? Oh, yeah. They moved it into a Walmart. long time. <laughs> oh, and then it's that. not even Walmart anymore. It's not in the Walmart anymore? No. no. Uh, oh, well. But, uh... We tried Ohana because we always talked about trying it. We've heard great things. Mm. So we're in there, you know, we're eating sushi or whatever. And I shit you fucking not, I hear a cat meowing. <laughs> like I from fucking, the kitchen? I oh. fucking hear a cat meowing. And I'm like, Lauren, are you are you playing fucking cat noises on your phone? She's like, <laughs> no, my, Landry's got my phone. Dude, I you look go. over and there's a fucking cat just chilling, like in a booth. Was it like a bodega cat, though? Like, just hangs yeah, out? At like least the it didn't look cat? scared, I guess. Yeah, does the cat, a like, have cut marks on it, and it's running for and its And I made life? a joke. I was like, ah, cat, and then there's a fucking cat in the restaurant. So the king of the hill wasn't too Dude, far off. I'm so... <laughs> no, that could be, like, the owner just, like, was, chilling with his cat. It was cat. somebody's cat yeah. that brought it in, but I was like, why would you bring it? Now, if you hear the cat go, rear, when someone pulls it back to the... Yeah. To the kitchen? Yeah, I'm out. Because I made that? a joke about them being like sourcing <laughs> their ingredients really creature. fresh. <laughs> so it's, I'm done. It's so ironic and funny that you said that because I forgot a huge part of Bloodsport and rewatching it is during all the Kumite fight scenes, there's a fucking like meowing going on in the background. <laughs> What? I'm not even. I'm not joking you. That's so weird that you brought that up. It's I, never I, explained. I never explained. You can go, just Google like bloodsport meowing and pe- other people. Other are people. Yeah, but I'm like, because you know I have a cat, so I'm sitting there watching it. And I'm like, what? Like, is she meowing? Like, cat's looking back at you like, yeah, like, like where's she? Too, yeah. bro? what's up? And I'm like, it's weird. Over and over and over again. Every time they're in that yeah, arena, it's, it's just meowing. It's almost like they had a like a crowd track on loop. But there was like a random meow within the track, and, and they, they just, just kept, kept looping it. Yeah, so just <laughs> randomly. That's funny that you said that because I never, weird. almost forgot about it. Uh, like, um, what I'm watching, I just wanted to say real quick because I brought it up a bunch of times with you. Oh, yeah. I'm waiting on someone to watch it so I can talk about it. But there's this Indian film on. Oh, uh, oh I brought it up with yeah, you yeah, as well yeah, you on, on Netflix. Netflix. It's just called RRR, and uh, I saw some like random like. Uh, top 10 list of like movies to watch throughout the month and it was number two and it was on Netflix I'm like right, I'm gonna give it a shot it's three hours long so it's a, it's a it's a process to get like like to start yeah it's a commitment but it's totally worth it guys I'm telling you I wish that like I would love for us at, I, don't, I don't know what, what time our is it? times are looking at, <laughs> what time y'all gotta be home tonight w- watch like 20 minutes of it after this maybe like I if y'all don't want to that's okay but there's just even seen the first few scenes will just uh will give it away. I wish that everyone listening to this I could just watch it with you because it's it's honestly it's just like buddy not not like buddy cop but just this like bromance type Indian film where this one one dude is trying uh I don't want to give it away, but it's it's sometimes I don't know if you've seen online but like those Indian action films where they're like sliding across the Highway on a, like on top of of a of a motorcycle oh, and like dodging that, bullets yeah. and stuff I have like seen that. that. Like, ridiculous. It's like ridiculous sort of action like that, and to the point like where you're 
sort of like, like really this is that? Oh, that's really cool. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) you flip, you flip. It's like at one point, one of the guys jumps on the other guy's shoulders and then they just go through just beating the shit out of everybody. Like it's, it's really cool. And, uh, like I said, if we, if we could just watch like the first 20 minutes of it, I'd be happy, but I got a cooking for you. Definitely watch it. What would, what would you recommend though? That triple R movie or that everything all at once? Okay, so that another thing, uh, oh, actually, I'll bring it. I actually, I went and watched, uh, this be beside the point, but I watched uh, um, Thor, Love and Thunder yesterday. It was like mm. the first day it was out. It was it was pretty good. But uh, what I was getting confused with was I went and wa- I've, Doctor, the new Doctor Strange multiverse thing came mm. out on uh, Disney Plus, and I saw someone compare or say that, like, if you want, like, Everything that you expect in Doctor Strange multiverse, you get in every everything everywhere all at once or however you say it. It's like it's a better movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you have this Disney blockbuster and everything. It's like Doctor Strange are trying to promote it, and then you got this this other movie that like small, which little, did small, it better. It it did it way better. Like it is yeah. such a good. Well, that's movie, a good uh, and it's a like, little review for it then. Tell I, you it's everything you wanted in this movie, but better. Absolutely. And I still like Doctor Strange, but mainly because of um, uh, ben, Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, Scarlet Witch. She's oh. just a complete badass throughout the I'm entire movie. I'm more Cumberbatch myself. I'm, I'm telling you, like, if you watch it, you'll see that she's just, she's just a badass. But you know that's what they call their fans? Cumberbitches? The Cumberbitches, yeah. Like uh, if y'all get a chance, though, like, definitely watch that every. I, I, I think you had it. Everything, everything everywhere, everywhere, all at once. once. I think it's that's so it. good. It's it literally hits all these like emotional cues and yeah. like also just being badass. Because I thought I've had so many people tell me nothing but good thing. Nobody said any, has said a bad ama- word about it's, it. It's literally it's. I'm gonna watch it's it. Very amazing. And I was lucky enough to see it in theaters. So that's probably the way to go. Yeah, but you can watch RRR right now. Yeah, this you yeah, would have to wait a little bit. So I would. Suggest- I looked after you told me, and you know they show like a, a little clip, and it looked pretty wild. It it is so. I just want someone else to watch it so I can talk about it. Yeah, I need to check it out. All right, somebody take Alex to Olive Garden and then watch a movie with him. <laughs> yeah, them. please. You'll be his best friend. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll take that bullet. <laughs> take the bullet. <laughs> All right, is that it? Wait, uh, Andrew had a oh. a question earlier. I did. Remember at the uh, Jersey Mike's? Nope. What celebrities were oh. in the fight? <laughs> yeah. In their prime. Just random thought. Um, all right, who's gonna win this fight? Jean Claude Van Damme, Arnold Schwarzenegger, or Dolph Lundgren. John Claude. Okay, you going for the Dolph, scrappy. Dolph has like the most like on-screen kills, doesn't Dude, he? Dolph is like, uh, have you seen what he is in real life? He's like a fourth-degree black belt. Yeah, but does he do the splits and punch people in the nuts? Yeah, but, no, is but it, he fucking is it black belt karate where he's just punching air? Nah, I'm yeah. taking I'm taking Dolph Lundgren. He's my birthday bro. It's Dolph. Yeah, Lundgren. I gotta go. Arnold. He's an MIT graduate. He's like a fourth-degree black belt. No, it's Dolph. I'm going Arnold. Arnold for brute strength. Yeah. Give me Van Dam. Yes. Oh, Van Dam. Wait. I thought he would be the ultimate wild card. All right, so you're the, <laughs> he you haven't said anything. Oh, you picked I Van said Dam. Van Dam. Okay, so Van Dam wins. Well, it. Van Dam it. All right, let's go. Van Dam it. Alex, thank you so much. It's always good to have you around. Uh, Cisco, I hope this was everything you thought it'd be. Yeah, it was definitely <laughs> fun. <laughs> but thanks. Uh, Take this last shot as we're uh, yeah. All right. Well, for Matt. And I'm Andrew. We're out.
longer than RRR. It actually is. RRR. <laughs> really? Okay. It's like, what are you going to do tonight? You're going to watch The Godfather? You're going to listen to episode 